We're live. Painkiller already, episode 231 with our guest, Anthony Cumia. Hi. Welcome back. Thanks for, uh, yeah. thanks for having me back. Love you guys. Always fun to uh, hang out. Yeah. This episode, uh, of course, being brought to you by Patreon this week. Uh, Patreon, if you're not aware of it, there's a link down below. You can go to our Patreon page. You can sign up. You can, you can subscribe to it. And uh, for as little as $5 a month, you get early access to PKA. You get it as soon as we record it. Sometimes we record these things uh, very early in the week, and you actually get it three, four days early. That's rare, but you all, you'll always get it as soon as it's uh, available. And uh, you get the video and the audio, of course. And for $10, you get early access to PKN. That's a week earlier than anyone else. And uh, you get it in video format, which is only available through the Patreon. And, of course, you get to submit your own AMA questions, which we're going to get to a little bit later tonight. So go check it out. Uh, you know, sign up. Find the package that works for you. Help for $500. You can come play video games with us. Yeah, we had that recently. That was cool. Yeah, it worked out pretty well. So, he got uh, a lot of mileage out of his money, I think. We, we, we played for him for like the required hour or whatever it was, and then he stuck <laughs> around and streamed with Woody for a couple hours, I think. Yeah, it was a good time. It worked out really well. So, uh, yeah, so good stuff. Anyway, check out Patreon. Uh, rumor is that uh, people who contribute to Patreon are taller, thinner, sexier, and get laid a lot. Mm -hmm. We've been trying to get Wings on the program for a while. He refuses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that Low blow. I don't care. <laughs> um, do we want to hit up our first topic of this week? I, I think, think we do. I mean, I'm just, I'm just so jazzed about it. I'm so super <laughs> ready to roll right here. I love this first topic. We've got a video to accompany it. Now, I'm not sure how to in introduce this thing. I think the video sort of speaks for itself. So maybe we should all just queue up at zero. Yeah. This thing and enjoy it for what it is. It's only a minute or so long. So what we do here is we, we all like we, we click on the link and then pause it at oh, zero. Okay. And then we'll <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll count down and uh, uh, and all hit play together. I suggest you mute it. Uh, the, the 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 audio doesn't really have much to do with what we're talking about it's more of a visual thing so uh uh taylor kyle you ready yep anthony are you ready also i oh. hope so Wait, uh, I rat to, is <laughs> i need to make sure i'm sharing this properly i am sharing this properly all right are we ready set yep. play our fans suspect that taylor is getting a hand job during the last show you be the judge. So <laughs> what you need to do is focus on the third box there and Taylor's loving looks over at, uh, at his girlfriend. And perhaps her hand sort of moving a lot. Yeah, it, it, but it, we'll get better views. I'm over here showing like lawnmower footage. It's really not that interesting. But God, these two are sharing a laugh and stealing looks at each other. Wait, I want to see it. Look at her. Very incriminating movements there <laughs> <laughs> she's so guilty I, I hope anthony is seeing this and there look look at the pause here that that's not lawnmower <laughs> talk right those two are doing their own show and and here it's coming watch your arm what is with the incriminating arm movements there i feel like she just moved your entire body but using your dick as a handle <laughs> I like how the person that edited this did white text on a solid black background, like he's suspecting me of a crime, like I'm in on 9-11, how solemn this is. Look at the username. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't even scroll. Oh, what are you, bastard? <laughs> oh, wait, username? Right. I think I missed the username it's thing. It's you. Oh, nah. <laughs> but check out the replay on this. She's blinking. They're kind of playing it off. He seems really happy. We're talking about how heavy my gun is during this. It's not that great. 
but he's loving it. He okay, he, fair, he rubs her back. She had to help me get through that. She had to help <laughs> me get through the lawnmower talk, the, the heavy gun talk, just the mind-numbingly bleh, don't give a fuck topics. All right, so what was that, going on there? Then that's what. Yeah. I so what was actually happening there? Can you can you give us a better play-by-play? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know how those things go. So <laughs> I've I've done a wife Wednesday or two. Carry on. Yeah. So realistically, like all the comments I was reading in the the PKA Reddit, it was all just them talking about it. Like it was me just getting furiously masturbated under the table. Like everyone's like, "Oh, did you notice this? Did you notice that?" Just oh, just look at her arm. So right how there. would you describe it then? Was it just a gentle like thumbing? Was that was was, was there was any lube involved? What, like realistically, it was it was. Uh, what do they call it in sex ed? A little bit of heavy petting. Oh. Uh, a little heavy petting fondling. and some fondling. Mm-hmm. Yes, some fondling. And uh, there was a little going on, but at no point was there any any climax or anything. Rick. Like people, I saw oh. people uh, suspecting that, was- like, oh, well, he's holding himself together pretty well, or, oh, he got up to clean his pants off. No, and they just thought a point that where- I just sat there and come for, like, an hour. <laughs> <after>. <laughs> like, I'm like, what? <laughs> weird conspiracy. Like maybe at some point you just finished all over the bottom part of your shirt. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just and I just decided. Oh, I'd love to hear about he- how heavy Woody's lawnmower is, or whatever <coughs> the fuck. So I'll stick around and sit in this soup for a while. But no, there was, <laughs> there was no finishing effect. It was just how, a little bit of fun to get through the boring. How unprofessional of you! I would never do such a thing on this show ever. Oh, and you certainly haven't done it before. <laughs> before you added video. Uh, absolutely. When you go back and listen to yours, you can hear bracelets jingling. You didn't even yeah. have her take bracelets off. That was her necklace. She was doing anyway. <laughs> that it, it, that's ne- neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. I didn't catch. I didn't notice anything when we were doing the show or anything. Me but neither. I, I saw the comments and it, 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 you know, I drew me in. And I was like, yes, there's some funny I, business going I, on here. I, I first saw was- it. I'm sorry, I cut you off. I apologize, but I first saw it on the PKA subreddit, and I was I was like, this is horseshit. Like, not ah. <laughs> and then they're giving the the like the timestamps, and I'm like, whoa. They're totally right. This happened. Merka was getting handies on this show. They're calling it Inflategate all across the internet. That's a great name for it. That's a very good name for it. But realistically, it was not as extreme as they're making it. I almost wish it was. It would be funnier to be like, yeah, finished three times, sat in it for the sake of the show, right, guys? But no. (laughs) No, it wasn't that extreme, but it was still pretty funny. All right. Oh, it looks like we just lost Anthony for a sec. Hopefully he makes it back. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm sure he's uh, got his tech team on it. People were even saying, like, it got so into it, because I, I, I just kept refreshing that, uh, where that was like, Merka gets a handy on the show. Just kept refreshing that, going back and seeing the comments. And it went from, like, oh, my God, this idiot, to a couple people at the very bottom, like, doing that, like, I know more than you. Like, it couldn't possibly be that. Look at the, the amount of movement and, and the duration and uh, the <laughs> angle, like, stuff like that. But the real incriminating part went, like, was the gif they showed. Where you could see, because her arm was kind of obfuscated behind this. I was at like a different angle the other week. And you could see her skin just kind of move past it over here. Where she just clearly had her hand in my lap and not her own. So, uh, overall, I rated that as a fun episode. Very fun episode. <laughs> 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 Top 10% for, for, for yeah. Merka personally. So, Anthony, oh, welcome back. We, uh, hi, yeah, I, I, I don't know what happened. A little technical glitch, but... Uh, we just showed the video evidence of Taylor getting a hand job last week on the show. 
I uh, I wasn't able to see the video, unfortunately. We were, we were working that out, but I, I kind of grasped. Well, not grasped, but I, I <laughs> so did she. Kind of, uh, picked up on what was going on, and uh, it sounds like like a great, like you said, a great episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna need to to call in that more often. You know, just a little even lie. when she's not a guest. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just sit next to me in you know three minute increments. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. I just had a, I just had a, a Kendra that uh, you know that college girl uh, Kendra that, that kind of got naked on a webcam uh, at the at the library at her school. Mm-hmm. She's in uh, like penthouse this this month or something. Whoever buys these things anymore, <laughs> yeah. this is so alien now. Uh, but she was she was uh, today doing the show and we did it from. Uh, the jacuzzi. First, we I, I had her and and of course Ari Shafir was playing part of cock blocker uh, mm-hmm. today. We had Ari, the con- a comedian, um, on. But then we went into uh, the jacuzzi and she got she got naked and it was uh, it was pretty awesome. She got topless. Did she get fully naked? Well, um, she she had her bottoms kind of pulled down a tad bit. I was able to see stuff. All uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that counts. Yeah, it was, it was pretty. You took the bubbles off just so you could. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no bubbles. It was the bubbleless jacuzzi. Uh, was, I want. I wanted to see this, uh, some nineteen-year-old uh, cam girl. Uh, but man, just it's just creepy. I understand. <laughs> look, look at the two of us, and we're like, yes. <laughs> you, you do like you cam up, and it's fun. And, yeah. It just got like- really creepy. You're just like, yeah, those losers on the internet. Can you believe that? Yeah. <laughs> those guys, look at me. I'm with a hot chick. Yeah, it just, it was I just felt really creepy. But, uh, but having a girl like that uh, in the jacuzzi, uh, topless and, and whatnot, uh, it, it just, it, it, it bypasses creepiness. You just oh, you, it, you it don't does. care how creepy it is. It's, it's you how see, you know you're that. You're enough to be her dad. But not just her dad. You're old enough to be her dad's older brother, and not just older brother. The brother that, like, when he was born in, like, you know, you know, sixty-five. Then they had the other kid in seventy-eight. Like, that's how old you are. That's exactly it. And I, I think you know she she was aware of that. But you know, uh, guys her age are, are not you know buying her things. Oh, <laughs> we could. We can at least buy expensive things for these girls. Well, yeah, when that's your day at work, you know, you've made a series of good career decisions. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, she was she was in school. She decided to uh, drop out and become a, a cam girl, and I can't uh, I can't argue with that. You know, no, seems I, so I guess. way more lucrative, I would assume. Way more lucrative, and of course, there's so much more longevity in this than there is oh, in a, yeah. a sound, valid education. <laughs> There's, but, you know, tens of months that people are interested in people that age. Uh, you know, of before, course. Before it's, uh, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. rough, too, on the girl side. Like, like I don't know. It's so beauty-based. I feel for her, right? Oh. There's a 17-year-old right now who's going to be 19 when he knocks her off her 21-year-old platform. She'll be 21, all washed up, career over. Right now, she's practicing in her garage. <laughs> Best. Right. Best whore out there. <laughs> yeah. Doing Rocky montages of hand jobs through boys' yeah, yeah. rooms. <laughs> while, while she's, uh, you know, all glitz and showing off and going to Vegas, uh, there's some young whore in her basement. 
<laughs> Working out. Just keggling loudly. <laughs> style. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was it was kind of fun today to uh, to do that. Break in the old uh, jacuzzi <coughs> for the show. The whole house for my show is my set. Like there's no uh, there's nowhere in the house that can't be used for some kind of set. I just I just had a and I saw you guys had Chris Hansen on, huh? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I had I had him come come in and did a whole you know uh, uh, to catch a predator thing, and uh, we did the whole interview from the kitchen of my house, <laughs> which looks exactly like it. Um, I'm sure I probably resemble a few of the guys he's picked up uh, in the past uh, for certain things, but uh, you know it, it's it, it's convenient though having a whole house as a uh, as a set. Yeah, there was uh, uh, I, I was I was pulling up. The security cameras uh, catching me uh, <laughs> pulling up to the house, uh, and then and then of course you gotta have the decoy at the door because no to catch a predator is complete without the young decoy. Is it who, uh, bad if you're attracted to the decoy? No, that's why it's that a decoy. Too. Like if the decoy is of age, like she's gotta have a boyfriend, right? Does is that he make sick? Do we does Chris Hansen need to go talk to him after the show? I don't think so. Because he, she looks the part. No, because I mean, he's probably in class. It seems to work out, uh, and and I, I decided to do the look around very suspiciously because that's absolutely what happens. <laughs> and then uh, mm -hmm. the uh, the kitchen, the cookies were there, the lemonade, and I brought a giant bottle of vodka, condoms, and uh, I believe some Zima. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, good <laughs> pick on the Zima. Seagram's uh, rainbow drinks. It. And then Chris Hansen came out. And I got to tell you, it is alarming, even though you're doing a sketch, uh, to have Chris Hansen come out there and accuse you of trying to come here to have sex. <laughs> For you, uh, I read on your transcript you wanted to have sex with an yeah. underage girl. That's what I asked. I, was, I asked him, I'm like, do you ever feel sort of embarrassed reading that transcript? He's like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Because <laughs> like, like, some of the stuff is just so yeah filthy, just we, we, absolute filth that you wouldn't even think of. Like the sex acts that it, the one guy wanted to involve his cat or, or yes, her cat. And yes. he wanted, and if you could read between the lines, you literally have to because they're blurred. He <laughs> wanted the cat to eat her pussy. Like, <laughs> like, like that's what he wanted. <laughs> Well, well yeah. there could have just been some clever wordplay that was misconstrued. Yeah, on that, so you know, that is that. possible. He, he just, like, put pussy in too many times. It, it got all weird. Yeah. He's in court. He's like, no, Your Honor, I'm not a sicko. I <laughs> wanted to eat her pussy. It's, <laughs> like, not going over well. On the Opie and Anthony show uh, a few years back, and we took the, the clips of him reading the transcripts from his show and just oh. played the audio. I saw and that. And like, Chris, did you say this? <laughs> and he's like, I would like to take my C and put it in your A. And, and it's like, Chris, did you say these things? <laughs> so, well, I was reading the transcripts. <laughs> but uh, he's, he's an intimidating guy when he's just standing in your kitchen like that. Uh, it's, it was a lot of fun, though. He's uh, doing that whole new project where he's funding it himself. Yeah, it, that's the way things are going now, right? Like so many people are making movies or making remakes of TV shows or in this yeah. case making TV shows uh, that just kickstart it, you know, get, get crowdfund it and make it happen. It is pretty cool that uh, the technology is out there now. And, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of creative people that probably never would have gotten the uh, nod to do a show uh, or, or, you know, music or anything. 
Um, but there's a lot of shit out there too, which is. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. can thank YouTube for Justin Bieber. That's how he was <laughs> yeah. originally discovered. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. yeah. So, Anthony, I did actually watch that you did with them with Hanson, and I thought the best thing you did out of it was you perfectly nailed the the dead look in the eyes as soon as they f find out that all of their life, all of their friends, it's all done. It's, it's over. All there's, there's no going done. back. You're like, oh man, the, the the yeah. It must like tumble through your mind, like, oh wow, this is bad. I'm on to, and then it just gets worse. Like, mm -hmm. oh my job, oh my wife, my kids, my freaking boss, everything. Yeah, you're uh, just like, well, I don't have shit to yeah, do tomorrow. The future. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> this is now your future. You're the pedo guy yeah. from to catch a predator. Congrats. <laughs> this just freed up my next eight, eighteen to twenty. So that's great. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> yeah. <laughs> just terrible. Uh, uh, I just getting over that whatever's going around, friggin' AIDS. <laughs> it's terrible. Been hacking like um, a tuberculosis. You're ward. in California, New York. New York. Oh yeah, then it would be yeah. AIDS. That's I right. think that's New York back here. I don't know. <laughs> it's just switching every city. I figured I'd do something real original and put a cityscape behind me. That's uh, yeah. No, one, no <laughs> one's done that before. <laughs> Did anyone see David Letterman's last show? Uh, not no. yet. Not yet. I'll probably catch it at some point. Yeah, I saw that he had a ton of people on there at the at the very last one, and I watched a few of the like clips. I saw Tina Fey. I saw Bill Murray. I saw Stern. Um, it was. Uh, did it was Tina Fey cool. come on again, or did you see t her, her from a few her days ago? Her original thing. Oh yeah, when she took ago. her clothes off. You know, it's yeah, it's this this last <laughs> week, or really this last two weeks, has kind of been a a big thing over there. So that's been cool to see. I really like Tina Fey. Like, I have a feeling that if I knew her in real life, she'd be super cool. Um, looks better with the clothes on. <laughs> oh, that's not fair. I thought she looked just fine. She had Spanx on. Um, Do you ever uh, notice the scar on her face? Sure. Do you know where that came from? I read her autobiography. That's crazy. Some yeah. fucking psycho walked up into her yard when she was a kid playing and just cut her face and ran away. Yeah. How That's insane awful. is that? That's like something from a Stephen King movie. She's playing in her front yard like a sweet little girl. I want to say she was really young, like five or nine or something like that. And, and yeah, someone just walked up, cut her face. It, it's a yeah, shame. Yeah, the Missouri face slasher, just out of nowhere. Cutting yeah. kids all that he wanted. He, did, he wasn't trying to use her as a hostage. Or he just walked up and thought, ah, this is something to do Tuesday maybe afternoon. She maybe she ratted him out. The mark of the squealer. Give her the mark yeah. of the squealer, see? <laughs> wow. Uh, that's a, that's a that's tough awful. thing, man, for a kid. Why would... Yeah. That's, but did they catch him? I don't think, I don't so. think so. Yeah, no, I don't think they caught Damn. him. You know, realistically, yeah. that's probably an easy thing to get away with. If it's just a kid hanging out in the front yard, I mean, they're not going to catch you. You're pretty fast. Especially <laughs> back then. They probably just went, ah, put some ice on it. She'll be fine. Yeah, rub a little dirt in there. She like hates now, talking about it. Like she, yeah. she, she hates. She, she goes through all the conversations that people have in her autobiography. You know, there's the people who say, "Oh, that's awful. What a what a shame." And she's like, "That makes me feel like I look awful." And then there's the people, the edgy ones, who say, "I think it makes you look distinctive." And she's like, "That's how I know they're liars." And, and yeah. <laughs> there's no right way that you can talk about it. She goes through the litany in her, her autobiography, and it's yeah. Don't talk about it. That is like a, a condescending thing to say to someone with like an eye patch or a severe yep. deformity. Like, makes you look distinguished. Like, oh, so you could pick me out of a crowd easily because <laughs> of my disfigurement. Like, yeah, if you need to describe me to authorities, you know right what to go to, huh? Great, <laughs> oh, great. totally fucked up in this region. That sketch artist <laughs> wastes no time. She's got a super villain scar on her face, <laughs> I think. Oh. Yeah. Now, you know what, though? She pulls it off. 
She's, Definitely you know, so. very attractive. People seem to have gotten used to it. Is that a bad thing to say? Hey, Tina, people got used to it. <laughs> like, there's nothing nice you can say about it. No, just no. Think, I've but, I didn't even know. I never noticed. Dude, I, I guess there's that. Every character she's ever played I thought was super cool, which implies to me that she might be too. And yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. She seems cool. John Wayne Gacy was a clown, though. Oh, that's true. He it was seems like a nice thing to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not so at this point knows. in time. He ruined clowns. Here, well, I think clowns are on their way out anyway. But oh. uh, you know they're remaking it, and uh, the Joker's got a new. There's going to be a new Joker. It's, I think clowns are coming back in. Do you really mm. consider the Joker a clown, though? Like, like I, I, it's kind of a lunatic mm -hmm. kind of. And I know he's supposed Psycho. to be kind of a clowny thing, but. Well, um, it really isn't a clown. He's some sort of if demon, anything, right? Like a like a jester more than a clown. Yeah, he's not, yeah. Doesn't have the bulbous nose or the goofy. Jester. He doesn't have the jester's jester. hat with bells yeah, Pennywise either. Pennywise is Used definitely to. a clown. That's a fucking clown with the nose mm -hmm. and the and the clowny makeup and stuff. But uh, I've just never found them entertaining. I I, I the the circus. I was just watching a uh, Patton Oswalt special from like 2011, and he does a great bit about the circus and how just archaic and why are we still having circuses now and it makes perfect sense they're the first of all they're just i think they're just boring and and to have that type of just animal abuse going on like i and don't get me wrong i, I love hunting and and you know hunters and and things like but just you know does an elephant really have to be shackled and paraded around yeah. under a I feel really bad for those elephants for entertainment I mean just CGI the shit for God's I've sake I have a before. friend who's trying to, I've written one too I have a friend who's trying to join the circus right now he, that, what they, is they, your <laughs> friend of Vagabond from 1919 right <laughs> so, so let me explain he took a dirigible to New York and he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's not really my friend although I do like the guy uh, he's like a family friend so my wife and I are friends with like this other couple and they have two boys and one of their boys is like 19 or something and that guy's trying to join the circus he's always been athletic he's like totally and he was like a parkour coach and stuff like that and um, he got accepted into circus school or he did some like easy to get into circus I they popped the champagne on that night <laughs> it's a bunch of coils and springs Mom, Dad, I got in Princeton, Yale circus school <laughs> so I, I don't want to join in the teasing although I've had these thoughts um, his parents oh, you know this person right yeah 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 we don't his, we can say yeah, watches the show too I, I'm sorry his parents are really sane and nice and you would find them lovely I promise dad is like a computer programmer mom is an author and uh, and then their kid went to college and in the first semester it didn't work out I don't even know the details on that so ever since then he's been trying to follow his dream of joining the circus and Do you have majors in clown cl school? <laughs> like I don't know. And I don't juggling think what he really wants thing. to do is circus. I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Circus do circus ole circus Cirque de Soleil. Say low. Cirque de Soleil. I always say circus ole. I feel like I'm leaving out the half of the letters. But Taylor nailed it. Didn't he just say circus ole? No, he didn't. Cirque de Soleil. Yeah, it's Cirque is de different. Yeah, Cirque du Soleil. And that's different than like a regular circus. That's kind of this weird European, uh, Euro yeah. trashy kind of swinging around and flying. There's and, someone you know. died from then that last year. There's yeah. no animals in Cirque du Soleil. Feet drop. And uh, everyone's just kind of like a, 
uh, I don't know, like a uh, not everyday gymnast. You know, this is a gymnast, but he works with ribbons. This is a gymnast, but he like stands on top of balls like an elephant or something. <laughs> yeah. So wait, there's no animals in Cirque du Soleil? Nah, right. I would so. even go to a circus if you couldn't see some. It's not a circus. <laughs> Well, it's kind of a circus. It's kind of, I think it's a French circus or something. Is it circus or cirque? The French word for circus? Yeah, it's like, oh, well, yeah. cirque is the, the circle, you know, the, a circle. And then de soleil of the, of the sun. It's like uh, some type of, so it has nothing to do with like that type of circus. It's this very artsy. Yeah, there's like ribbons suspended from the ceiling and people roll themselves up in it and fly around and Rolling. it's all very artsy. Yeah, yeah. It, but the, the athletes are so incredible. It'll make it's you question if you're how, gay or not. Yeah, yeah, they're very athletic. But we're talking about like lion tamers, whips, <laughs> like Dumbo's out there, a tear rolling down his cheek. Oh, that kind of shit. Yeah, we're talking about like a, an orangutan. The American yeah, circus. Yeah, yeah. There's Dumbo with an orangutan's feet like bolted to its back, making it like juggle yeah. balls around. They'll make yeah, the lion like all like stand on the drums. Oh, shit, like, bears bleeding from the whip marks across their back, riding bicycles. Yeah. You know, every that now and then, my favorite circus videos, I'm not going to lie, are the ones that basically turn into when animals attack. Yeah. yeah. Everything's going great, and the uh, elephant won't fucking put his foot up there, so they're poking him with that spiky... What they do to train the elephants, they hit them where they're sensitive. That's like the, the backs of their feet, I think. They got it was a sensitive spot there. And they had this long, pokey hook thing, and they'll hook it and, like, hook it really hard and, like, stab him, basically. And I, I just remember them, like, hooking this elephant over and over, and he wouldn't put his foot on the thing. And finally, he was just like, fuck this shit, little man, and just... <laughs> Grabs him and slams him on the ground. Starts stomping him real good, and that's that's the only. Those are my I favorite would... street fight videos too, right? Like, there's some skinny guy who's been abused, and you can tell he gets bullied all the time, and then he's finally like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and it just no. like beats the hell out of the bully. I do like a good <laughs> elephant rampage, uh, but it it really is uh, when I watch some of those, I'm like, how hard could it be to out like this an elephant? Like, they're very big. I know they're powerful and, and can be fast, but I think a couple of zigzags and you're around them. <laughs> like, like, he's no. not... Uh, he's up there. He's drink. looking... You can't get away from <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, him. Could a kinda bug like, zigzag around you? Yeah, you kind of throw your arm out this way and run that way. <laughs> right? You fool him, we go that way and then duck left. Yeah, yeah, and get around. <laughs> he can't turn around very fast. You ever see him turn? They're like. I don't know. See, I'm with you, Anthony. I, I, I feel like whenever we talk about which animals we can beat up or outwit, uh, I feel like humans are pretty high on the pecking order. But most of these guys are like, I don't know anything past a ferret and I'm fucked. <laughs> no, that's not. I mean, so honestly, I think we're giving ourselves too much credit for the yeah. elephant. Like, that's the same as like if a a fucking pug had sentience enough to think it would look up at us and be like how quick could it really be i mean it's got <laughs> two legs i've got twice as many oh. and like but really you could it make it run around your legs for a bit but you're going to grab it you're going to catch it that that elephant's going to fuck you up yeah in oh, terms yeah, of yeah. elephant i think i'm fucked They're yes smart too they don't what, if an elephant, what if an elephant grabbed a chain with that with its uh, with its thing with its thing and started whipping yeah. the chain that a that huge would be... flail oh. right on the that... end why don't they have that in Lord of the Rings? That's or Game had. of Thrones. They did. They had the Mumax. Those or whatever those were. Yeah, but they just, they had Olifons. the elephants. But, you know, they just had, like, they needed a whip, though, that they could, like, whip with their trunk. Like, give them, like, crazy trunk range. Right. That's what is the weapon with the spiked ball on the end of the chain? A, a mace. Flail. Or a flail. 
a flail. Oh, there are a few. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The mace, mace is just the ball, right? <coughs> yeah, that's spikes a fixed on it head. becomes something special. Yeah. <laughs> I can't never keep I love up the with thought this. That, like, yeah, I got this big metal ball on the end of a chain, but it's just not enough. When I crack <laughs> someone over the head, let me put some spikes on it. <laughs> yeah, step up our flail game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you watch Game of Thrones? That seems like a bad move. Hmm. You know? Oh, sorry. I don't want to jump in on it the could probably hurt you. I mean, I, I've, I've seen enough people. And I wonder if in those uh, ancient, oldie times, uh, as many people fuck themselves up with that as you see now with nunchucks. Like, I've never seen a nunchuck video where someone hasn't nailed themselves in the nuts. Or, oh, 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 oh. Have you seen Lancelot with these? He was playing and cracked himself in his skull. And yeah, the difference is with a flail, you get one mistake. Right. And so <laughs> otherwise, you're just got a head full of spikes. <laughs> Do you watch Game of Thrones, Anthony? Uh, I'm not caught up, and I oh. know that's like sacrilege to do, but I don't care. Discuss. I love the show, and I will watch anyway. Well, I guess we won't spoil the show or anything yes, for you, will. but <clears throat> we will. Mm -hmm. it was uh, the uh, let me tell you what part I'm up to. Okay. A kid fell, uh, was pushed out the window and broke his back or something. What? Oh, like Jesus like Christ. eight minutes into episode one. <laughs> yeah. Something uh, happened. You started an episode, <laughs> but he'll be okay. I think. I don't know. It's uh, no. Yeah. I, I I'm fine. Don't even sweat it. <laughs> they had just introduced the midget, I believe. I, I don't. <laughs> Is there a slight gentleman on that show? I. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. I just want to yeah. say, I think that was their poorest uh, uh, attempt yet. That's the yes. worst episode they've made on, yes. on every level. The mm -hmm. acting and the, tech, the technical stuff with the fight choreography was mm -hmm. pathetic. Mm -hmm. it, and not only that, like, it's not just that the fight looked pathetic. It's that the idea and the concept of the fight is pathetic. Because you've got Braun, who's a super badass, right? He's cut down four men while they're all on horseback before. He's, got, he's done all these crazy feats, you know, and the single combat with that knight back at the area and all that crazy sh shit. He's a badass. He's, he's scary. He's the guy that we thought we might send against the mountain that rides. Jamie could have brought like, anyone, yeah, and he Jamie chose Braun. He chose Braun. But he gets in a fight with two teenage girls. One's got a whip, and the other's got a couple of daggers. And they're spinning around like they're not even moving their feet. Like, I'm a better swordsman than these chicks are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, like, honestly, it looked more like a noodle fight that a bunch of nine-year-olds would have in a pool <laughs> than a choreographed... Ever see one guy in the movies fight 12 ninjas? And then there's 11 of them just sort of like jogging in place waiting for their turn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was how it was awful you in a show. Attack crazy 88 style. You need like just coming at you. <laughs> yeah. So there was that. And then the, the whole scene was awful. The rape at the end. I, I it doesn't go like that in the books. Um, no. They said they were going to start departing from the uh, Well, they books. sure did. It, it, Which I got to tell you, I'm a little happy about because if I had to hear one more fucking stuffed shirt tell me, oh, well, the book. <laughs> Let me tell you about the book. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I understand you're, you're Mr. Smarty Pants guy. <laughs> But I just like tuning in and, and watching the show. <laughs> I'm kind of this is going to make it worse, though, because now people are going to be sitting there watching it and be like, well, and actually, actually, this is. Oh, really yeah. Happen. Let me tell you what happened in the book. Now, no, this is the show. The show. And there's a long 20-minute diatribe of all the divergences and different tangents they had in the book that aren't they, shown in the show. It, there's some major divergences happening, though. Like, uh, like just, they're just changing what certain characters are doing. 
Um, Jamie's supposed to be in the Riverlands doing something. I, there's a whole Greyjoy storyline that they're just leaving out, you know, yep, yep. Beyond's, uh family. And for some reason, Sansa is up north getting raped, which we don't need to see. I don't think. Like it just seems like an no. unnecessary. Sansa doesn't go up easy, north. Uh, it sounds like an easy shocker to to just to just rape her at this point. Like, shouldn't she have cut his dick off? Wouldn't that have been a better so, scene? I'll tell you what would have been a better scene if fucking Theon loses his shit at that moment and comes up and just like cuts the guy's throat and the blood sprays all over Sansa and he's like, "There's your red wedding." And then they go through the <laughs> castle killing shit. I, That's I, what the episode should have I've been. I've said this privately before, but it and I haven't I haven't read this in the book I'm, I'm halfway through book five so if it happens i don't know it's not a spoiler oh, book um, <laughs> suck it, anthony so that anyway read at least four other books <laughs> oh my god <laughs> or oh, there's only five books which means i'm mostly through them all anyway I get, I get people all mad because i bring up like uh like uh, uh the gilligan's island books now, the show That's wasn't very good, but I read the books, the Gilligan's <laughs> Island books. Did they stay true to the books? Anyway, oh, no. what I'm trying to say is this. The, Theon Greyjoy, his character gets tortured, and then they make him say that his name is Reek, right? He has to get rid of his previous identity. My name is Reek. Reek, it rhymes with bleak. It rhymes with meek. It rhymes with whatever. And... Uh, and he chants these things, and they kind of like dehumanize him and make him into this servant. I hope that at one point, you know, they're like, what's your name? He always, they always make him say his name is Reek constantly. He says, I am Theon Greyjoy. And he fucking whips out his sword and goes to town. He needs to kill someone. He needs to summon the ar army of the Iron Isles. He needs to make a thing happen. He was a douchebag before he got tortured, but he has more than paid for his crimes. It's time to, uh, it's time to become Theon again. He did again. burn those two children to death. They, we didn't even know them. We didn't know them. They were the Miller's children, though. He, he, he his dues. If you remember the books. Yeah. Uh, you do realize they cut his penis off, right? That's worth a couple people. He killed the, 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 the wife and the husband, too. I'm told it was a very good penis. All right, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we came to I, I, I feel like Game of Thrones is... <laughs> they better redeem themselves this week, or I'm going to start feeling bad about the show, because I already felt like it's just... It's kind of... Like maybe it's gonna turn out because we don't we have all the books aren't written. There's two more books to be written. Maybe it just turns out that this guy's writing a really bad story that we're not gonna like the end of. Yeah. Like I, maybe it's just rape. We're not gonna get to see the end. The way through. He's in his late sixties and he's morbidly obese. Oh, like he, uh, he's not gonna no he's not gonna make it through. He's it's got enough be money. Like the, he's got the look if if if, uh, if magic johnson has made it this long with aids then then Mar <laughs> jr martin or whatever can he'll, he'll make it another 10 or 20 years with his money he'll be fine that's what we need to do we need to get him like whoever cares for the president we just need his doctors to start watching jrr martin as they like just you know ensure that he types 20 pages a day did and you see michelle obama's workout video no. Oh my God, I have to though. She's wearing a leotard. She's in pretty good shape. That you mentioned taking care of the president's body. Somebody's taking care of Michelle's body. She's just jumping. Really? Rope. She She's, looked really. And his name is Barack. She looked very wide for uh, quite a Powerful. few years. Like, I, I think that maybe she dresses poorly, or or she's yeah. She looks good. Let me let me find it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um. Oh, and then Sansa. So Anthony's going to rip me for this, but in the book, Sansa doesn't go to Winterfell. It's not her who gets raped. It's oh. uh, what they do is they find one of Sansa's friends who looks okay. a little bit like her younger sister, and they say this is Arya, and she goes through all this trouble. But uh, uh. 
So Sansa's they not... just threw the rape in there because I feel like they knew it was a weak <clears throat> episode, and they were like, oh, if we ended on something like this, then at least we'll get a hashtag going. <laughs> people will be like, oh, we've, I should get into this show. Like, it was pretty weak. The, thing the last is, two episodes have been weak. Sansa's character has been developing this guile and cunliness? Cunning. Cunning is what I'm looking for. Cunliness, cunliness. is totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cunnilingus? Yeah, very good at eating out the other <laughs> So anyway, she's been developing this guile, this wit, this cunning. She goes toe-to-toe with Littlefinger and, and her character is like sort of coming into her own where she could be a player in the Game of Thrones. And then... Like, she knew she was marrying Ramsay. She knew she was going to consummate the marriage that night. Why couldn't she, like, take it with a smile or this, like, look at the camera like it's all part of her plan? Why did she have to be raped like that? Take it with a smile. Well, wow, it, it, it's part of her plan. <laughs> she went there to marry this guy as a part of her plan to take back Winterfell. She knew yes. they were going to consummate the marriage. Like, so... I didn't think. I don't think she knew that like the guy who yeah, murdered her two brothers was gonna watch. Oh, mm. oh like you've never hit it with someone up. else anyway, in the room. Uh, hashtag give me five. First lady boxing yeah, workout. She's uh, she's looking pretty fit there. All right, so I'm queued up ripped. at zero. Do you yeah, have the video, Anthony? I got the video over here. Yeah. You right. should skip. You should start at like twenty seconds in because they like interview her trainer and like have a bunch of other bullshit before then. So like at twenty yeah. seconds in, they really kick this oh, thing off. All right, I'm Don't at twenty. Don't exercise without your parents around. It's for kids. <laughs> All right, are we ready? God forbid you yeah. burn an unsupervised calorie. All right, at twenty secons, ready, set, play. You don't want to come off the floor too high. Whoever is counting. From past videos I've seen of her, or presences, I don't know, the last time I saw a picture of Michelle Obama, but it does look like she has gotten in better shape. Anthony? Because I know you thought she was a bit girthy. And she's, she's, you know, she's a little hippie, but, uh, I mean, two kids, I understand. She's, uh, no, she's... Isn't she closing in on 50? I want to say she's, like, top 5%, you know, in her, in her bracket. Yeah, she got, you know, she got some definition on her arms and uh, everyone forgive Anthony. He spent the afternoon in a hot tub with a 19 year old. I think his yeah. standards got blown out of the water. Yeah, that might have uh, <laughs> biased me a bit on uh, on Michelle Obama. Yeah, she's looking pretty good here. I, I guess Obama got his own Twitter. Finally, it's it's at POTUS, you know, president of the United States. Is that yeah, he it? had he had the other one, but I guess uh, whenever whenever he would tweet something, it would say B O, you know, Barack Obama at mm -hmm. the bottom. Uh, but now this is like exclusively his. And he's what is he? He's just like joking around with Bill Clinton. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, Dick Face, what's up? Yeah. Yeah. Just making I, jokes. I know you're not really pro Democrat. You don't want to see Obama. Obama and Clinton goofing off. But no, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, Clinton was like, hey, does that uh, does that Twitter handle come with the office? I'm asking for a friend, right? Because his wife is running. Um, yeah. He's like, and, and, he, and Michelle Obama is the FLOTUS, the first lady of the United States or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's like, you know anyone that needs FLOTUS? Which is funny because <laughs> Bill was kind of like him calling Bill a bitch. Yes, uh, which was great. <laughs> Yeah, so that yeah, yeah, I thought that was pretty uh, pretty entertaining. I don't mind, you know, a, a nice human moment between these uh, uh, automaton uh, uh, politicians that rarely do that. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I thought it was good. I uh, 
That's gonna. That's gonna. I was looking at some of the replies. I guess that Obama got right away because I was like, "Wait a minute, is Obama immune to the cancer that is Twitter?" And no, <laughs> he's not. Like immediately, he's just like, "Oh, it's good to be on Twitter," or whatever he said first. And uh, me, it's just like, "Fuck you, nigger." It's like, "What?" Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, right out of the gate, that's what you say to the president. I can't believe uh, that. That was a bit shocking. But then I remembered it was Twitter. So lucky for him, though, yeah, he's got people not- that could just be like. Hi, we saw your tweet. Uh, (laughs) You know he won't do that, but it's still stupid to say that to him because he could. Like, like imagine he's having a real bad day. Like, like, like it's a, it's the worst day he's had in like a year or so. It's a bad day for Obama. He's just like that one. (laughs) (laughs) You're there. Like six hours later, all beaten and bloody, bag, pull off your head. Yeah, what was that you're saying? (laughs) dude if if i was president holy fuck i would repurpose the department of homeland security (laughs) (laughs) they just all be like okay let's start off with everyone who said shit about colin (laughs) i like it yeah i would just oh that dude this is what's the homeland security doing anyway right they're just like the cia and the fbi kind of duplicated give them a job people who talk shit to me on twitter they gotta go. My war on Twitter terrorism. Yeah, I'll be like, look, yeah, I know I didn't close down Gitmo, but there's a lot of assholes on Twitter. So many douchebags <laughs> saying bad things about me. Go get them. Yeah. Oh, I you love to have that kind of power. Whenever I hear Gitmo, it- 69, would you? Then just take him off to a camp. <laughs> you remember? Was it Bill O'Reilly? Who was it? Bill O'Reilly who said that he would get uh, uh, waterboarded? Or no, no, it was John no, Hannity. It was Hannity. Yep. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it was, was definitely Hannity, now. and he said that yeah. he would get waterboarded for charity, and then a handful of people offered to do it for him, including Jesse yeah. Ventura. And uh, every so often, it comes up on the internet, like, hey, just a friendly reminder, it's been 1,782 days since uh, Hannity said he'd be waterboarded and hasn't been. Would you be waterboarded for any... For a, what would it take for you to be waterboarded? And I mean professionally, for 30 seconds. But you can't, like, even... No, it doesn't work that way, because you know... That it's somebody that's doing it for this. That you have to. You have I'm to. I'm gonna wait. do it. I, I, I'll drown you. Like ten years from now, someone has to grab you. You just don't even know what's going on and start doing it. So you have the fear of not knowing if this is real or not. Like that's the part of waterboarding. Is oh, I think I'm dying. Not Jesse Ventura going like, "Are you okay, Sean? We're gonna <laughs> waterboard you." And, and, and knowing that he's not going to murder you. That's not a bad impression. Oh, shit. Very I good. killed Sean Hannity. It doesn't happen. That's, that, like, that's exactly what Ventura sounds like now. All right. So I have yeah. actually. So we, we were filming a video once and uh, and I let them waterboard me. And there were no government agents there to professionally do it. But I think I know what waterboarding is. They tilted me back in a chair that I was tied to. They put a, a rag over my nose and my mouth and they poured large amounts of water like straight onto there. It was awful. It really was terrible. It was. How it long was did you really, last? Maybe ten seconds. So when it, you it lasted just, ten seconds of being water, there's water in the back of your throat the whole time. Uh, it's that I've seen that. Christopher Hitchens did that, and he only lasted for a few coughing seconds. Coughing and like forcing yeah. the water back out of your throat. Uh, like you're yeah. on the edge of like inhaling constantly. I mean, <laughs> it seems great to do to people that like screwed you think. over. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I, I understand. Uh, uh, right after September 11th, uh, 2001, I don't think one American would have thought, well, we probably shouldn't do that to them. Everyone's like, yeah, fuck it, waterboard them. Uh, yeah. Now, you know, 
now yeah. people kind of go, ah, maybe the torture thing. Uh. Yeah, I see, I've seen it's like also uh, because of just the nature of it that people aren't as afraid. It's not like having your fingernails torn out. It's just like, you know, it's water in a rag. And I don't think people really think it about it. It sounds like, very like, what? I wash my face every day. I got to wash cloth and water. What? Yeah. <laughs> they just leave it's it like, on until you get mildewy? What's going yeah, on? So we were doing what would it take to get waterboarded? I don't yeah, want to yeah. get waterboarded for charity. Well, no, 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 I don't either. I'm, I, yeah. I get that money for my suffering. <laughs> no, but let's do it under Anthony's uh, stipulation of it can be. It's like a coupon that you give to someone, and it's like redeemable. And I'll still do that. I don't care. Then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. That's even better. They get to put yeah. it off. Yeah, <laughs> and I might just accidentally up. shoot you when you come to fucking yeah. do that. Exactly. <laughs> Shit happens. Uh, what are you going to say? They came at me, tried to take me? What am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, oh shit, I shot him. Fuck. No, they'll display the coupon. No? Uh, so, Kyle, what's your amount of money? Because clearly you have some it, It's idea. super low. No, it, it'd be super low. It, it, like, like all of mine are. Like when I really boil it down to like seeing cash piled up, like a grand will get just about anything done you want. Like it's, you know, I'm just like, oh, I could have some fun with a grand. I'm just gonna... Whore. <clears throat> a grand? Yeah, sure. I mean, I'd hold out for more. Yeah, if yeah. I could get I, it. You see, I'm, I'm kind of with you. The lowest amount that I would take if they were if they were just an ad that said "Be waterboarded for ten seconds, one thousand dollars." Like I'd answer that. Like, what sure. What year is this in. ad from? <laughs> <laughs> it's a newspaper <laughs> ad. <laughs> is it just ten seconds? Yeah, yeah it's ten seconds. Yeah, for ten then, seconds, I think I'd. I mean, if they came to me, I think I'd do it for a hundred bucks. Yeah. What is it? Can't you just hold your breath for ten seconds? Yeah, answer that, Kyle. Can't you just like, hold like, your breath for 10 why, seconds? Why after 10 seconds are you like, whoa, whoa, when you could just, you know, I've been underwater longer than 10 seconds. I think that's worse than just having a wet rag on your face. Well, you can't close your nose. Yeah, they you tip can't. you backwards so your oh, feet are so higher than your head. And the water down. Yeah. The rag up your nose. Oh, okay, yes. that's now, fucked up. In your nose, in your mouth, and you're just, oh, 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 and it starts this whole process of like, okay. you cough, the water kind of clears, and you, and then you inhale more water, and then you cough. And, and you're just like it, it's like hyperventilating with That's a little awesome. water in your respiratory tract, and they keep pouring more. And keep in mind, like your heart's racing because you're like tilted back. They're yeah. holding you down. Maybe they're slapping you around a little too. In my case, it was my friends doing it, but like I was, my heart was still racing. <laughs> Please tell me it was like Jeremy or someone of like equivalent Chuck. It was, it was, it was that? Um, it was that guy I was telling you about. We were talking about this, the 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 super rich guy who went who went whore racing. You know, he got on. The, yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, it was him. Uh, he's one of the guys that was holding me down, and Jeremy was the other. You know, they're wearing ski masks in the video and everything. Damn. Nice. They didn't let us air that. That was shitty. What'd you say? Oh, what they didn't let you air it? Oh, they thought it was too hardcore. Man. Because you can hear them like... <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Wow, that's fucked. The best really? videos Kyle makes, they don't get on YouTube. They just get shared with friends. Like, like him waterboarding him. Kyle, man, so you remember the first time... Can I talk about the one that with the tree falling at all? Like what its content was? Um, I was too close to the wrong end of a cannon, and it shot a bowling ball in sort of an unsafe way, and it cut a tree down that was behind me. So let me explain this, right? If you could picture Kyle standing about three feet from, can I say a target? Okay, okay, and. Uh, and then the bowling ball was meant to hit the target to observe, you know, what happens when you shoot a bowling ball at this thing. And um, it misses the target by like three feet. Thankfully, Oops. to the three feet not at Kyle, right? Or it's three feet like up, high. was it? It was high. All right. Now, I have watched Kyle 
miss a like a car? What what has seen you miss? <laughs> Mannequins? Like Kyle's missed some serious shit with this cannon. Oh, I don't set the cannon up. Eric sets the cannon but up. But the yeah. thing is, you're inaccurate enough that you can die if you st you got to stop standing down range of the cannon because you suck you're, at aiming it. You, you don't. You're not. You're inaccurate left and uh, you're accurate left and right. Like I could shoot it through a crack in a door, but I'm just not sure if it's going to hit the top half or the bottom half of that crack. It depends on how much powder is in there. It uses black powder. So you're so. comfortable enough to bet your life on this because you oh, have. From that range? Yeah, absolutely. If it hit me, I'd have never known it. It just, my head would have went off like in the Patriot or something. Ooh, no, you, they wouldn't have come off. You would have vaporized. Just like when you hit a, a dove in your car. This thing will shoot 80. through it. I, it'll shoot in one car door and out the other. That's what we did to that Mercedes. It's wow. very powerful. Um, but, but yeah, it was a really cool video. This cannon just... shoots bowling balls. I don't know if we really laid that out. That's what that's what you use as its projectile, a bowling ball. And and yeah, he Kyle has missed all kinds of stuff. Yet he still stands <laughs> stands down range of it. It's really how Kyle might die. <laughs> Did <laughs> Mythbusters, Mythbusters shoot a, a bowling ball through someone's house? Yeah. Yeah, I'm always like, like every now and then one will go awry, and I'm just like, yeah, start. yeah where did like, it at go? At this point, I'm telling, I'm like, guys, we got to go to the desert next time we film with the cannon because, like, every time we shoot it, you can hear them when they're in the air because bowling balls have three holes in them and it's spinning as it flies through the air at high altitude, and it makes this yeah. noise from the rotation. It goes, woo, 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 and the farther away it is. <laughs> The, the frequency changes if you know how acoustics work. So as it gets closer to you, the, it speeds up. So at first it's woo, 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 and this thing's out of sight. It's a pinprick in the sky. It's so tiny. We've shot it so high. And then you st start hearing it. And, and somebody goes, I lost it! And everybody starts running. And everybody's trying to like get under cars and like, like look for something substantial to get over their head. And you just hear it hit the fucking ground with a crack. Like, it's it's pretty unsafe to play with sometimes. So, we've been uh, we've we've used it in the desert before. I think that's probably what we'll do in the future too. How far does it go into the ground? Like just regular dirt? It, um, not that far. Like it's, <coughs> because of terminal velocity, it slows down to a pretty pretty slow rate by the time it. Do the cannonballs keep working? Like, can, uh, question: If they don't hit anything hard, they will keep going indefinitely. It seems. But as soon as you hit something with them, they just fucking explode. Uh, can't, uh, bowling balls are made out of like a plastic with some cork on the inside and like maybe like a fiberglass resin, like a resin type scenario. So, so if you hit something hard with them, a lot of times they just kind of come apart in these big, sharp edged chunks. I think we're losing Anthony's video here. Which is, we, we've lost his video. Have you guys had his video through most no. of the night? No, no, okay, no. yeah, yeah. So he's he switched out in one position. Like I had an image, it was just a still image. It, and now it's just the head. I just had like a rotating no image type thing, but hopefully uh he comes back. Yeah. Better than ever. But Yeah, I'm still a little preoccupied with Mercadurka's handy. <laughs> just uh I, I thought I thought it was very funny. I I, I thought it was I great. Oh As yeah, we both think think it's funny. Like no need to worry about it as if you would but like it's i thought usually it was a, the, a fun little addition usually those scumbags on reddit will come up with something petty to complain about or like come up with something from the past to like being annoying about but this one was actually funny they they found some evidence they 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 did a traditional reddit uh witch hunt and they uh they nailed it down really well with evidence incredibly quickly too like the yeah. video had been it was still at like yeah. 301 
and it was like, <laughs> like there were more upvotes on the post than there were views on the video. They found it immediately. Hard <laughs> scoping your girlfriend. That's the only way they noticed because they must have been like, oh, let me see what this girl looks like. Let me see. Let me learn more about her because I feel like if I were just a casual fan and were watching it, I'd have never noticed that. Can going I interrupt down. for a second? Yeah. Uh, just for the video people, I know that the the boxes are in the wrong spot, but they'll be in the right spot if Anthony comes back. So I'm just holding out. Should we introduce ourselves in case they're confused? You're all like half ahead. You so look you look like this. Oh, should I? Do, do I need more? Like, would this be better? Am no. I gone? <laughs> Marcus in the corner, like <laughs> Kyle looks good. Yeah, Kyle, I get it. If you could just be a little taller than normal, we'd see your eyes. Wow, Kyle nailed it. And Taylor's yeah, a little low. There you go. Down Taylor. It's hard to hold that. <laughs> anyway, then he comes back, then all the boxes will be in the right spot. If he doesn't come back, then I'll fix it manually. Okay. Just give me I a second. I saw someone suggest that um, they were like, why don't the guys use the real names in these boxes? Any thoughts about that? I'd be fine with being Kyle. I, I don't think uh, I need to be FPS Kyle. Uh, I could be just Kyle. I rename everyone in Skype, right? And every so often I'll share a Skype conversation and they're like, oh, good work, Woody. Now you gave away FPS Megaduck's real Skype handle. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no one keeps that. Uh, I'd be happy to change, you know, to Kyle and Taylor and stuff like that. Would you? I don't really care. It's just a weird thing that, like, just... Why do people are people looking at the names? Like, are they coming? I in guess and, so. I, that's what I'm talking like we're about. Known more the, by the gamer tags, or I that's am. What, yeah, maybe. But I, I just I think it's that the, that a lot of them already know us, and they're like, "Hey, uh, you're more of a tailor to me than you are a Merka Durka." I think that's probably where they're coming from. Could be. Could I can be. update it. Uh, what was I going to say? I had a, oh, oh, oh! So Woodycraft is doing a team building event. Um, yeah, actually, so I've got a couple guys on paid staff. Uh, one of them lives nearby, Heather. You guys know Heather, so she'll drive here. But uh, Chiz and Ice and Fuzzy, I'm going to fly them in from around the world, and we're going to spend time in Raleigh. And we'd be coming up with, like, all these, like, team-building activities. Uh, you know, some of them are, like, little competitions that they can do and I don't know, Who's cross Ice bridges. And Fuzzy? They work at Woodycraft. They're staff. So um, they're not famous outside of being woodycraft people but uh jackie keeps circling back to like hey one good team building activity what if we had fence building races or <laughs> you know like lawn mowing competitions we could do that and she's trying like, to yeah get guys come and we fun we'll do some fencing everybody's imagining like you know everybody gets a foil everybody gets <laughs> the, it's the, you're like all right here's your tool belts fucking yeah. post hole diggers <laughs> off we go your allergy medicine it's hell out there today come on yeah. But the challenge gonna... is you get one cup of warm water every six hours, and you can't come inside. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do go-kart racing. We're going to do laser tag. Um, laser gonna... tag. <laughs> I, I, do you feel jealous because I played laser? Uh, you were my first. I thought paint, paintball or airsoft would be the way to go. I think you get your. You just need a couple more of the... You've already got one airsoft gun. I think you... I have two. I think the most fun way to play airsoft is when only one guy has the gun anyway, and he hunts the others. I in the think forest. that's the opposite of team building. That is no, just they work as a team to avoid you, and you hunt them. <laughs> it's a terrible like, idea. Yeah, sure. the most I'm, dangerous game. Yeah, don't ever pursue a career in like HR, Kyle. Cause <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's how it works, boys. <laughs> we're, like we're talking about lawn-sized Jenga. I think that would be fun. Although I don't know how. Lawn? What is that? You've never seen it? Like, like actual, do you know Jenga? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, you play Jenga with like landscaping timbers where the boards are like four by fours and you, you know, do something big and strong, mm-hmm. which should be cool. We could play it with two by sixes or something like that. So I might put together a, a, like a lawn size Jenga. Um, can you invite oh, him back? See if that I can on it. I see. All right. And you guys are mostly back in your proper spots. Hey, wait, I think we have him. Thank God. Mic check. Jeez. There we are. Welcome back. Oh, my God. Oh, I was, I don't know, with all this technology and uh, the weak link in the whole thing is rat's dumb computer. I guess we uh, have to buy him a new present, a computer or something. Oh, here you are. You're looking good. There we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> like a tantrum. I was enjoying the bowling ball. I got cut out of it. So you have a tech guy on site named Rat and he handles all this stuff for you? Yeah, he's like uh, every day for for my show. uh, He, uh, you know, he's kind of the director tech guy and uh, yeah, handles all the bullshit that goes along with trying to put a product out on the internet these days. Does he stay in the guests, ha- like the guest room or I something? Know, no, he's, he's not like Alice the Maid of 2015. <laughs> yes! Where, you know, hey, you want to get a show on, Mr. Brady? He shows up when needed. I learned long ago that the best way to find help in a small business is just to move them into your home with you. That way you got them there. They can't leave. They, they want to quit? Where you fucking gonna go? You gotta go. <laughs> quit up. your whole life because it's not just a job. Now you gotta move. So, so just I move your just... help right on in with you. <laughs> karaoke tonight, and I need to broadcast it. <laughs> <laughs> get out of bed and get in the. Yeah, that's. Uh... <laughs> How many people do you have there with you, Anthony? Like in a given show, generally. Uh, well, we got uh, the lovely Rat, and uh, then Garrett, who does. Uh, uh, production assistant kind of a thing and uh, screens phone calls and then Keith the cop who is the uh, producer of the show ex uh, NYPD lieutenant who of course always makes the best show producers a cop <laughs> take him Lots to the back experience. put guests with a light in their face and hit him with a sap a few times or yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah whatever works and uh, Aaron who is our publicity person so uh, four people are on board and then there's various people that come in and out of my house uh, at any given moment. Uh, it, it is a circus. It's, it's definitely a Pee-wee's Playhouse kind of a, all, an arrangement. All, all I hear is this guy knows how to monetize a podcast. Holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really helps if you had an audience to start with. <laughs> I think that's what Adam Carolla said. Somebody asked him, uh, uh, what's the best way to, to get money from a podcast? He goes, be famous. it's like right off the bat if you have a built-in audience that's why i wanted to get this off the ground so fast after uh i was uh tossed out of sirius xm in july we had this up and running by august because uh i didn't want you know i didn't want to lose the people that were like hey what's he doing what's he talking about uh just get it up and running and have that built-in audience so uh it seems to work uh knock wood so I, Opie did this thing and made its way onto YouTube where he talked about your relationship. And uh, to put it nicely, I guess it had become more of a, a co-worker type thing than a friendship toward the end there. Yeah, I, well, his was a response to what I did. Which leave is, it alone, Woody. I went, leave Too it late. alone. Leave it alone. <laughs> it, it went, it, I kind of got on and uh, 
talked about how I didn't think they really went to bat for me 100% with the boss. I think, I think Opie wanted to move on in a different direction with the show, and me and Jimmy... Uh, what does that mean, constantly. a different direction? Does that I, mean a direction I, without you? That was it. What direction's <laughs> Anthony going in? Let's go the other way. <laughs> Whatever that is, it's this way. <laughs> so it was kind of the ideal situation to uh, change things up. Look, he, over the years, you know, he became a dad, got married. Uh, his opinions on a lot of things changed. Uh, mine, I've always kind of been, uh, I like, you know, I like staying up late. I like waking up late. Um, uh, I, I like having people over. I like having parties. I like shooting guns. I like, you know, thing, all in one day, by the way, parties, guns. Dad. And <laughs> Dad. <laughs> What's your exactly. sleep schedule like? When do you go to sleep when you wake up, um, typically? Uh, I usually go to sleep at about uh, 6 a.m., and I wake up at anywhere between noon and 2 p.m. Yeah, I like that, nice. too. That's but circling much back to the thing, Kyle, the, so, so I guess it's just simple as that, that it was yeah. bumpy behind the scenes. Look, if you're, if you're in any type of relationship, whether it's a marriage or a working relationship for, for just about 20 years, you're going to bump heads every so often and... Uh, uh, not agree with things, and that's kind of what happened uh, over the years with with uh, me and Opie. We kind of grew, you know, we grew apart. My uh, we, I think we still did a great show together. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I was never walking in there every day going, wow, the fucker, I gotta do a show with this asshole. It wasn't that, but there were just things that irked both of us about each other. Uh, the only problem was we were doing a, a really popular show and making a lot of money doing it, so uh, we stuck it out, unlike you know Oasis uh, or other uh, 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 projects that I've looked at over the years and said, "What are they dumb? They have uh, uh, the war world by the balls. They're making a fortune. Just stick it out if you can't." So many bands. Yeah, do that. that's what I was going to say. There's one guy in the band who's a cunt. He's he's, right. he's a cunt. All these guys want to go tour. They want to go go back and tour the fucking <laughs> world. Make make eight hundred grand in the next three months each or something like that. When I'm talking about a small band, and there's this one motherfucker. He's like, ah, "I made enough." I mean, enough. You know, I'm just not into it anymore. How about you don't be into it when no one's into you anymore? How about you play yeah. it out until the the fans are saying, "Yeah, I'm just not into it anymore," and 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 build up your little uh, bankroll and then right. move and buy if a fucking palace somewhere. Just you know? work hard for three years, then you'll get the next sixty-seven years as vacation. Does that there, work for you? There you go. That, <laughs> That's pretty much it. Uh, but, you know, uh, yeah, we banged heads a few times. Uh, and then when I got fired, I think it was a, a good opportunity for him to kind of reassess what he wanted to do with the show. Uh, his, it, the show is a lot more kind of weird, weirdly enough, family friendly now. Mm -hmm. um, it is. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And no longer I, listen. you know, and I'm in a jacuzzi with a a naked 19-year-old. Uh, <laughs> you often have some, uh, some X-rated stuff going on over there. Every now and then I, I saw some, uh, some large like uh, black porn star, I'm, I'm guessing, just very naked on your Twitter. Now, it was yeah, yeah. a while back now. Yeah. yeah, I always see like 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 some some just dirty whores over there on your Twitter. It's you quite entertaining. When you follow Anthony, you got to be careful opening that up in public or with people it's, around. Yeah, 
It's an NSFW uh, Twitter, definitely. Uh, on the biz- so weird things with this show, and it's exactly what I wanted in in a show was to uh, be able to. Yeah, we put on the night safe for work uh, alarm, and uh, and then anything goes. You know, then it's your problem if you didn't turn it off or turn the sound out. There it is. <laughs> I like that. It's a definite. You know something's happening. But like there'll be something like that. A porn star doing horrid things. And then I'll have a debate about, you know, gun control and uh, the Second Amendment and, and, and things with uh, uh, on another day. It's uh, it's very wide open. I just like the ability to uh, be open, honest, uncensored and really talk about like it's exactly how you guys feel about what you're doing. There's no one telling you, well, you better not talk about that or that. It's it's a, a true freedom that you have uh, when when you're putting on the show yourself, you know. What are the things that you've been told that you shouldn't talk about on the show, Woody? Or maybe oh, I, I will say question. this: when I when I changed um, networks, I immediately had to clean up a bunch of titles. I used to do this series called Mail Monday, and uh, I hate to say the titles were clickbait. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but like, what would happen is I'd choose. I choose topics based on like what, what would help people and what would get people to watch. Like I remember one in particular, there was this guy who had blood in his ejaculate. And I was like, bloody ejaculate is a title I would click on. <laughs> That's a good title. <laughs> so, so that was that. And when I changed networks, they're like no curse words or even no like, you know, bloody ejaculate talk in the titles anymore. Wow. So the titles and thumbnails had to be more family friendly than they were in the past. Hmm. Oh, well, that's kind of, well, I've noticed some uh, other language uh, of late on your show that isn't very clean. Well, the content in the video, like that would take a lot of effort to really look into, especially this show. We did like a, I don't know, 45 minute thing where we looked at girls in bikinis and talked about which one we'd want last (laughs) week. (laughs) Yeah, we were just ripping them apart. Like, oh, you see this perfectly hot chick? Pointy nose. There weren't any perfectly <laughs> hot chicks in that gaggle of well, there rules that you rolled out for us. <laughs> but I thought they were interesting too. Like the ones that yeah. were like good looking, but good the kind of good looking you see on a daily basis. Like, okay, now you know, what do you think about this? Yeah, she could serve me coffee. <laughs> Jesus, Kyle. Kyle, if I recall, when we were at a Buffalo Wild Wings like five years ago, the blonde waitress who was helping us, who I like kept six, telling you was... Six and a half. Oh, you are recanting what uh, you what you did. Were I recently agree about. it was a five and a half. I don't no, know. No, no. Previously, you were like, "Oh, she's a cutie," and I'm like, "She's." You'd have to take a bus to get halfway around her. Like she. Oh, no, that wasn't <laughs> true. She wasn't big. She was a little little chunky. Uh, I don't remember yes. it that way. I remember she wasn't that pretty, but it was getting toward the end of the the night, and and we weren't going anywhere after Buffalo Wild Wings. I was just doing the best I can, and I wasn't you the only one. She was above average. I would put her at like sixty five percent of she the population. She was the best looking waitress we had at that moment. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <We had> one <laughs> <laughs> of all the waitresses serving my table, she was the best one. So I picked her. Like I wasn't gonna go looking for somebody, and uh, you know, take what you can get when you can get it. Did she? Oh, and then you were competing aggressively with someone else for that. Yeah, thing. a married guy. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't me. Just to be clear. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't Woody. Um, so yeah, you that was win over. You could win over a married guy pretty quick when you just rat out that he's married. I wanted like, to so bad. It's done. <laughs> done deal right there. Oh yeah, how's the wife? Did you call your wife? Oh, uh, excuse me. While you're talking, the waitress, you're like, oh, excuse your wife. Call your wife. Then uh, and then that's it. Was she pregnant at the time? 
let's just drop it. Because <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure he was just teasing. He was, he was yeah, hitting on her I, I in kind think... of a funny kind of jokey kind of way. And I was hitting on her in a kind of a, I want to fuck you in the ass right, kind of way. And so yeah, it yeah. Was just, he yeah, was absolutely so. just trying to sort of impress his friends. He was not trying to score this girl. Sure. Well, when somebody's trying to score the girl, lay the fuck off. Even if it's a joke or, you know, you're trying to impress your friends. One of your friends is trying for the real deal. Lay off. What's you have two options. Yeah. You can either back off, which is what I usually pick, or wingman. Perfectly yeah. perceptible choice. You should never choice. do the, the tongue-in-cheek, snarky cock block. No, <laughs> I'm just joking, <laughs> but I'm ruining your fun. I was just goofing around, so you had to work ten times harder. <laughs> the deal closed. Fuck you. Perfectly. <laughs> Guys can be real douchebags. <laughs> they can. If you ain't fuck, yeah. If I ain't fucking her, neither are you. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Great fucking arrangement. Uh, do you need a whole new topic? Yeah, please. All right. Which fictional mom is your favorite milf? This is hard because mm. there's there's a lot of fiction and even more moms. Fictional <laughs> moms. You think there's more moms than there is fictional moms? I bet you're right. June Cleaver. June Cleaver? <laughs> she does not seem like a good lay. That oh. seems like a guy that really has mother issues. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's the ultimate mother Peggy issue. Bundy. Peggy Bundy was a popular... This was an Ask Reddit question, and Peggy Bundy was a top choice. I didn't choice. see that. I, uh, I thought hard. She's my pick. <clears throat> Realistically, that's a good answer. That's like really? really whorish, though, and kind of... Weird. I, You're I describing know. his type, horse yeah, and weird. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was at the foot. I was at the shoe store. I go back and 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 fuck Peggy. She's super hot. Peggy, uh, way good. too hot for Al. And she always wanted sex. Yes. Al, can we have sex? Just constantly. She always wanted to get fucked. <laughs> no pick. <laughs> wow. wow. That that's. A, I'm going through decades of. Uh, I I'll TV. do mine, and I think you guys will have a hard time topping her. Worst is Malcolm in the middle, right? Yeah, she's she's not That's, what you're looking. They are worse. But um, Roseanne. Uh, worse. <laughs> Roseanne's a bad one. But at least... later, when she won the lottery and everything, you know. What was Helen Hunt's character in? Um, oh, oh, she was, was with she Paul Rudd. She and, yeah, they did have a baby in that show. I think they did that fucking uh, dumb uh, Paul Reiser show with her. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't see that. It's beyond. It's before my time. I think. Dude, it was Helen Hunt. Sounds like some TV land shit. <laughs> mad about you. Yes, that was. Ah, yeah. mad about you. Okay. Yeah. I don't think Helen Hunt is ever very hot. I mean, really, I thought she was. I, I think like she had a Tina Fey thing going on, and that yeah. she was like so super cool. It gave her a number or two on you the like her in one Twister? to ten scales. Uh, I liked her more in Mad About You. Yeah. Mm. I liked her in that movie where she was dating the guy who was like paralyzed or whatever, and he pissed on her while they were having having sex in bed. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you want to know how big an idiot I am? I, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mad about you was on TV at around the time I was getting married, and I would watch that show and be like, "That doesn't look so bad." <laughs> you thought your married oh, life was like mad about you? It's that not was married life. <laughs> Uh, it, it just, it, I swear, like, it, not that that's the reason I got married, but it was a little piece of the puzzle. Like, well, I could do that. I could yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Uh, wow, that's... Uh, I was really young. Yeah. She was a child star, too. She was in some movie called Roller Coaster uh, years ago, and it was like, uh, 
yeah, she was a kid, and it was some some. Uh, the plot was it was I think Timothy Bottoms, who later on went on to play George Bush in That's My Bush, that spoof show that was I on. Like that. Yeah. He he ended up uh, uh, being a, a a mad bomber that was setting up bombs on roller coasters around various amusement parks, and it ended. It was like a big commercial for Magic Mountain. Back in the seventies, <laughs> when they had the first loop coaster, and uh, she was in that as a little child actress. A little trivia for you, people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't think. Of, I, I think Peggy Bundy's my favorite milk. I'm going to have That's, a hard time uh, con- talking. I just don't think you said she's fictional. I was even going to cartoon characters, and I was trying to think if I really, if I want to p- fuck the uh, the wife from like Family Guy, because I mean she's oh, pretty hot. I think. She takes it oh, up the that ass. Voice. She, yes. Peter! <laughs> dude. <laughs> Isn't it always kind of hot when she's very scantily clad as a ah! character? Yeah, she's she's wearing like a black negligee, or she's, sometimes she's got like the dominatrix get up on. She's, oh, Peter, time for a whipping! And she's got the whip and everything. It's hot. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. The, the, what about the blonde with the big uh, tits there from uh, Family Ties? She was on that uh, show with uh, Alex P. Keaton. Um, I mean, you just keep. What, what about uh, back? If you're gonna keep doing that, Green Acres. What, yeah, hey, Green Acres. that Zsa 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 Gabor. Am I? Am I right? Am I right? Like she's like dead now. She's 99 or something. You, you can't yeah. count Eb, who was the uh, adopted son as a uh, as a kid. So she wasn't really a milf. That's true. What about the pig though? That that Dude, Arnold. I, I have a Family Guy scene. Motherfucking pig. Can we watch the, this together? The, I I, I have a sexy scene. It is a sexy scene. Fortunately, oh, it's excellent the, quality too. That's good because oh. I'll be less likely to get a copyright strike. <laughs> but but check this scene out. Are, are you guys ready? Yeah. All right. I'm uh, looking. We're watching a video yep. of a video on a <laughs> podcast. But I'm it's hoping the audio is good. Ready, set, play. Listen. Did you know this couch was here? It's so comfortable. Hey, Lois, look how short Stewie is. Ah, he's so short. Oh, my God, he is short. They're high or something. Yes. Should I let him in? I'm scared. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that was pretty good. I, I've seen that one before. I, I know that's a favorite of yours, the anal sex reference. <laughs> she is dirty. They both are. I like that about... Uh, that's one of my favorite shows. I, I don't like much animation. I don't care for The Simpsons anymore. I see that they've reached some new like ultimate goal of like 30 or 40 years consecutive. It's I kind of got worn out on it about 10 or 12 years ago. But I, Family Guy still and South Park... Uh, Still say stay relevant and funny to me somehow. Well, the Mr. Burns guy who does quite a few other voices quit. So Simpsons is losing like a big sub, a big swath of voices. Yeah, yeah, that's Derek, what you in mind. Derek Smalls from Spinal Tap, uh, Harry Shearer. <laughs> yeah, he decided he was going to uh, 
bail out, I guess. Uh, contracts I, didn't go good. He said uh, he wanted more money, and uh, and now he's leaving. He does like a lot of the voices for uh, The Simpsons. A yeah. couple of years what ago, that contract's like? some of the, the main voice actors got a big cut in pay, like the ones that do like Homer Bart and... How Whatever. would you get a cut? I can understand, like, well, no raise this year or something like that. But a show like The Simpsons, you're like, yeah, we got to cut your pay. It's like, do you understand, like, where the voice is of it? And, and you're doing pretty well. Like, it's animation, so there's well, no overhead, really? I, I think yeah. it was, a, you know, hey, the ratings aren't what they were. The sponsors don't pay what they did. We're either going to cancel the show or we're going to lower the expenses associated with it. To cancel mm -hmm. the show then, motherfuckers. Then you starve, too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's you see this negotiating expertise is why he has four people in the background working his tech out well i set the shit up for the fail five minutes beforehand now, as far as to why i'm in my basement right now yeah. <laughs> i'm in a studio oh. i liked uh, that part in your video where you kind of ragged on opie's negotiating tactics as just complete silliness and not crazy. yeah there was a lot of uh like if you're saying i'm not going to sign fuck those guys at, at least tell me because <laughs> <laughs> me and my agent as we we're going back and forth with phone calls had no clue whether he was going to resign or not um so you know if it was a negotiating uh tactic fill in the other guy that's you know part of the show but uh, I, I think I think he always was. I mean, every contract he said, oh, I'm not signing. Screw these guys. Fuck this. I'm never doing this again. I'll move on and do something else. He said. And, Howard uh, used to do that too. I know he's not yeah. your favorite, but you know he would like publicly go on and sort of set himself up for his next job and things. Doing it right now. He is time for a new contract this year. Is that it? Every Stina uh, position. That's what everyone that. asks. Oh yeah, big time. It's uh, all contract uh, negotiation time is so obvious. It's like <laughs> it's, not, it's it's so hack at this point. It's like I'm not resigning. You guys could go to hell. And it's like oh, I guess it's over then. But no, <laughs> all that you always come back and all right. Well, we'll do this, and we're asking for a thousand hats. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we'll get. Uh, you know what? If you raise the money up, we'll we'll get rid of the hats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> things that mean nothing <laughs> you know you know eventually you just want the money uh yeah it's all right no electronics were damaged in that little spill rat so don't worry about it you missed that a glass kind of went over yeah um, bad news for you anthony you've just become our podcast negotiating mentor we'll be good we'll be tapping into you for advice next uh next time crunchyroll wants to re-up Give me a call, Crunchyroll. I, I heard about those guns. I know that. <laughs> that Crunchyroll thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're, um, we're doing a whole, like, uh, uh, building a network thing here. So, and it's, I haven't even been uh, fired for a year yet. So, uh, <laughs> it's a whole new thing. But it's pretty amazing and uh, frightening and exciting at the same time to try to build this thing that's brand new. Like, a couple of years ago, this shit just didn't exist. Uh, <laughs> And I was saying, I can't wait until all this good-natured, hey, your podcast, my podcast, let's all get, you know, we're cool. It's going to get vicious after a while. When it really starts getting monetized, people are going to be like, oh, you want to do like a fuck those guys? Fuck them. I'm not support. Why would I plug these guys when I need to? We're in the golden age of <laughs> podcasting where everyone's patting everyone on the back and yeah, it's going to get nasty. Very competitive. Yeah, once it pushes radio out, it's going to become just like radio is now. 
Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. And then it's going to be very competitive and people will ha hate each other. Do you mind, Rat, uh, cleaning up uh, this wine after I leave? I have to actually... Uh, Danny, you want to come back here for a second? I have a dinner date uh, tonight with the, the lovely... Uh, yeah, come back here. Please the lovely, be the same uh, girl uh, as you were hanging Danny. out with earlier today. She's, uh, no, this is... <laughs> Uh, Danny, she's a, a wonderful uh, stand-up comic girl. Really well. oh, pop, pop your shoes up then. Yeah, look, they're beautiful. <laughs> so, I would love to hang out longer and chit-chat uh, with you gentlemen, but uh, I, I do have to uh, go out to... <laughs> cool. I well, uh, thanks for coming on. We well, then we will take you up on guest. that. Love to I, hang up on a future date. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys, no, but you guys, uh, I always have fun uh, hanging out and talking with you guys. Uh, it uh, definitely is a, uh, what do they call it, a pisser. So how do people find you? Uh, AnthonyCumia.com. Uh, and shut up. <laughs> God, you clean it up, you guinea brat. <laughs> Godfather. They always want me to be so Italian. <laughs> now be a killer like your father. Go ahead, you guinea brat. Um, <laughs> yeah, anthonycumia.com, uh, Monday through Thursday, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern to 6 p.m. And uh, I thank you for letting me uh, come on here and hang out with you guys. You're always a lot of fun. Um, hey, by the way, really quick, uh, I, I, and I know it's an older game, but I just got obsessed with EVE Online. Is this bad? It's, it's one of those things. There's a few games in that sort of genre, and the genre is they can suck your life away and take it and make you part of their realm if you're not yeah. careful. You'll become one of them. It'll be your new EverQuest. I know. The best thing is, like, I'm training right now. I'm training skills <laughs> as we speak. You don't have to be on, which I love. It's like sometimes I won't play for a couple of days, and I'm like, ooh, I trained for like two days. This is fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not quite a good first-person shooter, or um, I like um, H1. Uh, H1Z1. Z1 is, oh, yeah, Z1. Uh, is a, a fun one. They're, they're, they're doing some great uh, stuff with that. Mm -hmm. I got in early in the alpha, and I'm seeing that they're really – kind of uh, adding on some good uh, updates and stuff. So uh, that's a fun one, too, to play, I think. That's my gamer fucking uh, contribution for the show. Guys, thanks so much. Uh, I'll bring home a doggy pig for you. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> Take it easy, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Come on, anytime. So I have... A few different directions we could take this now. Go. One, he just mentioned gaming, and so we're already technically talking about gaming right now. We could talk about the big uh, event that we're having tomorrow night, or for the listeners who are going to be hearing this, unless you're a Patreon, you're going to be hearing this Saturday. It happened last night. The big 2v2 <laughs> civilization battle that oh, is apparently that's tomorrow, going down. right? Yeah. Dr. Chiz and FES Kyle versus Monkey and, Wo and Woody. Yes. I'm so, pretty excited uh, about monkey. this now. Monkey. Monkey is a guy who's played in a few games with us. I think he, uh, does he work for you on, on Woodycraft? Does he just pitch in or does he, he just a user? So Monkey, uh, well, I, I guess I met Monkey through Sour. Sour, he has worked. He made the Halo texture pack, the thing that makes yeah, it look so awesome. So. Um, he's friends with Sour and he's like been, he's just on my team a lot. He's, uh, he's, he's really trustworthy. There are a lot of people in the Minecraft world 
who will pretend to be your friend just to get something and monkey is not that guy so, maybe monkey's been really investing his time for the big score that that, that comes when he's invited to the first like uh <laughs> like, like team building exercise over at the woody mansion <laughs> you never know i wouldn't trust him just yet i've heard those stories about them becoming your friend then getting inside your base yeah. and taking all your shit but yeah. uh but yeah he seems like a nice guy i've played a few games of civ with him uh, on the opposing team and you don't really get a big sense of like who they are as a person or anything, but he sticks in there for the long haul, and that's what's most important to me in a Civ game. And uh, he's going to team up with Woody. And Are yeah. we going to stream this thing, or is this going to be like I, a private event? I feel like if we're going to stream it, then Chiz has to, too. I'd be at a huge disadvantage well, if I stream. Well, I promise stream. not to watch the stream. It, it, I, will, I will take a... I only, I'm, I'm, I only use the one monitor anyway. Um, it, you, we often, t you know, you send videos and I'm like, nah, I really don't want to alt tab. I'm afraid of crashing. So I will take a vow of, of non screen watching, uh, if Chiz will, and I certainly would stick to it. I don't want to cheat to win. I would, the victory would feel hollow and the victory is coming, but I wouldn't want it to, to feel that way. So, so what happened was, um, I did not realize that monkey was a Civ player. And I, I was saying like, Oh, one interesting thing about playing on a team is that you're kind of as good as your best teammate. You know, like like hypothetically, if Kyle would have played with Jackie, I picked her because she doesn't know civilizations at all, then Kyle would just kind of have two civilizations that he was working out. She'd say, what do I build? How do I do this? Which way should I vote? Things like that. And, um, and she'd be good. And I, and I thought that this guy, Lord Peter Baelish, was the reason that they won. I just fixed all the video. And... Um, uh, Chiz says, no, Monkey was calling all the shots. Monkey was there. He was the director of that team that beat us pretty well. And uh, and somehow it just uh, Chiz came up with the idea. He says, you know, he and you versus Monkey and I. And uh, I'm like, I'm down. I just want it to be early. I wouldn't even mind starting at 5 instead of 6. Let's start at noon. It's, it's, uh, I'm ready to roll any time. This is going to oh, be real good. Oh, okay, let's start at 9. In the morning? Well, that's just silly. Who's 9 a.m. still nine night morning? to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, my sleep schedule's improved recently. Has I'm it? Going to, yeah, I go to bed around midnight. I'm did you touch your new business yet. today? Yeah, I did a thing. Did you really do a thing, or are you just saying yeah, that? I, I mean, it wasn't a major thing. It doesn't I, have to be. It was. I touched it. I, that's, that's my thing. Because I know you touched it yesterday. Every, did you touch it yeah, today? Yeah, I did a thing today, yeah. Fuck yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I totally ruined the Civ topic. We'll circle back, but I'm excited about this. The last PKN, which if you're a Patreon, you've heard already. If you're a filthy peasant, sorry, that's what Kyle calls you, then um, you haven't heard that one yet. But I told Kyle I would ping him every day. And I have been, best I can. The, the first day, Wednesday, I... I called him but he doesn't even have his voicemail set up so it's hard to really ping him all the time but um i pinged him yesterday i pinged him today and i said just do a thing just make that call learn a thing research a thing just touch it touch it every day so that it moves forward don't like put it in some guy's hands and then let it you know like oh wait for that guy to get back to me no there's lots of things you can do in parallel let that guy be the weakest link and and have everything else set up while you're waiting on him or ping him daily if that's what it takes that's exactly what i've been telling him just touch it a bit and then put it in some other guy's hands just you know <laughs> keep it keep it rolling i don't i don't know anything about this but i'm excited <laughs> to learn about it after yeah. but no that's been helpful just the uh, and that's that that's the way to get anything done i think i put it pretty well even on pkn even it's the, even though it's kind of your idea and your thing but i, I kind of uh, imagine it like a boulder that's in front of you and try to instead of trying to roll it out of the way in one big push kind of chip away at it a little bit each day and eventually it's gravel and you got it 
Yeah. Yeah. And it lines your smooth path to success. That metaphor <laughs> just keeps going. <laughs> oh, right. It becomes it. It becomes and if you do it poorly, it becomes spaghetti junction. Yeah, and you got <laughs> sharp pieces cutting your feet. So uh so yeah, Kyle is touching it every day. Anyway, back to Civ. It'll be Monkey and Me versus Kyle and Chiz. I'd love to live stream it, but it puts you at a huge disadvantage. People know all your specs and like just hypothetically, if uh there are a lot of wonders in Civ, like wonders of the world, that only one person can build. So he'll know exactly how many moves I am away from that wonder. And either he'll get it before I do, or he won't make the mistake of losing like 12 turns of productivity, knowing that I was going to do it in 12 and it was going to take him 14. And if he never makes that mistake, that's a huge advantage. So, um, uh, you know, it, it's got to be either two streams or no streams. I, I, I don't, I know Chiz and he would totally stream peak. Ah, well, I, I am more trustworthy, I promise. I would not screen peek if, 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 if for no other reason than just general laziness. I <laughs> do here have some, uh, some AMA questions, and maybe you guys mm. would like to peek through them, pick a few that you like. I need to go yeah, to the bathroom. How do AMA right. questions oh, happen? I have a, a gaming thing for once. Uh, I actually played, uh, Woody knows about this, I'm sure, from back in his, his day, but I played D&D &D for the first time oh. online yesterday. Mm. Yeah, my girlfriend likes to play, and so I tried it out. And I just I didn't make a character or do anything. They just had someone who didn't show up, so I just commandeered the reins on his. And it's it's fun. I think I messed up his character though, because I didn't understand like the alignment thing of like you have to actually do good things to be good according <laughs> to our DM or whatever. And so I just immediately started burgling people and looking for seedy <laughs> individuals to then go and steal from. I threatened an old man, kicked over his piss jar, stole a little money from him. Uh, well, not stole. I was working for a bookie, but it it's a fun game. I can see how people get really into that and kind of get a little too attached to their characters if you if you make the mistake of taking it too seriously and not you know being tongue in cheek and joking around. And your character builds throughout its lifetime. So mm -hmm. like when you die in COD, you instantly come back as the same guy. In D and D, when you die online, do you you just lose all that, right? Do you have to make uh, a new? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I guess the, the I don't fully understand it. Still, I was having to like ask her like, where do I go to pull up my sheet and uh, mm -hmm. roll for you know deception or whatever the hell you do, and it it was really fun. I'm I'm gonna play again soon because it's pretty addictive. I think I might make a character, but it it's it's tough. It's really fucking complicated. I didn't think it would be this hard I, just to pick it up. So I played D and D before computers as a kid, and uh, I think at the time nobody played it right. It was insanely difficult to play and follow all the rules. So we would just play like a subset of the rules that we understood and got. Like I knew how combat worked and hit points and defense. and But I'm sure we did speed wrong or something or like dodging. I don't think we ever dodged or I don't know. I'm sure we messed it up. But we played it right to the best of our intelligence level at the time because <laughs> we were like 11. Yeah. And, uh, and then we played with other people and... I guess maybe I'm not right on that played it to the best of our intelligence level because like after a while our characters got more powerful than they really would. Like we just sort of like hook each other up and you're like, yeah. all right, you've got the sword of charisma and it glows blue and it's wonderful and it bumps these points up. And then we play with strangers and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you cheating bitches. <laughs> like where do you find that imaginary weapon? 
But um, it'd be fun to play it now online where all the rules are sort of enforced for you and you could do it right. And As, as I understand it, I think the, the DM also has quite a bit of control over what rules to enforce, what to change, which initially I thought, I, got, I don't know if this will change over time of playing it, but I think that's a cool thing that you can just kind of be a little, you know, haphazard with the rules sometimes. Like maybe there's something that just kind of ruins the fun, slows it, slows everything down for everyone. You can kind of just be like, all right, well, we're not going to do it that way. We're going to do it this way, and we're all going to still have fun. Like we don't. It's not like Magic: The Gathering, the other really nerdy game that I've played for a long time, where you can't just be like, oh, we're going to ignore haste and trample and a bunch of other keywords, you know, for the sake of simplicity, because then the game just kind of sucks. But why D&D is it magic mix there? Why is it magic better as a virtual game than a card game? Like it, it seems like the virtual version of it, where the rules are kind of enforced for you, and you can get any card you want for a reasonable price, would be better. See, I would agree with you there. Um, like for one thing, I like actually owning it. Like they do have a Magic: The Gathering online, but you still have to pay for online cards, and I could never get behind that. And I haven't played it ever, but I have watched videos of people playing it online, and it's just it looks kind of shitty and it looks like uh like the timing of it can be difficult where it's like in real life you could be like okay i'm gonna tap this and play this and then you know on the stack i'll do this and it all works kind of seamlessly because you have real time to do it whereas online it's like you'll miss an opportunity and you'll have the card that you meant to play and you have the resources to play it but the game's like oh nope you accidentally hit t or something and now you can't go back and that that crashes the game do you remember um, when we were at PAX and like me and Onslaught and maybe Bash and Team Art were all cheering for you to beat that woman because you were our nerd and you were our oh, yeah. champion and you beat her the first time, but I think you lost two out of three. Yeah, could, she beat me the second times. Could the you of today take that girl? Uh, yeah, well, a lot of it has to do with what set you're playing. So like I hadn't played in so long that she was there for magic so she obviously was familiar with the different strategies what the mm-hmm. you know most popular one of the time was like maybe you know red green was big back then i have no idea and i didn't know so all the cards i was seeing was like this is new to me i wonder what else there is in here that's going to work with it so i mm. think i could but she clearly had, knew her shit so we'd probably trade games pretty well i'm no i'm not like <laughs> excellent at it but i have a lot of fun with it you think you could take boogie you calling him out yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well played. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. <laughs> I can take them. Five out of five. <laughs> Come at me, Boogie. We'll now, play Legacy. Now, is there, are there leagues where you get to play like any card at all? It's just bring your best deck and go? There's, uh, well, that would be Vintage. Because there's like Standard, which is just the most recent set. And then there's Modern, which is, includes a little bit more. Then there's Legacy, which includes a fuck ton of stuff. And then Vintage is like pretty much everything. Uh, but there are still some restricted cards on there, which means that you can only have one of them in your deck. And there, are, I still believe there's a couple banned ones because there are just some cards that they made in like 1994 that were so overpowered for what things do now where it would just ruin the game. It would just ruin the fun of everything. Does the Black Lotus count as one of those? Uh, that's restricted in... Uh, vintage i think so you can only have one of them because otherwise if like you drew two uh, i'm not even gonna explain because nobody would even understand the the cadence of it but uh yeah it's it's a really fun game i wish you guys would give it a try if you want to just like try it like just for free the or i don't even know if it's free it might be like 10 bucks the magic m15 on xbox one that's a fun way to do it but it really limits your cards and tries to get you to buy shit kind of like those online cell phone games mm. fuck that microtransactions yeah. are bullshit what if I gift you, Taylor, 
Civilization V with all of its many DLCs and packs of, of, of fun, all the maps and the civilizations. Don't do it. Then you could play on your laptop <laughs> some afternoon and Don't spend a couple of hours. The problem with Civ. Single player. Don't Save play it a Civ little. unless you have like seven to nine hours. No. Yeah, I, I, see, I don't want to get into a game that I have to devote a half of a day of like my waking hours to it. Like that's, Magic, I can play a lot if I want to, or I can play a quick 20-minute game. Yeah. I'm gonna just be right we back. have found ways to speed the game up uh, substantially. Um I I think you're gonna see. Um, I think maybe maybe one maybe I I will record this two v two, from my perspective. I, I think I might because Chiz and I um, have come up with some really good ideas. I think we're gonna make it very entertaining. I don't want to say much more, but you did, did Kyle just lie and say he's found ways to make it play faster? He said that uh, he's found ways to make it play significantly faster. Yeah, like we, we wrap games up in three hours now. Fictional. This, this has never happened while I play with See, him. I wouldn't... Three hours, that's like saying, you know, I found a voice to make Lord of the Rings significantly hey, hey, faster I never by not watching the extended Duty. version. This is, this is <laughs> building an empire from the, from the dawn of time to the modern era. This is going from scratching in the dirt to building submarines. So it's going to take a little bit of real-world time. It's that time that makes you appreciate what you've done more. If you don't have it to a devote to the game, then it's not the game for you. But... If you don't always have to play multiplayer where you're dependent on other people and their time schedules and, you know, their attention spans. You could play single player and just touch it, you know, 15 minutes a day whenever you got a spare minute or something. Clickety-click and go 10 turns and then save it and come back to it another time. See, I could see myself trying that out, like the single player, so I could just kind of turn it off, turn it back on whenever I wanted to. But the multiplayer, like, you have to commit hours and hours and hours. Otherwise, you kind of, I, I can only assume, ruin everybody else's fun by being like, all right, I got to leave. Sorry that you... You know, made prior plans based on my position or my rank or whatever. I would now do this ruined. for you. In that scenario, what I the way I would introduce you to Civ is you and I would play like a two v two versus like the computer, and we'd play as much as you wanted to, and then we'd save it there and come back to another time. That way, you get well the advantage of like the world's best fucking tutor. Like, who better could you want? Someone who not only has all the experience and knowledge you could ever hope to desire, but can also has the ability to articulate it. And I, I think you just warp ahead in your Civ uh, abilities within, you know, a week or so. I'll warn uh, you, Kyle's my CSGO tutor. Not hit, not, not, oh not doing well. If anybody's a CSGO tutor. <laughs> I, I, look, I, I get on play every now and then. If someone recognizes me, I just leave. I just leave. <laughs> like, like, like every now and then I'll see it pop up in the chat. Kyle? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I, I like that I type the question marks. <laughs> and I always be like, uh, and I'm like, out of here. I, I like, like they, maybe they didn't see my score. Maybe they just saw my like name bob by them on the screen. Because I, I regularly, and this is an exaggeration, 5 and 20. That'd be a, that'd be a decent game, right? That means <laughs> I didn't true. die thirty times this game. <laughs> I mean, and I'm playing like gun games, so it's it's constant interaction. But I just don't have anywhere near the skills that anyone else has in that lobby at that. However, in the realm of Civ, I'm I'm a fucking. I feel like I'm really polishing my skills here lately. I I, I always admit it. I will always say that um, I there's still tons for me to learn. I I, I know probably. I don't know, 70 or 80% of what there is to know about Civ, I think. And that's saying a lot, I think. But there's a lot that I know very little about that I should. I need to know more about culture, and I'm not going to go through it all. But there's a lot I could know more. 
But every every day I learn more, and I feel like I'm getting better. How and popular better and better. of a game is it? Like, no. how many people are online at a given time? Like, is it tough so, to find games? Dozens. Well, so dozens. here's the point about that. Now it's that can be people. <laughs> that can lead you astray, though. So the popularity of the game uh, in its multiplayer uh, format is relatively low. Now you can get on and find a game, but that's only because, unlike uh, Call of Duty, like. It, people aren't frivolously looking for games. They're like, yeah, I'm looking for another human being. Oh, I found one. All right, let's work something out. Now. On a related topic, there's probably 150,000 people watching this, and there's at least a dozen who like this conversation. <laughs> I, all right, we'll, we'll <laughs> up very soon. But, okay. but for those of you listening to this, and maybe you're kind of a super fan of us uh, or whatever, I can think of no better way to spend time with us and hang out than picking up Civilization Five. They're not paying me to say that. They should. There's no telling how many copies I've sold. Literally three or four. Who knows? <laughs> Five. We've sold but, ones, possibly half dozen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dozens, perhaps. No, but um, you know, the guys who get on there and play with us, uh, like uh, I just I only know them by gamertag or Steam ID, but P Lord Peter Baelish and all those guys, they play with us on a really, really regular basis, like a couple times a week or something like that. But I'm going to buy you the game. Get get uh, on Steam. You need to. We need to exchange Steam IDs. I think you should at least try it, because I think that you're uh, you're a bright guy. I think maybe you've got a strategic mind and you'd enjoy. Here, you outsmart your opponents, and then they pay for it, and and they have to. They can't be like, well, uh, you know, I had a bad starting spot. It's, no, you're like, man, you played there. You fucking played me. God damn you, you played me. Because that they beat you. They, when you get beaten, you're just beaten. Uh, I've been when you lose, it sucks a lot. Kyle's used this thing before, where he says, basically, you're building a sandcastle, well, and and this sandcastle is your pride and joy. You love it. You have sculpted it. You've turned it into something that you think is great. And then, after about four hours of sandcastle sculpting, you built your empire. You have a small city of sandcastles all interconnected to each other, trading caravans and naval ships and stuff. Then your sandcastles fight his sandcastles, and he's just going to fuck it up. He's going to, like, knock the top off of it and break your roads and pillage your farms, and you're like, motherfucker, and you're going to launch artillery at his sandcastle. And if you lose... It is the most brutal loss you've ever experienced in video games. And it takes a while. It, it can take three <laughs> hours as to he lose. sits there and fucks up your sandcastle tile Sometimes. by tile by tile. We used to play three-man free-for-alls. And, and there was one game where it was Lefty, Chiz, and myself. And I was head and shoulders better than both of them. Not, I'm not saying like in the skill of the game, but in the score of that game. and mm. in, in the layout of that game, I was kicking <coughs> both their asses and they knew it. And I was just like all smiles over there, just building wonders and like, yeah, farm here and a market there. Hell yeah. And just like growing bigger and taller and taller and taller. And then all of a sudden I looked and all and Chiz had like six horses and Lefty had six more. And they were all just heading my way. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, guys, what, what's go, what are those horses doing? And they're just like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> and they fucking roll up into all my, my gardens and my markets and my fields that I'd made so green and beautiful and so much better than, the, than theirs. You know, there's a saying, you know, the pastures are greener on the other side. Mine were greener. They were better. And they burnt 
every one of those tiles until it was black and smoking. There's like a trail of smoke that leads up from that tile. They enslaved all of my people, <laughs> took them back home, and they had, they had my people build roads back to their cities so they could send more horses faster. That's what they did to me. It, it, they, it was a humiliating kind of loss. And I still don't like Lefty because of it. The whole time, because I was going to win. Because it was either band together and and find this common common enemy or 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 lose. And that's that was a that always happened. Sometimes it would be Chiz. Sometimes it would be Lefty. That time it was me, and I took it really poorly. And I always take it very poorly when I lose. I don't like losing at anything. But the the amount you care about. At least in my situation, the amount I'm going to care about uh, losing depends on how much effort I was putting into winning. It's it's directly proportional. So, if I was just kind of, you know, playing a little Counter Strike and pay, not really paying attention, I was texting halfway through the game. I don't care that I went five and twenty-four. I know I'm bad at the game, and I know that a little concentration is going to make a big deal. So I shouldn't take these wins and losses seriously. But with Civilization, like. What he said it before. I'm on the forums reading what other people have said about this shit. This shit. I'm 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 looking up statistics. I'm I'm doing math sometimes. So when I lose, it's it's like I said. I've been beaten. It's because he did something better than me. And at the very least, it's because I wasn't vigilant enough in the game to see what he was doing to me and stop it before he could. So it's uh I take it seriously and personally when I lose. And that's well, not what's gonna happen. Friday. Game with you. I'll try the. I'll try Civ with you. If we do like a two-on-two kind of thing where we can just quit out sometimes, because I'm not going to play it for like nine hours. I, I, I simply won't. That's ridiculous. Yeah. But you also have to try magic with me. Sure. Okay. Ooh, negotiating. Right. Interesting. Like rabbits out of hats and shit, because you're not talking yeah. about the game. <laughs> 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 Fuck you. Talking about making your own civilization and being mad when the tiles turn black, then you call my game stupid. We could do magic. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I like the crank. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, I was thinking about Patreon and how awesome those people were and how much I appreciate what they do. For five, three, ten dollars and more, there are different levels. You can check out the link in the description. But one of the things that you get are AMA questions. Ask me anything. So for Taylor, this was from a Patreon. What is the best advice for a college freshman heading into school? What approach? I mean, what should I approach going around looking for parties and stuff? I'm sorry, he wrote it better than I did. How should I approach going around looking for parties? Oh, so he's just talking about like the fun aspect of it. Well, so the best advice for college freshman heading into school? How should I approach looking for parties? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I just I just clicked over to it. So it's two questions. The one for best advice headed into school. So I guess you already have your school picked. Before you pick your major, and don't feel bad if you change it multiple times. Most people do. Like if you get to like even almost finished with your like finished with your sophomore year, and you're like, hmm, probably not a lot of jobs in I don't know communications. Maybe I should look into that engineering or whatever. And then you're like, ah, oh, well, fuck. Then I'll be in for an extra year. Don't hesitate. That like definitely pursue that. Don't allow your interest to change. That's what you're there to do. So don't hesitate to change your mind a lot. And don't base all of that off of fun, where it's like, oh, well, if I do accounting, I'll have to spend more Friday nights in. And, you know, if I do underwater basket weaving, I can spend every other day just futzing around. Pussy in that class. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, definitely look for something practical. Like, don't just go into something that you think is 100% fun. Like, actually think about a future job that you can use that in. Because otherwise you're going to get a degree and not get to use it towards a career. And... 
well, I guess that at this point, you kind of just need a degree to get into the door in most places. Uh, and then how should I approach going around looking for parties and such? Uh, I'm not sure. It, it depends so much on your school. Like if you're going somewhere that's a small arts college, uh, I wouldn't even know. I would say definitely don't get a fake ID and go to bars. That would be immoral. But uh, if you're going somewhere like in the South that has a big Greek system, definitely go Greek. Uh, find a frat that you think will be a lot of fun or a sorority if you're a girl. Uh, find one that you think you'll get along with the people there well. And aside from that, join clubs. Like, There's so many of them on college campuses. Some of them are just fucking stupid and have nothing to do with the actual club. They're just facades to make friends. Like there was a LARPing club uh, at my university and we'd see them on the square. I wish I joined. It kind of looked fun. And half the time it was, you know, people just sitting around in the sun, shooting the shit, making friends. It was guys and girls there, but mostly it was like the guys who had their silly foam swords that like, of course, one Uber nerd would bring because nobody else was buying all the shit. It's just like, hey, I'm start this. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And yeah, and one Uber nerd brings like oh, an armory. The and found just starts... president of the LARPing club. <laughs> yeah, see? He's and, also like, the equipment manager. Uh-huh. It's, it's just a big pillow fight with weapons. Like as long as you're not standing there making characters like I'm Igor the Great. Like just yelling about stuff like that because that is not a good way to get invited to parties. Lightning but bolt. But if you're just like tongue in cheek, having fun, you know, fighting with the <laughs> pillow, then yeah, that people look and they Did go. You get my yeah, reference. That looks like yeah. fun. Yeah, lightning bolt. Lightning <laughs> bolt. But, <laughs> yeah, that would be my advice. Just don't be, don't hesitate joining clubs. Everybody else is just as insecure or about as insecure as you are. Don't think like when you go to a club as a freshman, a lot of them are going to be freshmen. So give it a shot they're all anxious too just trying to make friends so yeah don't be nervous you'll have fun all right get another one i have got lots of these anime yeah, questions yeah. from our I, I awesome patreons would you like us to pick them or would you like to be the picker of questions uh, i i did look at that that was the first one and i kind of like the second one too for each host if you were in the game of thrones which house would you choose to fight for ally with and why fight for or ally with and why Oh man, I feel it like changes could... depending on the time. If we have to start at the beginning of the series, it's going to be a different answer than now. Really? Say, I, I think, um, I don't know. I think mm. it'd be, it's kind of uh, maybe a Tyrell. Maybe a, I feel like the Tyrells, like no matter how you shake it, they're going to be on top. Uh, I know right now Loris and Marjorie are both locked up, but that can't last forever. And I, I'm not choosing to be either of those. So I feel like a Tyrell, you're rich, you're powerful, you live in like some nice part of the world where there is no war, there's only peace. Um, you're, you're, you, the queen is from, from there. The, uh, you know, one of the, I think that's the way to go. You don't have the craziness of the Lannisters and all their enemies. You don't have the uh, ridiculous like Greyjoy shit going on. You're not the only member left like a, like a Stark. Mm-hmm. I hear where you're coming from, and I think that's a good choice. I kind of like the Dornish, too. Uh, it, it seems like if you go almost anywhere else, like if you're a Tyrell and you're a bastard, you know, you, your last name is Flower. You don't even keep that guy's name. You, uh, and, and you like, you have no future. You're, you're, like, they just don't respect them. Uh, in terms of, like, love and stuff, it's all, it's either too formal or whatever. It's never passion-based. If you go to the Dornish people... It lines up with my sense of morality a little bit closer, you know. Like it, it, a bastard is a love child. That, 
<laughs> that everybody likes. Uh, you know, it, it's not a, like a big mistake. And, and um, I don't know, I like the Dornish. Also, they have the other advantages of, you know, like they're a powerful house, but they tend to live in peace. They're off, it seems like geographically they're farther away, although I'm not certain of that. And, uh, and that sort of isolates them to some extent. And that seems nice. So mm -hmm. Dornish is not bad. That makes sense. That is a good idea. That's where I was leaning towards, actually. Really? Given the knowledge we know. Because, like, if shit does hit the fan, at least you have a big continent to flee into. You know? Like, and not just kind of be shit out of luck in Westeros. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that would be my, my answer, but for the sake of being different. Uh, beginning of the series, I probably would have said Lannister. Because that just seemed like a dynasty that wasn't gonna fizzle out. It seemed like they had kind of everybody by a vice grip whether actively or passively like everybody kind of had to even if you were a noble you kind of had to bite the bullet and be like oh lord whatever the fuck like <laughs> like you give them the the due respect so even ed stark had to bow down to you know what was going on over there mm -hmm. yeah so that would be my choice okay Let's see yeah i'm looking through these other questions did Merka finish to completion on the last PKA or was he just blue balled for over three hours? <laughs> <laughs> See, th believe it or not, those aren't the only two options you have, you know, like th I did not finish because that would be, I, I would be very uncomfortable doing that on a, <laughs> on a Skype call with, yeah, with Kyle's face there, the impression, just making a weird face, like sitting there the whole time, like just trying to not look like a lunatic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, it's Come not like. Spring. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, the keyboard. Give me a minute. Like, but also, it wasn't, no, it wasn't blue balled for three hours. It's not like it was that much going on down there. It was just a little bit of teasing and joking around, you know? little bit of fondling and heavy petting your girlfriend's tweet it. was awesome like that i've had oh, an yeah. affinity for crotches and she's grabbing goofy's crotches like a seven-year-old girl yeah it was, it was cute yeah it was, yeah, well, that was. Well she handled it really well she just like immediately when i was like oh people saw you you know throwing your arm over there fooling around grabbing at stuff and she just throwing kind of your arm over there that's how you throw put it your arm, throw it over there yeah <laughs> <laughs> no but it's just like yeah it was pretty funny. I'm kind of. I'm, well, I'm obviously glad it happened, but I'm glad people caught it too, as I knew they would, because I was watching my own screen during that sometimes, and she was like giving like the. Did, she didn't look eyes. either. She'd often be like this. <laughs> like right over to the side, like just the most obvious coy look. It was. It was funny. We got a kick out of that uh, GIF for whoever made that. Ooh. It, it, Kyle, did you highlight that question yourself? Are you willing to oh, take it on? Oh, I was just doing that. I was going to ask myself that question. Go yeah, on. It, it, it says, "Hey, Kyle, what really happened to the FPS, Kyle's? Like, there's some like ulterior, like like secret thing that it happened. was seized from you. What the government really happened to the FPS, Kyle's Let's Play channel uh, and all of the videos on it? I loved watching your videos back in the day, especially your Fallout stuff. Well, thank you. I'm glad you liked. If that. he was a real fan, he'd know your Dead Space stuff was the pinnacle." Of, of. apparently so <laughs> so um what happened was i forgot the password to it and i can't log into it anymore because <laughs> i don't know what the fucking i i on it that's the truth i don't know the password to it or any of those accounts that you guys are like what about this one that had that like 18 video series of mario like i don't remember the password Do you still get paid for them 
Yeah, like $4 here and like $8 there, like at random periods during the year. Like I never know Machinima's pay scale. Like I, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't work with Machinima anymore, um, but I still get paid on that old stuff So that, because it's on their channel. And uh, Oh, actually, no, I, I don't get paid for this because they're all private. I still get paid for the stuff that's on their channel. That's a completely different thing. But yeah, I just forgot the password. Uh, I don't know it. If I could unprivate it for you, I totally would. I'd like to look at that stuff, but I don't know how to do that. I've, I've those liked... were a lot of good series. I enjoyed those. The Dead Space one was great. I watched. I wonder. I, oh, I hate to say this because it's you know. I feel yeah, like I'm putting he, them down. I wonder if it was any good. That's what he's about to go. Yeah, like so. There's a nostalgia effect, right? People will be like, "PKA number seventeen was the best that's ever been." Then you watch it, and like the audio levels are all uneven. There's no video. It's not. We have no topics. It's only one hour long. If we had uploaded PKA seventeen this week. They would riot in the streets. Yeah, th with that quality of like, welcome to <laughs> Not just the audio quality, but even the conversation. Like, you know, big dead spaces. No one knows what to talk about. We're all kind of, you know, sort of figuring out our roles. And like, you know, I, I think PKA's gotten better. Well, a lot of people are saying we're in a golden age. And, you know, we had Anthony Acumio on tonight. That's pretty good. Like, you know, Merca had a hand job last week. I know I enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 So, like, this is fun stuff. It's a good time. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I wonder if you watched, like, a Let's Play from back in the day. You'd be like, ah, no face cam, no this, no that. Like, how it compares to current stuff, like the current standard. Maybe it's better. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Well, it's never coming back, so I'll just remember it fondly, Kyle. Uh, I thought I... You were never good. know. I it's it's and it's not something that I would you know every now and then I I get the I want to make one so I do. Uh, it's been a while, um, but I might get all it's going to take is for me to get passionate about a certain game for me to make videos of that game. Um, right now I'm really crazy about Civilization, but the problem is the games are so fucking long. It's it's better suited to a screenshot series, and that's lame. So have you uh, ever had like nostalgia ruined for you, like where you? Yeah convinced yourself and you really thought something was the best ever and then you that's went back and watched the movie the movies like, um it happens with movies and it's mostly those like kids movies that uh that i would just i don't know i, I went i went and watched bed knobs and broomsticks uh the other day which i loved as a kid and it actually held up pretty fairly well uh uh but there's a lot of them that just don't i know there's a lot of tv shows and like cartoon shows uh that i go back and watch and i'm just like god you waste why were you sitting there Big bad Beetleborgs? What the fuck is that? <laughs> like you know, uh, so there's plenty of stuff like that. But um, I think I've always had pretty good taste in movies. There aren't too many that I watch now that I, I'm just not turned on by anymore. I watched The Avengers this week, by the way. Have you seen it yet, Taylor? No, we were uh, we went to go see a movie this past weekend. We saw Mad Max, which I'm going to see that. So too. exciting! It was so exciting. It was great. Like hmm, I got yeah. 40 minutes into it, and it was like it didn't feel like 40 minutes, and I kind of realized like this. This action scene that started about four minutes in hasn't ended. It's <laughs> been a 36-minute action scene. And then there'd be like a little bit of dialogue almost out of necessity where the director's like, cut, I guess we should throw something in here. You know, like, you know it's a little bit of talking. But it's, did you very... like it? Because oh, Jurassic yeah, I, Park 3 was like that, and it was kind of lame. No, it was done well. Like the, I like how much you can tell how much Borderlands pulled from it as an influence. Like mm. the whole you know, over-the-top guitar-playing guy, where it's like, it's really silly, but the fact that they're embracing it as silly, like they're not using tanks that 
presumably would have been left in this, you know, future as well. They're using like an old 58 Cadillac with giant rims with spikes for no reason. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's a cool aesthetic. I liked it a lot. You're going to, you're going to enjoy that movie, Kyle. Knowing you. I like the Mad Max movies. I've seen them all. I'm a big fan of the series. Uh, I like it. I so. can't wait to ask this to Kyle. Listening to Kyle talk about his past in car sales <clears throat> has been on my mind for at least a year or so. Yesterday, I decided to bite the bullet and apply to work for BMW Mini. What advice would you give to someone who wants to start a career in the car sales game? Um, well, don't you have any other alternatives? Like, There's nothing else you could do? Uh, seriously, it's, uh, it's a really draining job. You won't have any free time. And uh, uh, even if you make a lot of money, you'll spend it on things that, are, that you just use to go to work. Like I, I saw the guys who were career guys doing that. They'd have, you know, t- they'd be wearing $80,000 for the shit. They'd have like a $30,000 bracelet and a $25,000 watch. And, and they all had these, these custom-made suits. And it was just, they were like, it was like, you're a car salesman, but you're dressed like you're the CEO of a Fortune 500 company that happens to be pimps on, uh, anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's ridiculous right now. And, uh, but the thing is, that's, there's no reason for them to spend it on uh, something they're going to use outside of the office because they stay there all the time. So if you're comfortable with that... Um, well, you're you not really selling a, the job. You shouldn't want to do the job. It's not a fun job. Uh, the, the, I think um, you just need to find an older, friendly salesman who will be your kind of mentor. That's what you need. You need a guy who every time you make a mistake, he's going to show you what you did wrong. Why are there career people at so many of those places, though? Especially like the high end places. If you they can't walk do into anything else, but they got to, but they got to have that income. It, these are guys who um, they got phased out of some career. Uh, you know, they're they're the forty year old guy who got replaced by a computer, maybe, or uh, or or just mm-hmm. you know they just got phased out of whatever they used to do. It's just not a thing anymore. Maybe they were a dot comer who used to do well or something like that. A lot of those guys um, had lots and lots of child support, and uh, they had to you know add another zero to their monthly income or something. They had to make a ton more money. <clears throat> There's guys with like uh, family members with health problems and stuff. You can make a ton of money doing it, but you just got to work yourself to death. It's, you got to work constantly. If the sun's up, you've got to be selling cars. And then you can make ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 a month, depending on the pay scale, what you're selling, used or new, how, big, how much traffic you've got. So the, the answer is... Try to find something better, but if you want to get into it, I don't know. You need a mentor. You need a guy there who's an older guy who knows the business and knows that store, and you can kind of work. Who who will take you under his wing? That's definitely the way to go. I had an old black guy from Detroit named Peyton, who was who who uh, who would tell me crazy stories about people trying to rob him when on test drives and stuff, and and uh, and, and all kinds of crazy stuff like that. So. Hmm. Yeah, I, I often think, I wonder if car salesman's a good job for a teacher, right? Because they need a job in the summer that they can run it for three months or so. You know, what jobs are you going to pick? It's not like you're going to start a whole career, you know, and be like, all right, I'm going to learn, you know, this skill. I'm going to be a network administrator. I'm going to be a nurse. I'm going to do whatever, right? For three months a year? No. You need a job that you can get hired for and do something. You know, what Prostitute. Else? You work at Home Depot. Uh, like, you summer jobs on the boardwalk if that's an option for you or car salesman seems like a pretty professional gig that a teacher might be good at they can typically speak maybe they should sell cars in the summer no it's <clears throat> it's it's not like something you could just pick up and do those are 
but so some some people would make the distinction like uh, like other salesmen or management would make the distinction between a salesman and an order taker. If you're an order taker, you're basically making making minimum wage for your mm-hmm. like crazy amount of time. You have to be a salesman to get more gross and to get that little bit that's always there on the table that only a salesman could get. You gotta you gotta be able to ask those closing questions. You gotta you've gotta be able to to sell the upsell. You you know you, no sir you need that permaplate in the back of your head you're like yeah because that permaplate's two hundred and fifty dollars in my pocket that's my money like fuck this forty thousand dollar car this lady's gotten me down to like all my gross is gone I'm gonna make fifty dollars it's not even worth my time at fifty dollars I'm making like fifteen dollars an hour here and I'm doing a shitload of paperwork and and having her car detailed for her. like that's bullshit I gotta sell this permaplate and I gotta get that extra two hundred dollars then it's actually worth my time today. Uh, that's so you might not be able to pick that up in in a week or two when i got my truck it had the undercoating for 750 dollars. total garbage i get this right taken i think the thing is every single car on the lot had it and apparently the toyotas were all shipped in from like southeast toyota in georgia or something and every car out of his distributor has it and i'm like oh it's unavoidable it sounds like well what 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 is it Literally, like, like, is it was it some sort of like something you would look at and see? I never saw it. No. Then how do you know it was on it? I don't know it was on it. You I just didn't know how to lying. avoid it. That's the thing. You, but first, you want to say, "Could you prove to me that it's on the car?" <laughs> and they have to, well, if you look closely, you'll uh, no, not really. I can't. Do you, you do you have any proof that you put it on the car? Okay, well, you say it does this and that. Let's expose the car to this and that and see how it fares. Because, all right, so what we would do, we called it permaplay, and it was, mm-hmm. it, was for, it was for the fabric and the carpet. And it actually worked, but we didn't put it on the cars. We just sold you the warranty. That, that, that way we don't ever have to sell the product. We only have to account for the, like, one out of a thousand people who comes back and says, hey, I got some chocolate pudding on my seat, permaplate didn't save the day, and I paid seven ninety five for it. What gives? That rare, that I, that never once happened to me. I never mm-hmm. saw it happen. I'm told it happened once. <laughs> Can't confirm. But we were to sell it left and right, $800. And we even had these like fabric swatches. One's got the permaplate, one doesn't. You know, you pour some ketchup and it's like hydrophobic almost in the way it just, you know, gets rid of and cleans up nicely. And it's, it's something that you would want on your car. And I sold it without a bit of guilt because... We are selling the warranty. When your seat inevitably gets stained because we didn't put any magic shit on it, <laughs> just come back. We'll give you a new seat. Like we never even specified what we do. Like we'd literally, if you kept complaining, we'd put a new seat in your car. Like were people like, aware of that, or was no. it? So they were. Okay. Well then. I was aware. Then <laughs> you should kind of feel guilty about that. They got the warranty. No, but that's not what they paid for. You misled them. Actually, it is what they paid for. Well, it's what they paid for. It's not what they thought they were getting. Yeah, exactly. I saw Woody's face, like, and he's like, and I don't feel guilty about it at all. Woody's eyebrows just, "Mm, not at all. (laughs) I I, I never felt guilty about one mistruth or lie, whatever you want to call it, that I I may have. I remember, this is early in in my first met Kyle. No, this won't be bad, I don't think. And uh, I was wondering how I do in the car sales game. And because uh, I thought to myself, well, I'm a pretty good speaker. I'm sociable. You know, I do well when I meet new people. And I think everyone who succeeds on YouTube probably has the aptitude to work in sales uh, you know, to some extent. But 
without saying it outright, he was kind of like, no, Woody, you know, you, you got to be a guy that thrives on like fucking up somebody's financial future. And I'm not sure that's you. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be like, yeah, just sign right there and you will not be able to afford any of your payments <laughs> going forward. Like this is your life now. Yes. This is your, yep, yeah, and now your life's over. Thank you. Yes. I'll get it wrapped right up. Yeah. For the next six years, you are going Ooh. to struggle to make this payment, and you will only enjoy this car for two months. How do I've they bought... even think that? Because I've never purchased a new car. Like when they see the payments on it, like if it says Some... like eight hundred a month or whatever, three hundred a month. I don't know for how high of an end the Some car it is. Some people don't even ask what the term is. I've sold people on the payment on the payment per month, and they didn't even know what the term was. Which is the duration, if anybody. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I, we bump people up past seventy-two months if their credit was good <laughs> enough. We put you up to like eighty-four months or whatever it is. It, it's not even a round number anymore. It's something <laughs> <ridiculous>. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I've never heard it. Heard eighty-four months? Are you sure? That's seven yeah, years. Yeah, add I another think, year. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you add another twelve months to a seventy-two. <laughs> yeah, it's it, and you if they have good credit, you can do that to them. And and so I, it, you would ask the most basic questions like, what would it take? What would it take for you to buy the car today? Or, or you could even start from like the ABCs. You'd be like, okay, we drove the car. I've told you about all of its features. We've compared it to things like the camera, Camry and the Accord. We've looked at the differences, and we see that our product definitely beats them in all these categories that you claimed were important to you. And also, I think we can meet that payment per month plan that you were looking for. So what would you say on a scale from 1 to 10, 1 being you're not interested in the car anymore, and 10 being I'm ready to take it home today, where are you right now on that scale from 1 to 10? Then they give you a seven. Okay, seven. Now, that's not too bad. I hope I didn't do anything to make you mad today. Let me ask you, though. What would it take to get you to a ten? And then they can renegotiate. How much? Well, then they're going to tell Usually me well, a price. A payment were better. Yeah, a price, a yeah. number. They'll say, have, I just, they have to give me an answer to that. Well, if the payment were better, okay. So if I could get that payment to $378 a month, and we could fit it in with these other bills because sometimes I'd, I'd do their whole fucking budget for them. <laughs> We'd be like writing out their other bills, their income, doing the math, showing, seeing if they could afford it or not. And then, it, oh, okay, well, let's take that payment down 15 more dollars a month and add a year to it. And <laughs> let me take it back to my manager. And they'd sign on that. Uh, it, sometimes it would be the contract would be the number 400, a circle around it, a line with an X, and then they'd sign on that. And that, it's like, that's it. And you have a lot of free reign as far as pricing. Yeah. Well, of course, not like total free reign. Like a buddy can't come in and you're like, all right, 100 bucks for one month. Like, you know. I, I've done both those. So I, I don't think they, didn't, they never told us you've got free reign. But just by watching other salesmen and seeing what the managers would kind of do cavalierly, I kind of figured I could take my own. To, I just took it upon myself to do it anyway. No one ever said I was allowed to negotiate the way I was I, I negotiated, but I would just say it anyway. And it, because I, I, I saw that at the end of the day, they're either going to walk out of there or they're going to buy the car. Like so, if I if I piss off a few customers, nobody's really going to care because ninety percent of them turn around and walk out anyway. So who cares if I broom a few? That's how and I picked up girls longest, in the summer. <laughs> yeah, numbers game. What was the longest amount of time someone came in and pissed away your time where you really thought, like, they're, they're in. I got them for this F-150 or whatever. And then they were like, nah, and then just left. There were a few who, who wasted my time early on before I got wise to that. Um, but after a while, I, could, I, I got good at uh, – I think that was one of the things I was better at. It was – 
pre-qualifying people, uh, not just about their credit and the, and amount of, uh, the amount of money they had, but also about their seriousness, like how uh, dedicated they were to actually coming here and buying a car or something. Um, I don't know, a couple hours, two or three, something like that. The worst, really, is when they want to buy the car, but at the end of the day, the end of the day, they can't. You know, it, it's one of those things where, like, the the finance manager's like, "Yeah, we can make this work. You've got a, you know, you've got a six thirty seven Beacon, and you're making it, you know, sixty five hundred dollars a month. Okay, blind, he's calculating. I think I can go through SunTrust or maybe, maybe a Ford Motor Comp, more, uh, Motor Credit. Maybe Ford, they've got a new thing. This man, let's seven point nine percent AP. Oh, we can get rid of that three point two percent. Blah blah. And but and hours go by, and your job is to is to be the clown. To entertain this customer who's sitting there drinking co- cup after cup of shitty coffee <laughs> while they wait for this guy to tell them whether they can get the Camry or not. And, and you've got to keep them cheery enough that they don't just finally say, you know what, fuck all this, I'm going home. I, I could be watching Seinfeld right now. And so, so I've spent a lot of time doing that only to find out they couldn't buy the car. Asking for what a friend, if you can buy the car cash, is that the kind of thing you keep hidden until the end? Are they going to, like... Are they going to assume I, I you're a man of means and screw you? I don't think it means anything at all. It doesn't. It wouldn't mean anything at all to me as a salesman. It certainly isn't going to impress me. Um, it's not going to because you know what do you are you because I've seen people buy cars for cash that were really expensive and I've seen like uh, what, what was that rapper's name? Little Young Jeezy. Young Jeezy came in one time and <laughs> bought like five of his guys all like matching Chargers. So it's like you're not going to impress me by like dry, you know be like I'm writing a check for this today. So. Uh, Let's get on it. You know, it's. I'm just like, oh, great. So I won't make any money on the back end. Great, sir. That's great. I get paid less when you do that. Uh, in some cases. So and should more, they keep that a secret until the very end? Yeah. I don't know. Definitely. It, it probably wouldn't matter too much to me. You'd get the same service and you'd get the same uh, pricing and everything, most likely. Hmm. We just hit you in a different way. And when it got to financing, like you'd have to tell us, you're like, all right, it's time to go to financing, and you'd tell the next guy. Uh, you, you're dealing with two salesmen. You got to keep that in mind at most dealerships. But I, I anyway, feel like if I keep that in my hip pocket, and, and you think, all right, all right, all right, I didn't get him with the permaplating. I didn't get him with this, but we'll fuck him with the financing. And then you're like, ah, I'm invulnerable to finance fucking. Well, usually the way it works is the salesman doesn't get paid very much on that back end anyway. Like the dealership is going to get you one way or another. They're they're usually not going to sell a unit if they're not turning a profit unless it's sort of a end of the month or end of the year or end of some time period like game where it's it's more important to sell 300 cars this quarter than it is to uh, you know not lose 500 bucks on one you know yeah we're at 299 let's get to 300 fuck a little loss it's uh, one of those deals I bought a Ford Focus for invoice price it turned out to be like the last day of March it was probably end of month end of quarter maybe I could have done better I don't know. But you could have, fuck, not much better, like not significantly better. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's focus, like like you could have done six hundred dollars better, and 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 if you got a nice focus, <laughs> like there's more. No. Mark, <laughs> that was a stick shift. I see each option, so like the most expensive focus has the most, you know, uh, margin. To I'm move. sure this was the cheapest focus. It was like a yeah, stick shift. Or like of three, shit. Oh, two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. Could have got two hundred more dollars off. To just rest easy, Woody. <laughs> 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 like, it's just fine. <laughs> no one made know. a dime off you that day. <laughs> <laughs> one thing for people to do though, because it's kind of the the age of um, you know tons of online uh, mm-hmm. car buying and stuff, and there's so much information that you really can do your research, go into the dealership, and get the car for 
virtually uh, you know, less than what the dealer paid for it, remember that salesman's putting in a few hours of time, so it's generally a, uh, a cool thing to tip your salesman. Well, that's horseshit. That can't be a thing. No one tips their car salesman, do they? I've seen, I, I, yes, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's, it's a nice thing to tip your car salesman because he's probably going to pay a lot less than you think what if, if you've got a good deal. This? What if, if you're said... smart enough to be like listening to us right now and then you know that the next time you buy a car, you're going to consider this and maybe you're going to do a little research to get a better deal, you're not one of the people who we make money off of. We make money off of stupid people. They come in and just uh, and what if sign I did right this, up. Kyle? What if and I went back to, to, you know, the shark version of Kyle and I said, dude, I'll give you 200 bucks in your pocket if you can save me, you know, $2,000. Oh, I'd love for you to ask me that question. <laughs> Done. I wanted to offer that so many times. <laughs> like, the guy's like, I know that, he, you know, he's been whittling money out of me, but I know I still got like another 2200 to go and I'm doing the math in my head and like doing my, I'm like, shit. I want to be like, dude, how about this? I'll talk for, for every, I'll, I'll knock 2,200 more dollars off this car. Just between you and me, you give me half of it, all right? <laughs> like, I want to do that, but I know he's going to, like, tell on me immediately. And then he's still going to get that deal. But I'm, gonna, I'm not the one writing the paperwork out up because right. I'm fired now. Uh -huh, like, uh -huh. that, but absolutely, I always could, like, that was in my head. And it was many, there were many times when I could have done it. Uh, like it would have made sense to do it where like I, like yeah all I got to do is write a number here you sign it and he's gonna say yes like I know that for a fact in in this scenario and like I, I want to offer that but like I never would I, I think it's probably it's probably a crime to do that I, I, I um, I'm not exactly you know, sure what the charge it's probably a crime but I put it in that same category as breaking the call of duty street date I was afraid yeah. no, no, this or one, like getting this Sprite when you paid for water this is <laughs> I think that's so, fraud um, and it would be because of like the, the large dollar amount I think amount it might be it embezzlement might or I, I a kickback or something I, I don't but yeah, that's totally a thing. Like, uh, feel free to maybe bribe the guy. I never considered suggesting that to people, but totally, you could bribe the guy. Um, yeah. So, Kyle, you're obviously a very smooth speaker, and I could see how you would excel in this and be really good. What was you? Because you said the finance guy would be in the back doing a bunch of work, maybe for an hour, two hours. You're trying to entertain the dude. What were your tactics, like your go-to's, to keep people there? Like, Whatever, to keep it them depends, cheery. It would depend on how much money they were worth. Um, uh, like, like if I was making a lot of money off their deal, there was one guy who was buying a Mustang Cobra, and it was like a 2000... I might be wrong about this. I know they only make the Cobras like once every couple of years, so correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was the 2004 Mustang Cobra. It was the previous body style, the one before the 2005 when it got all retro, uh, but it was mint. It's, this thing had like 4,300 miles on it. It was black, convertible. Uh, I think it either had red leather interior or or, uh, or tan. Either way, it, it was it was all perfect. No, no it was it was a one hundred percent car, uh, and we were charging and like forty thousand dollars for it or something. Thirty thousand, thirty two. Yeah, it was thirty two thousand. It's in my head now. We charged thirty two thousand dollars for it. We had taken it in for twenty two thousand dollars. That's ten thousand dollars of profit. Uh, I was gonna get like a third of that in my pocket. So. And it was getting close to the end. It was like a Friday or something. Like it, this was going to cap off a pay period. And I wanted that money and I needed it at the time, I think. And his credit was iffy. 
it was just right on the borderline. And like, I don't know, I took him out on a test drive with it. I was like, let's drive and get some dinner while they work on this thing. So like he drives the Cobra, he like takes me some, and the whole time he's like, no, no, I know what it can do. I know what it can do. I don't need to drive it. He refused to drive it. And, and I, but you got to make him drive it. It's about the sizzle, not the steak. So he drives it and it's, it's so deep and throaty and sexy. And that six speed shifter is just tilted over to the left just perfectly it fits your palm and that that clutch is so fucking stiff it feels like you're operating a race car this is a real svt performance fucking machine it's not a it's not an everyday street car anymore you're in a race car now sir and you know we i go buy him a burrito or whatever and and six and a half hours later his financing came through my manager wouldn't take a dime off he, he refused to to not make ten thousand dollars on hmm. that uh on that mustang so stuff like that just kissing their ass um, just entertaining their kids, uh, making, uh, fucking around with like other salesmen and like putting balloons on the other salesmen to make my people laugh. Uh, I used to do this prank to Rich Domville. If anybody <clears throat> knows the guy who's about 50 years old named Rich Domville, I'm so sorry, Rich, for the hell I <laughs> I was 19, dude. What the fuck? I couldn't help it. <laughs> this guy. I, I, I ruined his days. Like he, he wasn't a good salesman. He started the same time as I did, and, and I was much better than he ever was. He never did very well, and he, I, he just had a hard time. And I would steal his chair, for his desk chair, while he was with customers, like t- just turned around for an instant, and I'd have it, and it was gone. And, and nobody would know what had happened. And he'd just be like, what the? What the? And he'd have these meltdowns, and he'd lose customers. (laughs) And we thought it was hilarious, but I was just kind of a prankster. I would, on Saturdays, we always had uh, helium balloons in the showroom, and I would tie the balloon to a uh, paper clip, bend one end out so there was a hook. I'd walk up behind you and hook it on your belt loop. Now you're a walking clown. You just got a balloon with you all the time. Sometimes I'd write something on the balloon. You're greeting customers with a... Some, the game eventually became how many balloons can you put on the guy before he knows it. <laughs> like like uh, like we we'd get to six or seven sometimes. There was this one guy who started and he he was really high strung. He was he he um he, he just had all, he had a lot of nervous ticks. He he didn't get along with anyone. He was very overweight. He sweat. He would sweat so much. He would just be soaking through the collars of his white shirts and stuff. But he was huge. He was like six foot six i guess i gotta look up at this guy and he had like his neck was like really craned forward this big 45 year old intimidating guy and for some reason i thought it would be a good idea to cover his phone uh headset like the the both ends of it with ink from one of those ink sets like that you you know use on stamps like the legit ink i inked his phone then i go to my desk my, when my buddy saw and I, uh, I dial his extension, fucking call him up. <laughs> Six, and it's big, goopy, like half circle here. And his whole ear on the inside is all black. He didn't notice for like an hour. But he knew who did it. <laughs> he, he's fucking screaming at me in the middle of the showroom floor, like, like threatening me. Like, 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 I'll Are you filled him. with regret I'll at this point? <laughs> laughing at him it's great uh, so i was kind of a dick yeah yeah <laughs> i can agree with that <laughs> that's, a, that's a genuinely mean-spirited thing to do to another human being <laughs> that every day i did that every day like balloon i was thing's not, funny the balloon thing was funny i would also tape balloons to the to the bathroom door you know you just double double side scotch tape 
And then I would glue a thumbtack to the wall. So when the door opens, thumbtack plus balloon, and you get a loud explosion from a helium balloon in a bathroom and just scared the fuck out of everybody all day long. And <laughs> to the point where, like, the salesman who hadn't been pranked or just or who had already been pranked or just waiting on the next one, like, uh, you know, I added some fun to the, uh, to the office. It was, it was a real... Uh, there's a lot of drudgery to it. Everybody's hauling in there every morning, early, early as fuck, drinking our shitty bitter coffee, and you know, needed to add some laughs to the day so there wouldn't be some cries. I used to fuck with people at Cisco, but looking back, I'm not sure it was nice. Like, like, so it mostly interns, right? If there was an intern that that worked with me or for me, oh fuck, I. It was just dumb stuff. Like, you know, you have a flat screen monitor. I'd swap it out with a CRT. Everyone had these office chairs that were like padded with arms and wheels on it. I'd give them a wooden stool. Just fuck with it. You know, they go off to lunch. Cube filled with boxes from head to toe. And, and sometimes the boxes look like trash. Like, it wasn't just nice, clean boxes. <laughs> There's like packing materials and peanuts and shit like that. All stacked to the top. And... um some of the interns would laugh and be like, all right, all right, who's got my chair? Other people are like, oh, fuck, my chair got downgraded. Well, you know, I guess this is my new life, you know, sitting on a yeah, wooden stool. It's like too high for the desk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and I just, I just mess with them all the time. Uh, you know, even dumb stuff. Like they had their names on the cubes and to put a different name I, in there. I've told the story about the calling the salesman pretending I was a customer and and like you know telling him I wanted him to take off his underwear and everything right like I I've, I've told I, that one a bunch of times I, maybe I don't recall it must All have right, been so a long I, while ago I'll tell it fast I know people don't like it when you retell stories but if you tell them in fast forward it's totally cool yep I won't do that I'll <laughs> tell it in uh in, in in medium speed I'll slow it down even more if I want to fuck you guys so uh, <laughs> there was one guy who came to work at the dealership his name was Mitty M-I-T-I he was from he was from the same place as the water Fiji like the actual place and uh, his real he wouldn't tell us his last name ever because I think because he thought we'd mispronounce it and and like he did he wasn't interested in teaching us his name and that pissed me off because it's like well you don't think I'm fucking capable of pronouncing your name you're going to work here with me 78 hours a week and I can't fucking learn your name? Fuck you. So I already didn't like Mitty. I felt like he was, his wife was a doctor and she was the real breadwinner of the family. And, uh, and, and I felt like Mitty just had a, had a chip on his shoulder because of that. And, and, and he was always just a little shithead. He's like 50 years old and I'm 19. Keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, but we're co-workers and he's, uh, his English is uh, very abrupt and sharp. And Mitty is quick to learn, but uh, is not going well. And so I call <laughs> Mitty from an inside line. I got like three or four of my buddies around me. I got, an, I got Austin, my friend from Nigeria, this big black guy. Uh, I got my friend Saul from Lithuania. He's a skinny white guy that I ended up being roommates with. And I got Francisco, who's from fucking Mexico City, and he giggled like a schoolgirl. He's like 60 years old at the time. And so I call him up on his line. I see Mitty answer the phone. That's the best part when you can physically get to see him engage with you. And it's like you get to do that. And so and I put on my gay voice, which is <laughs> I, it's a bit insulting. I won't do it now. Just stereotypical lispy gay voice. Hi there. How are you doing? I'd like to buy an F-150. Oh, absolutely. Well, I'll buy all the options, sweetie. So it just went on and on <laughs> like that. Basically like pumping this guy up. Like, yeah, I'm ready to come in now, 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 now. I, when I buy a car, I buy a car. I'm like... I, I'm like taking any of his fears away. I'm letting him know I'm a customer. I'm coming in today. 
this is more of an uh, appointment I'm setting up. I don't want to. I don't, you don't have to whine and dine me. I'm I, I'm easy to bed here. I'm I'm getting that across to him 100. And then I drop the the dime on him. Like all right. But here's the thing. Every time I buy a car, I like to take a little something from the salesman. One guy took his tie. One guy took one of his socks. It was silly. I took another guy's belt when I bought a nice Camaro one year. With you, Mitty, Mitty, I got to ask you, could you do something like that? Oh, yes, sir, absolutely. You, know, you come and buy the car today, we make a deal. Oh, okay, wonderful. Mitty, I got to ask, boxers or briefs? Hmm. And he's... <laughs> And it's just quiet. And you can see he's over there. Oh. <laughs> and we're all just like, like fucking schoolgirls laughing our asses off. I'm, I'm like, let's hear, let's hear. He's fucking, uh, briefs. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'll tell you what. I'll be there in 35 minutes, Mitty. I've got my brother. He's bringing me down. He's, that way he can take my car home. I'm keeping it. But I want that F-150. So if he can get it brought around, I'll pay. Whatever the sticker price is, that's how I do business. No muff, no fuss. And... I'm going to need that underwear in hand when I get there. And he's, he's, he agrees to it. Everything's sold. He walks past us to the bathroom to take off his underwear. And that's when we let him have it. He turned redder than any Asian man has ever turned. <laughs> like, he was so humiliated in a, in, in a way that you can only humiliate a, a, an Asian man. Like, like, like a white guy could have shook this off, but not him. It was like I fucking chipped away at generations of honor. And, 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 <laughs> and we're in this face-off where I'm like, I'm six foot two of me in my, in my like business, uh, uh, in my like suit shoes or whatever. They're, they're kind of lifted on the bottom. And he's all of like five foot five. And he fucking does this underhanded karate punch like this and punches me in the stomach. And I'm certainly not Bruce Wayne or anything, but if I see somebody going to hit me in the stomach, I had enough like locker room bouts in high school to like tighten up really quick, and it didn't hurt at all. And I was just like, the "Fuck's your problem, Mitty?" And I just pushed him. <laughs> and so I, and when I push him, he got, we, he was kind of we were kind of up on this like raised platform, so he stumbles backwards and falls on some desk. And there's the general manager right there, C.J. Turner, just walked in, and he just saw that he just saw me push this old guy down some stairs. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Kyle, what you doing, Kyle? You're my soldier, Kyle. What you doing starting fights in the showroom floor? Kyle's the assassin. Like, <laughs> I was. was. You're my assassin. Not like this. Not like this. <laughs> Chris Tucker or something. And, and, I'm just, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me explain. And I very quickly explained to him what had just happened. And he just, he's just like, <laughs> and then I, I didn't think it was possible he turned even redder Mitty turned even redder <laughs> and he never spoke to me again never looked at me again like ever that was the last time we ever had any sort of uh, back and forth or even like eye contact from that day forward he worked there for like another 10 months or something that is that was, really really fucking funny that was the Mitty but point. that is also really really mean <laughs> <laughs> Because this isn't just like a prank where you're like doing something with their their tea or something where it's like, oh, oh there's not as much sweetener as you anticipated. <laughs> yeah, I like, put salt in your water. Yeah, it's something where it's like he's sitting there like, oh, my God, I can sell this car. Uh, my, my wife, she can get a new dress. We'll be able to go out this month. My kids, yeah. they can buy. I'll be able to get the N64. I'll be, I'll be the hero that they want me to nope. be. And then it's some little shit-eating punk sitting across <laughs> the way it's giving you a shit. Oh, oh Lord. Man, I, the way you describe this sounds like it was Animal House in the showroom. Like, what were customers doing as you were berating 
Asian men for you know <laughs> See, that's the taking thing. Off. It's only busy at certain times. We're do we're 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 doing this because there's nothing else to do. Why there are, are no customers. So many hours. Then you said you have to work tons of hours. Can't you just cherry pick the good ones? No, you got to be there in case somebody strolls in. Because if somebody walks in at a weird time, it's it might be because they took off work. It seems like by the car you, you gotta could like work. 20% of the hours and make 80% of the money. You're like a fishnet. It's, it's, you could, like you it's could, all in this game. Like it's a numbers there. game. Like, like, yeah, on Saturday afternoon, that's when you're going to be able to see as many, see a lot more people, but that doesn't mean you can call in on Tuesday. You got to be there Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. It's, it's a, it's a grind. You got to be that net in the ocean waiting on, because mm. the contacts you make on, on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, those are some of your guaranteed sales on Saturday. You're, those are the guys who come back and actually do buy. It's, it's, uh, that's how it works. I don't know how else mm. to put it. It's, if you don't put in all those crazy hours, it just doesn't seem productive. Well, this guy got his money's worth out of his Patreon question. He sure <laughs> did. Well, Patreon, uh, you we go. thank you for, for getting value. that out of Kyle. So it costs like $10. Yeah, that's a steal. Hop on board. Hop on board. Patreon.com slash PKA. Annotations on the side. Link in the description. Let's do more. Okay. Um, I'm looking. Here's a... This one keeps grabbing my eye. My question is, should I take a job that doubles my current salary and is full-time, 44K per year, or go back to my old job, $8 an hour, and finish school faster? I presume he means, like, college, university. Ah. <sighs> Full time at forty four k or part time faster. That's and that's not double by the way because eight dollars per hour is sixteen grand per year, so forty four k is like triple. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? I think you should take What's the forty four thousand and continue. Yeah, we need more information, but and it depends how much slower we're talking. But I think you take the forty four k because that's not too not too shabby, and you continue with your schooling and you get done as soon as you can. Yeah, I'm tempted to yeah. say take the money unless you think there's a real chance that you'll quit school. You know, yeah. if you earn forty four k without school, and you decide that this is good enough for you, whereas you otherwise would have launched yourself into the six digits, but instead you're you're there forever. Um, then you've made a, a career mistake. Yeah, there are a lot of contingencies because, like, presumably there's nothing going to be keeping you from going back later in life. Like, it looks like you got an opportunity now for that amount of money a year. Do that for a couple years. If you hate it, go back and finish school. But don't turn away a sure thing like that. And, of course, this depends how much that is relatively by where you're living or, you know, what expenses he has. But I think that's the good option. And if you're, like, majoring in engineering or something where it's going to be a like, computer you know, something where you know you're going to have a great job right out of college, then maybe just stick with the school, get done with it, and enter the, you know, workforce in that career. But if you're doing, like, English lit or something that you just are doing because you enjoy it, absolutely take that money. And then if you want to finish it up because it's a passion later in life, then do that. Yeah. Yeah, but don't take the job if it means you're not actually going to finish school. You should probably finish school. You'll be glad you did. I was wondering if the hosts have had a midlife crisis, and if so, what was it? If not, what do they think that theirs will consist of? Have you had a midlife crisis? You guys are a little young for that. Uh, what do you think yeah. yours will be about if you get one? I don't think I'll have one because I, I think um, I, I think that's something that uh, that happens when you 
don't do the things that you want to do in life. I think that's when you get to a, the midpoint of your life and you look back at what you've done and, you're, and you think it's, it's lame and you, you're like, ah, I didn't take advantage of this opportunity and that opportunity and now I'm just drudging away and the drudgery's never going to end now, is it? So hopefully uh, I don't get to that point. I don't think any of us uh, here will. Uh, I, I hope not anyway. There was a thing, and I've told this story many times, but like, so I worked at Cisco for a good long time. I think it was 13 years. And uh, I never really considered that there were more entertaining lives out there, right? It wasn't until YouTube happened. I, uh, I did it forever. And then something like it, it, it popped in my head. Like as I watched Kyle do his job and other YouTubers do their thing, I think I was, I was talking to white boy a lot at the time. And, uh, it was just like, look at these people. And I swear it would literally happen. Like I'd stick my head out, like above the cube and look around and, and, and like, like this is, this is soul sucking for me. Like this is I'm, I'm, I, somehow my expectations just went higher, and and I, I you see a sea of cubes. I don't know if you guys have ever been in an office environment where there's like a sea of cubes and you see over all of them, and I'm, I'm there's like 250 people in my sight that I can see all of them working there, just head on you know hands on the keyboard, face on the monitor, and I had done that for you know 20 years, although not all of it at Cisco, and. Uh, and it would like, I don't know if you call it a midlife crisis, but it became this sort of like, I want to try something else. Like there's, there's a better life out there and it's not an awful life. I mean, if you roll the, if you look at my life pre YouTube, you roll the dice, you know, a six sided die, it was probably a four or five, but, um, I didn't know there were sixes out there that they were realistic for me. And, you know, so and I now guess, you've got yourself a real thick six. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, but I, I don't know. So midlife crisis, if you call it that, I, I decided to sort of take a flyer on myself. And, and you know, I've talked about this betting on yourself stuff too. I, I see people like, you know what? I'm going to bet on me. I'm going to be a full-time YouTuber. Meanwhile, they're getting like a thousand views a video. No, asshole. Don't. Bad bet. Bad bet. Bad bet. Yeah. <laughs> bad bet. If you want to bet on yourself, fucking, you know, stack the deck before you place your bet. Uh, don't just be like, oh, I'm going to jump off a cliff and give it a go and, and hope that things are okay. Stack the deck, asshole. You lazy, 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 lazy piece of shit. If you're not stacking the deck before you bet on yourself, what the fuck is wrong with you? You know, work, asshole. Work two jobs. Do whatever it takes. Fucking set yourself up for success before you take this chance. And, you know, I've watched like, person after person on YouTube bet on themselves. And, and uh, you know, and, and I swear everyone's going to think I'm talking about one guy, but I'm not. I'm talking about lots of people. And uh, stack the deck so that when you make this bet, it's a sure thing. That's how you do it. You know, when I left Cisco, I was making as much off YouTube as I was from Cisco. Like, if, if <laughs> it, it, it wasn't a bad bet, you know, it, it was a good bet. And, um uh, yeah, so I guess if I'm answering the midlife crisis question again to circle back to it, I, I feel like sometimes the midlife crisis isn't so much that like this is terrible. It can also take the form of there's a better life. And, um, you know, it certainly wasn't a, oh my gosh, I've made it here and, and like this is a train wreck. I'm, I'm not satisfied with what I've, where I am. It was just uh, like, huh, I wonder what else we can do about this. And, um, that's a good answer. And that's yeah. where that happened to me. 
That's a very good answer. So I uh, make a short clip of that. Very motivating. Definitely so. <laughs> well done, Woody. Well, I, saw, I didn't know I it was no good. I, I, I can't even begin to answer this question. I'm 20. Hey, you're way too young. I have no perspective. Yeah. I'm way too young as well. How different? Because the 18 version, 18 year old version of you would have tackled it head on. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> this oh. I will never have this midlife crisis because I have it all figured out. Sophomore in high school, Taylor, he could have told you a thing or two about this. <laughs> Um, I like the question about asking me if I'd ever do another boot camp. I definitely would. So I think I'd be willing to do one for Chiz um, for, for, you know, for free. Just, you know, bring yourself and let's, let, let's have some fun. Um, but, but, well, is but, he still heavy enough to constitute that? Because I, sure. I haven't seen him in a while, but I figured he was losing quite a bit with his diet. He needs to he needs to get physical with it. I think I think he's uh, he stays cooped up too much. I think he need, we need to get him out there doing some Jeremy pulls. You know, get him dressed up like a gorilla or something. Doing some jumping jacks, swatting at drones as they fly at him like King Kong. We can have some fun this time around. Can I? Jump in? Um, on yeah. on the chiz thing, I think um, in my opinion, losing weight's not about the activity. It's about the diet. Like you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's diet, diet, diet. You can't exercise away a bad diet. Um, but I think that what Chiz does is he hits the diet hard and he kind of yo-yos with it. Like it comes and goes. Some weeks he'll be mega discipline, more than a Hollywood star. And then the next week, not so much. Yeah. I didn't want to make it a Chiz thing. I was just saying for Chiz, oh. I would do one for free. However, I think if I were going to do that again for like anybody else that I can even think of, I would have to charge just, just, just to make it... For one thing, to keep myself in check, because if I'm not getting paid, I, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna have gonna a hard motivated. time. I'm not gonna be as motivated. And uh, for another, it's just too much of my time. I saw last time to just give away for free. It was, it was a big commitment uh, on my part that I made, and it took precedent over a lot of other things that I had going on at the time. What and would I the would charge want, be? To have you thought about it? It would. Yeah, it'd be high. I mean, for a it, month. I mean, it, yeah, for a month, um, it, somewhere between fifteen and thirty thousand. It would it, it would be absurd. It's it's too expensive to do. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying like don't come to the FPS Kyle boot camp starting at only fifteen thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm saying like if you wanted me to do that again, like you'd have to pay me like five hundred dollars a day. Uh, you just would. Uh, I don't know how why else I would do it. The man's a multi-trillionaire. He's not going to do this for free. Yeah, there you go. his time is too valuable. <laughs> um, that is. Oh, you'd have to do some like guaranteed results. Yeah, so, yeah, like, oh, absolutely, have, yeah, totally. Have one person in for a lower price that like you see in them, you can just turn it around like yeah, right. boom, and then have them as the the photo poster child, the poster child. Yeah, people and were trying to make that. Wasn't Wings trying to like do that with somebody at one point? Wasn't he trying to become someone's poster child? I think that that I think he had like weight loss supplements like contacting him on Twitter or something like that or something like that and they wanted him to like be their poster child and I was like wait a fucking minute he's my poster <laughs> child <laughs> my mother um, I don't know if I told this story but my mom called me called me this week and uh, she listens to every minute of this show so hi mom oh, and uh, yeah hi Woody's mom yeah this she knows all about your handy yeah <laughs> so, so anyway um, that's alright she's if you've watched the show much, my mom's not a virgin. So um, uh, anyway, back on topic. She's like, oh, I bet you'd like to see your fat mom right now. My mom's lost a bunch of weight. I haven't seen her in since Christmas or something like that. And, um, and she's lost a bunch of weight. It's partly through exercise, but it's partly through medicine. 
Like, I, I think she's taking testosterone, like, you know, like she's older and, uh, you know, putting her hormones back at the level that maybe a younger woman would have T and E and who knows what. And, um, and I, I don't want to get her meds wrong, but I thought someone said there was an ADD medicine in there, ADHD medicine, which everyone knows sort of ups your energy level and kind of lowers your, uh, appetite. So you take all those things and put them together and apparently I have a skinny mom. Ooh. And uh, Oh, good for her. Imagine yeah. the punishment she must be taking. He was wearing her out when she was a little heavy. As she slims down and becomes more and more attractive. Need some prof- she's gonna need like a uh, some sort of like professional grade help down there. She's gonna have to, he's gonna be tearing that up. And there's not as much cushion there anymore. I oh mean, man, that's true. From they're all angles, friction fires in bed. Uh, friction fires in bed. God, yeah. I hate to have a cabin att- like attached to those <laughs> one of those fucking Disney cruises, like. I hope those oh, balls. they would ruin your vacation. Yeah, and then like, like they are older, so they're not in their prime. So if you did hear something going on, you'd be like, "All right, some, something's happening. Something's going on." And they come out, and they're <laughs> seventy-five, and it's like, "Oh, ew. Like, <laughs> <laughs> are are they?" I, I'm just wondering, are they really into like, um, uh, what do they? What do you call it? Like public displays of affection? Is there a lot of kissing and hugging and touching in public? Like, like if when they're on the railing of this boat, yeah, yeah. This Disney, cruise, I they're think- looking at. Are they going to be getting a little grabby and making out a little and hugging on each other? Not that. No, no. They would be hugging. Uh, certainly some hand-holding, possibly some hand-on-waist action, you know, like that dual kind of couple waist-hold thing. And uh, I I think my mom is definitely down with inappropriate touching, but she is, um, you know, Merka's girlfriend, 50 years experience advanced. Oh, wow. You would have a hard time catching my mom. It's very rare. I see. So she's, she's like a hand job ninja. <laughs> that, that's actually what I call her around that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful. Wow. That's gross. Uh, well, this, is this, is, uh, this is a new segment of the show we'll be doing every week called What's New Mom? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 she, uh, she very rarely, rarely gets caught, but I know that it happens, and I suspect it happens a lot more often than I know. But... Um, yeah, she's she's affectionate. She's uh, she, I, wow. I think she's she's a good wife. So it sounds like it. Is that something that usually fizzles away once you get that old, either out of disinterest or out of just not having the tools to do it? Like you're just so old, it's like you just can't. I don't know how old they are. Uh, they're in their sixties. I think my father might be. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably get this wrong, but if I were to toss out numbers, I'd say sixty-seven and sixty-five. So that's not super, super old yet. Like, I was thinking more like once you get to like 76 or something, it almost gets to be like just dust on <coughs> bone. No, just nothing. You know, one thing dust that's on interesting. bone. <laughs> just dryness. Dryness <laughs> and friction and disinterest on both sides because you're more interested in watching Hannity and. <laughs> you're, not, you're not far off on the Hannity yeah. thing. Um, what was I going to say? I had a thing on the tip of my tongue. My parents. It wasn't just sex. Nah, hopefully it well, comes hopefully back. Hopefully not. I was thinking about my parents, and it wasn't just about fucking or sex or <laughs> they're like oh, head. No, that can't be right. That's usually what dominates my thoughts about. <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, it was about sex. 
<laughs> I was gonna retell the story. Just like I, I feel like the defining, like I remember one time I got into a fight with a friend of mine because um, my mother had it. I've told the story before, but he was my best friend. He was making fun of me because I somehow mentioned that my mom had a. Uh, I guess we'll call it like a a growth or some sort of tumor or a lump. A lump is the best word to use on like her pubic mound or something like that. And I didn't know what to think of it or make of that or whatever. Um, it was like, oh, my mom has a lump on her pubic mound. How embarrassing. She had to like have a doctor help her with it or something. It wasn't until like 20 years later, I was like, wait a minute. What was that thing called? And like, look, it, it was from repeated pounding. Like that was the na- that was the source of her injury. Repeated pounding on my mom's rough sex, just trauma, <laughs> blunt force trauma. Could you imagine the beating it's going to be taking? Uh, right now, I'd say. Right, right now, now, they are on a Disney 11, cruise somewhere. p.m. They're somewhere off the coast of Alaska. So. <laughs> That's not. It's something. I think they're going to Greenland. She last time she called me as they were exiting port, and I think they took the the ship from Florida to New York City. And they were exiting New York, and um, like cell phone reception was going to be cutting out before long as they headed into deeper water. And they were headed up, I think, to Greenland or Iceland or something like that. So, yeah, that's so right now they're on a cruise ship at 11 p.m. or maybe it's a little. What would it be later there? Because they're probably a time zone or two east. But yeah, they're they live a vacation life. So that's a thing. You got another one? <coughs> sure. Um, if you had an opportunity to have a second home anywhere in the world, where would you want to live? Hmm. There's lots of great places. That's hard to say. I'm going to expose my, um, my like, ignorance on geography. But I want to say, like, somewhere... Are the, you know the Netherlands and Finland and Norway? Are they the Baltic states? Like that trio of states, I'm sure this will be on the PKA subreddit. Someone who lives there and like knows. Could you repeat that? The Baltic states. I think it might be Norway, Finland, and the Netherlands. I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Yeah. Well, I've that's... never heard the term the Baltic states. So like, I think I'm, <coughs> I'm thinking I'm just out of the loop. Okay. So uh, I was thinking somewhere up there. They have a really good um, like standard of living. Uh, the people are known to be like kind and courteous and it just, it's, it, it's one of the happiest, you know, like they do these like national rankings on where people are the most content and happy and they always seem to do well. So wouldn't it be nice to summer in like Norway and then like, you know, I could spring, fall and winter uh, in, in the South in America here in North Carolina. Mm. Just a thought. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. It's that's a hard one. I don't. There's there's so many beautiful places. I, I would have to sit down and really think about that before I could make a really educated decision. Though New Zealand is always on the top list of like beautiful places, it seems because you know I've seen the Lord of the Rings. Or, or maybe it'd be a surfing place for me. Maybe if transportation's a big deal too. Like if I hypothetically could teleport to this other home, I might drop it in like Fiji or something, and just surf and enjoy it and get to bounce back here. But if it's really about having a second home in the realistic world, then maybe I'd try to balance the seasons. Mm. That's probably how I'd do it. Huh. Well, Kyle, you 
probably not, but maybe looking to buy a new place. You really you like being where you are. You like having your family. Your yeah, definitely geographically, that that part's not going to change too much. I think. I don't think I'm going to move across country. Probably not. Allow me to go um, morbid on you. You'll outlive your father, right? So fast forward, yeah. however many years that is. <clears throat> Do you suddenly get like super mobile and say, you know what? I am only going to live in the best place in the world, and that best place might be here. Hmm. Maybe. Uh, I, I guess I could conceive of doing something like that. It's hard to say. Because in my um, head, your roots aren't really, really to your community or your town or whatever. Nah. You're really, you're close with your father. Yeah, that's it. Uh, um, that, that's it. Uh, so, yeah, I could, I could see moving at that point. Uh, realistically speaking, um, you know, I'm, I'm about to like do some stuff that's going to root me to here uh, pretty dramatically. Though, you know, the broth maybe you're I, starting. A, I could I could totally see getting like uh, an apartment somewhere else, maybe like if there was some city uh, somewhere else that I'd like to be a, like a part time resident of. <coughs> I mean, a thousand dollars a month. Maybe there's enough uh, money laying around to just have a second residence somewhere. That's not too bad of an idea. And I could just kind of visit Chicago whenever I wanted to or Denver whenever I wanted to or Los Angeles or something like that. And one of the cheaper ones couldn't do that in Los Angeles. We were talking about your new business on PKN. And uh, so the conversation's like, it's been replaying in my head, right? You said, Woody, you thought this Minecraft thing was going to be nothing, right? And it turned out to be fantastic. And I was like, right. And I think that your brothel, let's say, is going to be amazing. So what does that tell you? If I thought this was this and this is this, then how high is this really going to be? And you're like, it tells me you're bad at estimating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. No. no. It'll, be, uh, it'll be medium to, I mean, it, it could do really well, but, uh, but you'll just have to wait and see. And I won't get my hopes up or anything. I think it's going uh, to be definitely worth doing. And, uh, and then we'll just kind of see from there. Every whore in Vegas and Thailand and Dominican Republic will be using your product and... It'll uh, it'll go worldwide, global, and you'll crush it. Yeah, I re I still think I should do the uh, the energy drink. I think that should be my thing. Ah, well, my heart belongs to Gamma right now. <laughs> that some, like, some like Russian crunk juice or something. It's got, <laughs> it's got vodka in it for you know purity, and uh, yeah, I think that would be the way to go. What happens when you dehydrate vodka, like? I saw powdered alcohol on Reddit today. Really? Yeah. Hey, did you see the Navy's, um, like, the, the railgun demonstration? Is it something new? Yeah. It, here it is. It's in, this is in GIF form. Because I, so I, I, I... Go on. I'll, I'll see what you got here. So it uses... Uh, it's electromagnetically, fi electromagnetically fired. There's no, like uh, like, powder being burnt or explosive or fuel or anything like that. Um, oh, that didn't send. Let me. Or there might be powder being burnt, but you can choose which round, and they're all stacked in the tube. No. No, that's a totally different thing. Um, so this is a rail gun. Uh, you're thinking of um, something like the the where the the rounds are sequentially stacked. It's like yes. rounds and projectile. That that's different. That that's electronically uh, fired. Like it uses a, 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 an electrical burst to ignite that powder, so it can fire in super fast accession, crazy rates of fire, because mm -hmm. uh, there's no moving pieces in that and that sort of thing. But this is a railgun. Um, this is using, I think, electromagnetism to fire this uh, 
this projectile. Oh, so it, it took me a while to understand it. Like, cause I hear rail and I don't even like, I'm like, do I understand what that means? Fences have rails and trains have rails. This thing is launched electromagnet. So magnets suck it through a tube super fast and then push it out the end. Yes. Really? Yeah. I had no idea they could do that. So what is this going through? Is that like really thick steel plates or something that it just bursts through like 10 of them? Yeah, I think so. That's uh, and there's no explosives there, so all that fire is is, is just kinetic energy. Really? That's pretty ridiculous. FPS Russia makes a twenty-two that can do this. Eight, well, close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> That's pretty neat. I yeah. wonder what the future of guns is. It seems like we've been on the gunpowder thing for a really long time. Uh, uh, <clears throat> the Navy's new railgun, maybe. Yeah, but how could that work for like a individual firearm? Oh, it just well. seems like it need a really big power source. On the other hand, the what is it called? The thing I was thinking of, where the rounds are stacked and you can uh, like the G11 was yeah, the yeah. original one. Uh, but but they use it. They use that technology in like uh, uh, anti like uh, air stuff now because the rate of fire can is almost exponential you, when you keep adding barrels. It mm -hmm. becomes like millions of rounds a minute and stuff like that, and just sort of sounds like a. Uh, and you're like, we just shot 120,000 times. It's like, holy shit. Because it's like <laughs> bullet powder, bullet powder, bullet powder stacked in a barrel. And so if you've got a computer to figure out how to send those electric uh, impulses to fire each round in sequence at the perfect time, then the rate of fire is almost limitless. Do you have a clip of one of those? Yeah. What's or it called? A like a gift? Like, isn't it called like uh, the... The, I don't know. Bees nest or something crazy like that. <laughs> the bees nest. Yeah, Striking sounds, fear. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Hellstorm, I think. Yeah, I think it's called Hellstorm. That sounds all right. Usually right. they right? get something that scary. scarier. Yeah. <laughs> no, Hellstorm's already a missile. Mm, that's not it then. It's something storm, maybe. I can't remember. Uh. Metal Storm? I guess it's not the Hornet yeah, it's, gun. It's Metal Storm. Metal Storm. Great band name. I have <laughs> a video. Yeah. It's, right. it's a minute and a half long-ish. Oh, I found it. Did you? Same video? I'm curious. A Clark 79? <clears throat> yeah, that's it. Yep. Are we all on my video or some other video? No, we're all on yours. All right, ready, set, play. It's not impressive at all, but I think it will be. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna ramp up. They can't start you at a ten. <laughs> Work you at one just to show how impressive it is. Thirty rounds a minute, necessary. What would this even be used for? Um, That's shooting down other projectiles. Mm. So this, for those listening, this isn't even a regular looking gun. It's just what looks like a big speaker almost <laughs> square with two <laughs> adjacent squares of barrels, one on top of the other. And now it's shooting 1 million rounds per minute. But only so 180 go, rounds. Yeah, it's just going to go. <laughs> yeah, it just kicked uniformly. Like it, they all came out at once. Yeah. A million rounds a minute. No, this is the same There's thing. The impact. Oh, okay. The target impact. 
What is the target? Just wood? Drywall. Drywall. Dude. Who would have expected that a million rounds a minute would do that? <laughs> something like drywall. It's only 180 rounds. I want to see them. Drywall armor and their cardboard I, swords. Here's like motion. I want to see 10,000 rounds shot. Oh, well, that wouldn't work. Wow, that slow motion was worse. They need this, like. I've got better slow mo guns in my closet than that shit. That's pretty bad. Well, they spent all their money on ammunition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's um, the thing. I can't even imagine a practical application for that. That couldn't Shooting. be done in a better way. If you're going to shoot down a missile or something, maybe. <laughs> That's the thing I was thinking. At first, I was like, it fires such a big solid block. Why not just fire like an artillery, you know, if you're trying to make something go bang? But Kyle's right. If you're trying to effectively fire like a net of trouble in the air, then this is the way you do it. You know, you aim that thing at a plane and it has to fly through 180 rounds or 360 rounds. That's what it is. It's a flying net of shrapnel. Yeah. It would it would auto. You would want it set up so that it could auto <laughs> sense like grenades or missiles incoming and shoot. You know, a couple hundred it, rounds. It and, seems a lot cheaper. Like I'd rather have the tracking system on the sentry gun to to launch its stuff than to have it in the missile. At which point, like everything I take down costs me a million dollars. Is that a cheaper way to win a war? Yeah, we haven't found one. Oh. It, so the U.S. spends more than I've heard six, the next six countries combined, the next ten countries combined in military and such. But I don't know that we're, like, we could take the next ten. No, we spend more, and that's what, we spend ten times as much, that's why we're twice as good. I don't think we're Maybe. spending it, like, really efficiently. And some of this is, like, the GI Bill and shit like that. <laughs> like, you know, it's, it's not even winning wars, it's investing in your country. I saw that ISIS was had took uh, had taken a, a city only seventy miles from Baghdad, Kabani maybe. Uh, I don't know my forgive my Iraqi geography, but it, I, I remember that they were mentioning it was one that uh, a lot of Americans had died in the taking of. And I guess it's one of those things where it's just like, what was the fucking point? Like, why did we do all that? Like now it's fallen to actual like villains. Yeah, right. Saddam had it, who was whatever. Who was just a, you know, he fits right in with the, like, the, the nut jobs that we, we just are happy that, you know, they're not making war left and right. You got that nut job in North Korea, and there's always some kooky fucker ruling a country somewhere. Why, why did this one have to go? Yeah. yeah. Now ISIS has taken over cities. Have you seen the footage of ISIS uh, executing a guy with a bazooka? I have not. <laughs> Would well, you that like seems to? wasteful. I uh, I I tell you when those I watched things, it. If it's an RPG, also, those things are cheap. So oh. let's see this. I, uh, I I'm sorry that I reacted that way, but this is gonna be funny if they shoot this guy with a fucking bazooka, man. It, mm. If they shoot him with an RPG or something. Um, how I, how is that whole situation going? I have not followed it at all. Okay. Gaining ground. Kind of medium. Just kind of a stalemate almost. Oh, here's the video. All oh, right. this guy, look. Scroll down a bit. Um, there's like two images and then a video. Uh, I hit play by accident. So let me go back to, to the start there. Are you ready? So it is an RPG. Zero. Seven seconds in. I'm trying. There I can go to seven. I'm, I'm at zero. zero now. I'm at zero. You guys ready? I am ready to go. Ready, set, play. Aha. Now, some of you might find this upsetting. Oh, shit, I almost didn't have it on the screen. They have an RPG, and they have a man tied to a post. Looks like a telephone pole, kind of, but it's yeah, not. Yeah. But that's They're what it looks like. They're kind of very backyard. 
they've backed up to, I'm going to say, about 40 yards away. Uh, you know, a safe distance to shoot a man with an RPG. By the way, this is a pretty good shot if he's going to hit this guy. I was going to ask you that. He's, he's clearing the crowd from around him so the backblast won't damage him. He's taking aim. The cameraman is bad at this. He really should be aiming at the... Oh! Uh, so did, I couldn't even tell it was so fast. And the cameraman kind of panned Well, scroll down a bit and you can see some still images of what happened. On so the left... hit right above he, the guy and it kind of just... Immolated him? I think he hit him. I think he hit him in the chest. Jesus. That was what an awful, awful thing to do. One thing to keep in what mind. What a soulless thing to do. Everybody thinks of an RPG as just an RPG, but there's lots of different kinds of um, actual grenades to put in an RPG. There's all lots of them. There's armor-piercing rounds, there's anti-personnel rounds, and there's various types of each. And then there's you know all kinds of incendiary rounds, high explosive, and I don't know what this is, but... It's not a bad way to die. I'd much rather get shot with an RPG than a rifle. That guy died instantly. And it was kind of Looney Tunes the way they did it. I... Yeah. I, I don't think that's a good way to die. It's not a bad camera. Way. Oh, that's how I want to go. That's exactly how I want to die. What are you talking about? Just like well, this? In all, that's realist, like, in all seriousness, though, would you, you like, that truly... Like, I know it's, like, the fun thing to say, like, no, I want you to film me as I, you know, try to tackle a moving train or something. And it's, like, that, like once you're really old and you have a terminal disease or something. But would you really yeah. want that to be the image that, like, your your family saw, like, all that, them knowing? I, I don't think so. That seems pretty uncouth. I didn't see that bad. It seems like a insta-dead, insta-dead big time, like a, like a fly getting squashed or something. I mean, they shot him with a rocket-propelled grenade. That's, that was... He just turned into it. He exploded. Uh, that, that was. Yeah. I, I liked that a few of the other assholes like chipped in and added a, a little AK-47 fire just to make sure. Like I don't even know what they're even shooting at. I thought yeah, that was just, a celebratory shooting. I, I could be. That was that was uh, how I interpreted it. Maybe so. Well, it's certainly better than those videos with like the saws, like where you're just yeah. you know, a horrible, gory like Halloween movie style shit that's just gut wrenching. Like this is yeah. certainly better than that. No argument there. He didn't put up a bit of complaints either. He, like, he didn't say a fucking word. He knew this. If he was like, no, please, no. Like, All right, the knife. Like, like they're going to start on set. As soon as they, they, if they start with RPG, <laughs> shut up. Like, There's nowhere like, to go but down from there. Yeah. In, in where, but to go where, but up, I guess, in the pain sphere. Yeah. Like, that's... Better than getting hung from like a lamppost or something and burned alive or something crazy like that. Yeah. It's not a bad way to go in the grand scale of things. Uh, uh, I'm also trying. So you know, ISIS is crazy, right? ISIS is the world's worst people. They're awful. They're terrible. They execute for no reason, et cetera, et cetera. They, um, they're the splinter group off Al Qaeda because Al Qaeda wasn't extreme enough. I've heard that. I don't is know that what they are. I have I, no idea what group. I thought they were independent. I okay. read it on the internet, so place all the faith in it that that deserves. <laughs> None. All right. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I wish I could get, like, a better vibe for the actual truth. Like, we saw ISIS execute a bunch of people, right? Okay. Well, like, is that... They're at war, right? And they shot him in the back of the head. It was kind of a quick insta-death thing. We see ISIS execute people, like, with a bazooka. And I think, how far is that from, like, electroshock? You know, from the electric it's chair that we do? really far. Because we didn't, like... In World War II, we didn't come across a German town and then, you know, massacre 10,000 people. To my knowledge, we didn't do that. 
Well, well, the Germans didn't do that to us. No, we, we literally bombed towns in Germany. We bombed. Yeah, that's true. I, and I don't see how that's a lot different than a bazooka, like in terms is, of morality. It's totally different, though. It's coming intent, from a different place. It is different. Like, like, like there's the a difference result. between bombing Hamburg because you want the Germans to to surrender and end World War II, and like tying this guy to a phone pole and shooting with a with a missile. And it's just like, who's the guy that shot him? Was he was he like the Lord Commander? I doubt it. That's Hawkmed, the the RPG guy. He's got lots of them. Like like he's from they got down the, the best block. RPG shot in the yeah. tribe. He's not an authority on anything. He's just the guy that 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 you know. His buddy had a cell phone. He had an RPG in a prison. Let's make it happen. Like I, hey, it's, I, I still don't want to be an ISIS apologist. We all know that's lefty. Um, <laughs> but uh, I just jokes, people. But um, it's true. I I do. <laughs> I just I I do find yeah, kind of a moral equivalence between dropping bombs on city like what we did to um, Tokyo, right? We dropped so many bombs on that city we set it on fire, right? The, the reason we bombed Hiroshima and Naka what Nagasaki Nagasaki thank you, is that you know Tokyo was already they apparently there's a lot of wooden construction there and we just firebombed the fuck out of it. I'm sure that a lot of People burnt in that, and a lot of Absolutely. civilians died. Go ahead, Kyle. Yeah, it's a firebombing. Yeah, that, that, we did it to the Germans and the Japanese. I, I think there's a big difference, huge difference. I, I think there is a difference insofar as one of those decisions, it's made by a small contingent of people, and the overwhelming majority of the troops don't have a say in that, whereas with this, it's like everyone is there. <laughs> is on board. They're all more than happy to walk up and just execute someone. It's, it's just... Really, that's the it's, difference? It's not just that. All right, so, it's so not why just we, that. We were bombing those cities because we had to get surrendered. They had, they had come here. They, mm -hmm. they had... They had uh, this, in a sneak attack, they killed thousands of Americans. It, there's a direct correlation. We're ending what they started. We're, we're saving our honor as a country and as a people. That war meant something. When we were fighting evil in many ways. The vivisection and the horrible human experiments the Japanese were part of... The, here's the here's the reason you hate the Nazis so much. The the Jews have a better PR firm. Like they just do. Like there's millions of atrocities committed by the Japanese. Just to, and and the six million uh, the, the Holocaust is just one of the horrible things that happened during World War II. Tens of millions of Russians died. Uh, but but specifically with Japan, they were super evil. They needed a good like wiping out. Like those people <laughs> that we were burning, those weren't like our people who who might have been. I know our people are pretty hardcore too, but. Those people were training with spears. They were getting ready to fight a, an invasion of the mainland that would have cost over a million U.S. casualties. When you weigh the, the lives of 100,000 Japanese versus a million Americans plus another 3 million Japanese, which, what, which is what would have happened by the end of an invasion to Tokyo, it's a much better decision. These, guys, these ISIS guys, it's the Islamic states of Iraq and Syria. These guys are starting a religious caliphate, a kingdom based upon their, their misconception of Islam. Part of that is conquering, killing, and destroying anything that doesn't uh, go along with that. And that's just a completely different ideology and a completely different rule set from what we were going uh, through in World War II. Even then, we had rules. I mean, we, we have rules about the way we kill our enemies and the way we want them to kill us. But these guys don't. They're, they, it's a group of thugs that are operating on a, a fifth century kind of mentality. I think. Well, yeah. That was that was very well put. I, I I can't even go back and you know confirm or deny how I feel about all of it. But I think you are right insofar as this isn't deterring some other huge form of you know violence that's going to happen if they 
you know, quit executing people on the street for no reason. Like, it's not a deterrence to, to any further violence. Violence. They're the ones kind of causing this. Like, they're the initiators. They're kind of the stop and end of this. I don't know how they think they've been slighted or why they're doing this. I, it was that whole of going into Iraq thing and killing a million of uh, their, their friends and family, I think. Well, that certainly played a part. But it, That would frustrate part, me as well. That it might would, frustrate <laughs> a lot of people. It would. It, it's just so complicated. It's hard to compare over different times, too. Because who knows? Maybe, like, Americans, like, some soldiers would have done really fucked up things if there was a guy with a video camera there that they knew that all I was gonna the enemies say were going to see this. The, the only you know, thing like, is, in World War II, you don't hear widespread reports of, like, lots of American rapes or lots of American, like, yeah. civilian deaths and stuff like that. Now, certainly the Air Force and the whatever, the aerial forces, because the Navy, um, killed civilians because they bombed from the sky. Like, that's, that's just nature of the way that they attack. Yeah. But, um, you know, more or less, like, I kind of was, it was soldier v. soldier, whereas in Vietnam, you know, it was soldier v. country, and it got messier. It is a lot easier to whitewash it when you're not in the information age. Yeah. And now that incentivizes people to do things just for the sake of intimidation. Like, hey, should we just shoot this guy? No, let's do this to him. Because we know everybody over there is going to see this video. As like, far as mistreating... They know, the, they're going to be afraid of us. As far as the mistreatment of civilian populations, um, the Germans were pretty good to the Europeans. They were terrible to the Russians. They, 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 they did a lot, as, as they pushed into Russia, they did lots of things, lots of ethnic cleansing and stuff like that, you know, mass graves and that sort of thing. They seem to be pretty nice to the French, if you look at history. They, I mean, they, they certainly fought the resistance. a big deal out of mass graves. Like, you got to bury them somehow. Yeah, they, like, yeah. oh, my God, they didn't give individual graves. Can you believe this? Yes, I completely believe it. You I think know? the outrage isn't that they didn't get an individual grave. It's just, like, the photos of, like, holy shit, like, the scale, the sheer scale of this. And to know that this isn't all of it, that this is just a drop in the bucket compared to what else was happening. It's I just a, I, an easier way for yourself to quantify. All this talk I have is me being defensive about being manipulated by the press. You know, like, oh, these people are flat-out evil, they're terrible, etc. And I think, all right, let's take a step back, pretend you were impartial. Now how do we feel on this, you know? They just killed a guy with a bazooka, right? Is it awful? Sure, absolutely. But in the realm of killing people because you have a cause, I don't know that the bazooka is so much more evil than a rifle or an electric chair or whatever. Um, it was just kind of splashy and flashy. It's a bazooka kill. Um, you know, all mass graves. You're right. Mass graves make them outstanding photo ops. You know, like, oh, look at all this, all these dead bodies in the, in, here in one spot. But uh, the truth is you get that many dead in lots of battles. The only difference is they buried them all in one spot. Well, the, it's, it's also who's getting buried. Is it a lot of civilians? Because a lot of the time, ISIS mm -hmm. seems to be into the civilian killing game. It, like, mm -hmm. I was going to get... Two of the, like the worst atrocities in World War II, some of the ones like committed upon civilian populations, where I, I think the Japanese and, and I think it was Nanking. Uh, the rape a, of you, Nanking. The Isn't rape of Nanking. That's exactly it. And, uh, and, also, and like when you see what the Russians did when they got into German territory, they just raped, the, they raped every woman in Berlin. Like nine out of ten women were raped or something like that. When they got to Germany, they, they raped every woman they could lay their hands on. Um, so 
I think the Americans were really didn't do a lot of that. There's not a lot of evidence of that. I haven't seen a lot of that. It, it would come out, right? There are a it lot of Americans out. there, right? You don't part have 250,000 people keeping a secret. Part of the reason for that is we were mostly a liberation force. You know, we're we're going through when we when we, when we went through France. I don't think we had to rape anybody. They were pretty happy to see us coming <laughs> through. You know, they they were putting out. Um, yeah, but. But even when we got to Germany, and there and there's uh, stories about them like making the townsfolk go out to the um, to the uh, extermination camp or the concentration camp and like help with the disposal of bodies and stuff and letting them see what's been going on, you know, five miles down the road. Like that's the worst I really hear sometimes. I really don't hear a lot about Americans being brutal and like uh, unfair. Uh, but you know, maybe there's been some white. And with stuff like Nanking, that was like, like. There's a lot more history between China and Japan as far as animosity, just a revulsion for one another, especially, yeah. you know, back then. I don't know now how, what the feelings are. But I think they're still like the same rivalries. Yeah, like that wasn't just... They're both right. Yeah, that was like aggravation <laughs> that reached back beyond even like when the U.S. was formed, like and way before that as well. Like mm -hmm. it was centuries of hatred that just came to, came to a peak, it seems. Yeah, that was terrible. If you, if you don't know anything about the rape of Nanking, just Google it and read on Wikipedia for a little while. Quite terrible. Mm -hmm. World War stuff. Yeah, term. and I feel like I've been wrong about most of the things I said tonight. So, <laughs> uh, But I, I, again, it just comes from position. Like, I, I want to ask the questions. That's all. I, you know? I, no, I, I understand what you're, yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. And of course, someone's going to be like, Woody was, uh, you know, apologetic. I you're breaking up. Yeah, that I wasn't. Just... You're a Not yet. Yeah, yeah. But I think what he was saying is, you know, people are going to say Woody was an ISIS apologist, and that's not actually my biggest concern. They're going to say Woody's ignorant of the events. That's not actually. I don't think that's right. Now, although to some extent it probably is. It. But the bigger thing is, like, I hear it and I just don't accept it. I want to like question it i want to question it because i i can't be sure that you know like whatever that i, I see what isis is doing i see them killing civilians i see them doing stuff and i, I just wonder like all right you know but put in the context of a war it, it, here's one saddam hussein killed lots of iraqis right but there was a civil war there was an uprising you know and and he gassed them would lincoln have used gas if it was available We've already, everyone in the world at this point in time, because we all exist in the same time period, kind of agreed that that was a bad idea and we all made rules that we shouldn't gas each other anymore. We saw what happened in World War I with all the, with all the gassing. It, it, it was terrible. Horrible, horrible things happened to people. Sherman went and burned down cities. Do I have my, Sherman, right? Civil War. Um, yeah, Civil um, War. Yeah, he, he burned Atlanta. He burned Atlanta down. Lots of yeah. civilians died, fires, yeah. ugliness. And it wasn't just Atlanta. Like, apparently he left a trail. He just went there and burned everything he could in a straight he line. He burned Atlanta to the ground. It was completely destroyed. And lots of places. When we, they taught us, anyway. He burned lots of places to the ground, including Atlanta. And, uh, um, you know, that was probably the best weapon we had at the time, fire. I, um, you know, but, but Sherman's a hero. At least in the north, he is. Not in the south. <laughs> you know, and... Uh, it takes about the war on northern aggression. <laughs> so, uh, uh, anyway, you know, the histories get... Uh, the winners get to write the history. And, and 
you know, so Saddam had an uprising. He squashed it. I, they used to give him a hard time about using helicopters on his people. Like, he was supposed to handcuff himself and only go, like, octagon unarmed combat against these guys. You know, he had the, the biochemical weapons. He had the helicopters. And he put them down forcefully and, and won his own civil war. The only problem he has is that the U.S. is right in his history form. <laughs> But we had went in there, wasn't it? The, I believe it was a Kurdish uprising, and we had gone in there. We'd made all these promises to him. We we're like, "We're with you." And then fucking Schwarzkopf goes right behind those those Kurdish uh, tribesmen's back and says, "Sure, we'll we'll lower the the no fly zone flyer choppers around." And that let him go right in and squash the whole thing. I wouldn't be surprised if some of those tribesmen that that we uh, stabbed in the back back in '91 or '92 or whenever it was. Or right on the front line shooting bazookas at motherfuckers right now today. Could be. Yeah, never let a bush lead your country into war. <laughs> let that be a that lesson first, hey, The first one was cool, right? This is the, this is the one we're talking about. <laughs> Gulf, Gulf Storm, the, the first Gulf War. With, with this is the one we're talking HW. about. So at the, at the conclusion of the first Gulf War, if I have my history right, which is unlikely, at the conclusion of the first Gulf War, um, we had won, but Saddam was still in power. So we encouraged the Kurds to have a civil war and we gave them weapons and we gave them support and we gave them promises of more support and weapons. And then we didn't really follow through on that. And the Kurds got smashed. They wouldn't have gone against such impossible odds. Had we not told them we got your back, we didn't have their back and the Kurds got smashed. And then they say Saddam Hussein is horrible and evil. Can you believe it? He kills his own people with helicopters and chemical weapons. But I just try to ask the question, does that make him evil? Or does that mean he won a civil war in his country, just like everyone else who wins a civil war in their country? He killed his own people. Yeah, but they sort of stopped being his people when they had a civil war. I never thought Saddam was so bad. He seemed like the kind of guy you could uh, make a deal with. Do you remember what he wanted at the end? He, he wanted to take a billion dollars in cash and fucking leave, and they wouldn't let... Uh, th that was the offer, right? <laughs> they offered him like a billion in cash, and he could leave, and he turned it down. There was some, some deal like that. It, it didn't remember. make sense at the end. I can only imagine that he just didn't believe that we would, <laughs> we would invade a second Would you? Time. <laughs> it did <laughs> seem a little silly. Is this like, yeah, you're going to give the Kurds <laughs> helicopter yeah. support? Cause, uh, but he was, I believed it at the time, because he was just on TV. He was like, he in in no uncertain terms, he was laying it all out there. He's like, you got to give those weapons of mass destruction up, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, he should really give those up. Like, he that's did. all he want. And I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but, but, but still, it's just like, I'm, at the time, I'm thinking that to myself. And I feel like if Saddam were smart, he'd have been on some sort of like, Iraqi CNN like shuffling papers together and being like, we don't have any of that. <laughs> That's shit what he was anymore. doing. Yeah, he was on Iraqi television saying we don't have it. But of course, we're here in the U.S., so we don't see that. He was constantly challenging George W. Bush to a televised debate. He's like, let's talk about this. Let's talk. And Bush, was he really? Uh -huh. I had no idea. Yeah, he was constantly challenging Bush to a televised debate. He wanted to have translators in a debate where they could talk about this. And Bush is like, nope, nope. Just turn over all those weapons you don't have or we're coming in. <laughs> and like, you better go get some then. Because <laughs> we're coming back on Friday and we either get some nukes or your ass is crashed. <laughs> yeah. And, and then Hans Blix is like, I've been searching for these weapons for 12 years now. I've never found any of them. You know, you've been searching for two months. You haven't found anything either. 
what evidence do you have? And then, and I felt like I was the only guy in America saying, you know, I don't know if he has weapons or not. I can't, how could I? But it does seem like the burden of proof should be higher than we'll find them after we kill them. Right. You know, like this is the thing I've always said, right. In a, in a capital uh, punishment case, right. When there's a murder, we prove that there's a murder before we kill anyone here. We're just like, I think after I kill you, then I'll find the evidence I need. And that just always seemed fucked up to me. Hmm. It, if you want to start a war, there was have some, proof. There was a good deal of evidence presented to the American people, as well as a lot of decision makers. You must admit. I, I don't know why you can't. You never will. But, but even Hillary Clinton and, 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 Mitt, and like all the liberals, all the Democrats, the Republicans on both sides have said this. Jeb Bush recently said uh-huh. this. And everybody made fun of him and twisted his words. And I am not a Jeb Bush supporter. Don't even, don't even believe that. But they totally twisted his words and made him seem dumber than he already is. I don't know what if they twisted his words. What evidence did you find the most compelling that you're referring to? They kept talking about all of the, uh, the tubing that was going there that was only sp- used for like, uh, like weapons of equipment ma- or something. It, they kept, yeah, it ter- may have turned out that way, but they kept Let saying... Let me talk about the tubes. Spe- so... Yeah, they, there was a thing, I mean, John Stewart just took a New York Times reporter to task over this. They, uh, there were these aluminum tubes, and they were saying that those aluminum tubes had, really only had one good use, and it had to do with um, like nuclear reactors or something like that. And I don't know anything about nuclear tubes. I'm like, or oh. centrifuges, maybe. Yes, yeah, maybe. That sounds good. Uh, like, I don't yeah. know anything about this, but if they're saying this particular the grade of tube is a centrifuge tube, then you know, I, I guess that's a thing. And uh, immediately, like, intelligence people from all over the world were like, no, actually, you don't use that kind of tube the way that you're saying you use it. You use that kind of tube. I think it was, like, for a missile body or something. Like, it, it, or, or even non-military. But, like, you could possibly be used as the outside body of a missile. But it was not a nuclear thing like they were saying it was. They had, to them, it was the smoking gun that they had a nuclear program, which they didn't. Um, but immediately everyone came out and said, no, no, you're wrong. You can't use that tube for that. Not only is it not the only use for it, it's not a use for it. You have to, you know, it, it's not useful. And uh, New York Times issued their retraction on like page 17. And the title of the, the article that was their retraction was like Saddam Hussein seeking... Uh, conventional weapons of mass destruction and, <laughs> and like that was their like like their counterproof or something like that like it just it was more beating the war drum so that proof but was like before we went to war was knocked out um current i remember colin powell colin powell was his name he uh, you know he got up there with this vial of serum gas in front of the united nations saying that it uh you know they were going to do this or that and that turned out to be horseshit they never found any of that um it, it there was just no proof and i i think they cherry picked and manufactured the proof they needed to get people and they're linking it with 9-11 oh goodness gracious how many times did they say you know like yeah 9-11 was terrible we have to get saddam Oh, yeah. it just coincidentally, I mentioned them together. And it, it, I wasn't saying that Saddam had anything to do with 911. I'm just saying that, uh, you know, 911 was it's dreadful and we should go after at, Saddam. Yeah, at this point in time, I'd argue that overwhelmingly people are on your side for all of this. Like saying that they don't think there was a reason to invade. They think there are, the ties between 911 and Saddam were pretty specious at best. 
But at the time, I, 2% of the U.S. was on my side with this. 2%. 98% wanted to go to war. This is a lot. And yeah, that's why see, Hillary was on board. That's why all the politicians of the, at the time were like, yeah, yeah we should do it. Because they're like, wow, you know, I can't lose 98% of my electorate. You don't want to be an anti-patriot, an anti-American. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, a, a Saddam sympathizer or whatever they would have labeled you. Did you see they gave the Zarnaev kid the death penalty? No. The Boston bomber. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw that. I like uh, the, I saw someone like make a campaign saying that he was way too cute to be that's, executed. That's a, that's a very serious campaign. It's been going on for some time. There's a lot of girls who find him attractive, and there's a huge fan club that he's amassed that all seem to think that he's been uh, sort of bamboozled by the government, and he, he's uh, been, been framed. That's uh, nothing new. Didn't Ted Bundy? He was the one who looked pretty attractive conventionally yeah, for a guy, yeah. right? He had quite a few women who like had convinced themselves that he was in love with them and that if he could just get out, they would be together forever. And obviously, the information age has made that exponentially you know, more significant. But even back then, it's always been a thing. Yeah. Some of the testimony I saw from that trial was awful. I'm going to get the, the, the ages wrong, but there was a father who's the the blast goes off and one of his children i think it's his son is uh has been blown almost to smithereens he's blackened his skin is blackened he's missing limbs he's he's clearly going to die in seconds but he's still alive and he's got his other son in his arms and that son's missing a leg and is bleeding out so he has to he has to abandon his dying son and run to get aid for his uh the kid that he's holding and uh, and like I think when you hear testimony like that, you understand why they came down the death penalty. Although yeah. when you look at the reality of the death penalty in this country, it's probably it's it's probably just more uh, especially Boston. I just don't have any faith in Massachusetts' ability to uh, to kill a guy. We Texas need to we need them tried in Texas exactly. <laughs> I remember who was that uh, female governor of Texas? Do you know her name? Like Whitaker or mm -hmm. something? I forget. And oh. something. Oh, she's the and one that's often Ryan featured on Reynolds? Uh, like uh, uh, on King of the Hill, is it right? Like maybe I don't know. Didn't uh, they call her Lady Bird or something? Uh, that was um, a president's I, first he... first wife or president's wife, Lady Bird. LBJ's maybe. Female Texas governor. Her name is Ann Richards. I was close with Ann Ryan. Anyway, Ann Richards, I think I heard her tell the story where one time she pardoned someone on death row. And she's like, I really thought we didn't have the proof. I thought the guy should have been pardoned. I will never do that again. All of Texas hated her. They felt like she didn't have the, the, the gun, the guts to kill a person. All of Texas was like, no. When you find someone guilty in Texas and you put someone to death, hurry the fuck up about it. This is Texas and we don't mess around. And, uh, and, and In Massachusetts, the appeals process will last years and years and years and yeah. years, right? So he's going to spend I would guess. a long time in prison. <clears throat> it's yeah. that crazy federal prison yeah. shit too. If it though. Like don't don't thinking don't be thinking this is like Oz and he's gonna be like milling around and going to wreck time. He'll sit in a small cell and it's got a it's got a window in it about this big and then it's got a drawer down to the bottom to get food in and out, in and out. He'll stay in there like two hours of the day. He'll get out and, and that's it. He's gonna spend most of his life in a cube for the next eighty years. See, like my visceral feeling about it is like. 
oh, yeah, I read all those stories and saw everything. Yeah, fuck that guy. That's horrific. And it is. Like, yeah, kill him. But then, like, when I try and think of a reason for it, like, the biggest thing is just, like, emotionally. I Justice. I think he deserves it. Like, yeah, what's he fair does is fair. Like, That's yeah, what the criminal justice system is all about. He does deserve it. It's been decided. It is known. <laughs> yeah, kill that guy. Kill that guy. Yeah. I don't have a second thought about it. As a matter of fact, if they ask me to do it, if they're like, Woody, Woody, look, we got two options here, man. We can either do the appeals process, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Or, because you're special, if you'd hook us up with the death right now, it'd be over. What if we hook him up to the Tacoma? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just go on a little off road. Like, nothing's tearing that bumper off. String him up. <laughs> I'll hook you up. I like that. I like that. String him up. <laughs> I just that clip. I like that. Yeah, I think I could <laughs> All right. Um, if you had to start another Call of Duty channel right now, do you think it would be as, as successful or enjoy it? Do you think you'd be as successful or enjoy it as much? Of course not. What a stupid question. Yeah. None of no, us this came from a Patreon. It is a genius question. Well, I mean, they're not all... <laughs> <laughs> um, you got to be an early adopter, somewhat, to have gotten big in this game. Like, you know, very I few wonder, people are just coming in and exploding. Um, it certainly helps to be a first mover. Uh, I, I think to my, like, sometimes people would ask me, like, hey, Woody, if you were to start over right now, right, with the current batch of COD YouTubers, you know, pretend this question was from two years ago, do you think that you'd do well again? You know, um, I do. I think my videos were pretty good. You know, I, I was pretty proud of them. I, I think that if you looked at the, like, you know, the whole course, the rise and fall of the COD scene on, on YouTube, um, you know, I had videos that no one else had, you know, and there were clearly videos other people had that I didn't, but you know, I, I think there was, there was a place for me on YouTube and I found that place and it was cool. So, so yeah, I, I think if hypothetically, I didn't start as early as I did, I'd still do well. I think I made good videos. If I were to try to do it right now, make a COD channel, no. It's, if I started up my horse and buggy business, I think that would do poorly too. I like yeah, that answer. That's how I feel about that. Let's um, see what other ones we got. Mm -hmm. Am I robot-y? You guys just got a little no, robot you're okay. for me. You're fine for me. Okay. For $10 million, would you juggle your dad's balls in your mouth while he's sleeping for 60 seconds? Sure, why not? $10 million? There's 10 not much million? I want to. Yeah. Yeah. I'll eat one of them. <laughs> fucking raw. Like, what are you talking about? It's $10 fucking million. I'll eat one of mine for $10 million. Yeah, I'd be like, Dad. No, I would explain it to him. I have an asleep. opportunity. He's asleep. He's asleep? Yeah. <laughs> of course. No. I'm gonna yeah, I'm yeah. gonna slip him two or three Ambien. Mm. Mm-hmm. I like your plan. There's a lot of booze in the world. There's a lot of booze in the world. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I would drug him. No, I would juggle his balls in my mouth. He's not gonna be like, oh, if I could get them the out of my mom's. Hi, mom. And uh, and <laughs> do that. No one hey, that with, with the sex life they have, your father's probably well groomed as well. So. I mean, <laughs> oh. I know they're old school. I was born yeah, in the seventies. Mm. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> do I have any favorite streamers? Realistic, like it's funnier to say yes. <laughs> do I have any favorite? Do you guys have any favorite streamers? Nah. No, I don't watch streams. It, I like wings. 
Uh, I guess Wings is my favorite streamer, but you have to keep in mind that I just don't watch streams very often. He's the only one I really know of, and so occasionally I'll tune in and watch him uh, do his thing. It might be a dinosaur in my preferences because I think I prefer YouTube videos to streams. I feel like YouTube videos are best of clip. And um, if it's like a live play, then usually they're like, I don't know, this is a highlight video, right? This is the good stuff. Like if you look at the C-Nanners formula, right? Where like he plays for two hours and he grabs the best five minutes and shows it to you. I think I like that more than a stream. Or if you look at like the, the old school Woody formula where... You know, he grabs a gameplay, thinks about what he's going to say, and then he has seven minutes of like, you know, here's the thing I want to tell you. I like that. Whenever I pop into a stream, it's usually boring as fuck. Yeah, it's some... I've noticed that too. When I follow a link, like I want a video because I know that it's condensed. And even if it's not great, it's going to be over in seven minutes. With a stream, you pop in, you don't know if you just missed the good thing or if you're about to see a good thing or if there's just no good things to be had. <laughs> like, it's you, usually that you one. can't know. Yeah, generally I feel like that's right because when you go in, it's not like they're actively entertaining most of the time. And granted, this is from a very small sample size because mm -hmm. I've only gone in when I've been redirected there or just out of curiosity clicked on you know a few of them. It's just it's just not entertaining, and it doesn't seem like the person is putting in a hundred percent effort for the entire time. They As a guy that streams, down to twenty percent. It's hard to put. It. It's it's fake to put in a hundred percent all the time. You know yeah. it. it so you're like you're trying to be like the real you and connect with people or whatever but if you're just bouncing off the walls 100 percent, it seems fake it, it eventually it does wind down i remember i did a stream with kyle and chiz it was long because it was civ i'm dancing and dancing <laughs> by the end of the night i'm like hey. you're just, <laughs> don't even care just observing who's <laughs> still here <laughs> well, don't get a job <laughs> um so yeah, I kind of like YouTube videos more than streamers. Having said that, um, I like Pwnstar.com when he streams. He has actually a crew that he streams with, and I like those guys. Um, There's one guy going to mess up his name, but it's like Jaguar or something like that. I like that guy. Um, I think I like watching shooter streams the most. Uh, I've been watching some CSGO lately, although it's sometimes hard for me to like understand the scene. Like, it, I'll watch this really popular CSGO. I'm like, all right, let's see the top, the guys with the most views, who I assume might be the guys who are the most entertaining. And then there they are, like, trading gun skins or something for a long time. <laughs> or this excessive amount of time to get into a game. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, it, it's all lobbies and skins and, like, shit. And I'm here to watch somebody shoot. You go all the way down to, like, the seventh most popular guy. And, and you know, whatever. I... I I just find streaming seems to be 90% waiting for something better. And, and that's why I think I prefer YouTube. But to answer the question, probably Pwnstar.com is my favorite streamer. Do you think we should call a wild card here? It seems like Taylor's in and out. He is. I, um, I want to do one more. I do hear okay. you. What is one mistake you did with Painkiller already? If there's one I thing you've done on PKA, you maybe back. take it back. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, like done on the show? Um, That's how I interpret it. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I've done anything 
really I, that I regret. Yeah, I can't think of any good mistakes that you've made. I, I remember one time, like, like um, it was we had this anti-gun guy on, and uh, we we were talking to him a little bit, and I like left for like twenty minutes to fuck a girl <laughs> in the middle of the show, and so I, I guess I should apologize for that. But <laughs> but other than that, you know, I, I feel like I've been done everything I wanted to do. I've got two. One time, there's the whole women are built for rape thing, which isn't exactly what I said, but uh, I certainly wish I had phrased it better. The The whole argument was when it comes to date rape, not um, the brutal kind of rape, but like a date rape, the real damage is emotional. Uh, and, and I was saying that, you know, the damage isn't physical, uh, you know, women are built for intercourse. Uh, it, it's really the, the mental toll that it comes afterwards. And I was comparing it to the mental toll that a guy might take from a beating. And uh, this one guy, Pone Star for Hire, who didn't like me at the time, took it and ran with it and said, you know, Woody said that women are built for rape. And then, Is that uh, how that happened? Uh-huh. I had no idea how that became. Yeah, he made a, a video thing. about it. And then everyone started making the same video about it, repeating the same quote. And, uh, <sighs> and it just went crazy. I wish that I had stated that better. And then um, the other one is the Robin Williams one, which blew over quickly, perhaps because I apologized. But um, the real thing on that was I felt like people were celebrating this guy who had no choice but to end his life. What's worse is it, it recently turned out that like the suicide may have been caused by some like uh, complications from that neurological thing he had going on. Um, maybe Parkinson's. May, yeah, anything I think that, that had it. a lot more to do, it, do with what happened than anything. So it's just like... Oh, it makes, it makes my cringe even worse. Yeah, yeah. I'll say this, though. So the National Suicide Hotline fielded a record, num a record number of calls the next day, which tells me that a lot of people were inspired to at least think or like begin a suicide thing because Robin Williams and all the love he got for it. And that was really what I was trying to do. I was, and when I was saying, you know, F Robin Williams, it wasn't like it was this is what people are going to think about you if you kill yourself. And it was, it was supposed to be a suicide demotivator. Um, and that, that was the thing, but I did, certainly didn't do it right. So those are my two PKA do-overs. If I could pull mulligans, it'd be on the Robin Williams and the, and the whole rape thing. You wouldn't take back going after lefty, would you Taylor? Hmm. Oh, that's of course. Yeah. I, I felt terrible for just being so, unabashedly mean to him because ah. he hadn't ever been mean to me like he'd never been mean even to me afterwards at all. He, did, he did nothing to deserve that and he handled it very well and i was just a prick and so i yeah i felt terrible about that so that would be it huh i was hoping you wouldn't take it back no no i like legitimately how gracious how gracious gracious of you that's, that's nice well, Oh, being honest i that's what i thought I, it was I thought it was a pretty funny moment i thought you'd it, be like you know it was kind of cruel but yeah, that's funny. It no, it was just I made an ass of myself and yeah. Yeah, just was a prick to him. So I felt bad about that. I would take that back absolutely. Sometimes when people are drunk, they say what they really mean, and sometimes when people are drunk, they say what they didn't mean at all. You know, it really yeah. can go both ways. I remember sometimes Merca you just have it in your head that you're trying to be crazy over the top, and you have no filter because you're drunk, and so you're just like you're doing it for a show, and you don't realize how much of a just awful fest it is so that's what that was <laughs> at one time you were you told him that he wasn't funny and that he didn't deserve his spot on the show and uh, i was yeah, like see, i just, wonder if that's coming from a place of truth i i don't know 
Hmm. It's just mean. But yep, that's my one. I can't think of any for Kyle either, and I can't think of any more for you other than those two. Those are my two best ones. I'm sure I have dozens of smaller ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I wonder... I feel like Lefty doesn't have much he's done on the show, at least on camera, that he would need to redo. And I, and I wonder if Wings would redo anything. I, I wonder know. that as well. I, it, you know, you never know what he would say. He might, he, he might say, uh, yeah, yeah. Literally every night there was a moment where I wish I could hit rewind, or he might be, just be like, ah, nah. What else was I gonna do? I, yeah. I feel some of the the wings remind we Ryan moments to me aren't on PKA. They're like like he's made videos talking about other YouTubers on his channel. That sometimes I'm like, why'd you do that? I um, don't know. Um, wings is wings. Wings is I'd wings. Like to, I wish he'd make some more real life videos. I want to get like I want something like the walking videos, but I want it to be him doing whatever he's doing videos yeah that's I don't another need him to walk like i it literally if it were him eating and like talking about foods that would be cool to me like if his passion is food why doesn't he start like why doesn't he become like the bearded chef you know i would like to see him cook his passion might be that's like, a good idea his passion's eating like it you know i think he exaggerated when he said that he wouldn't microwave like i think i think he, that was he, he'll microwave i mean heck he, he lived on ramen noodles for ages you think he ate them cold no he, he that was a stretch when he said that he wouldn't microwave stuff, but it would be neat. My wife likes cooking, especially in this house that we have a, um, it's propane, but call it like a gas stove. And, um, and she finds that much more enjoyable to cook on. So, um, it'd be neat if wings got into like cooking good food. It might even be good for his health yeah. you know, compared to the fast food or, you know, quick meals he has now. But, um, and he could make those hot wings of redemption that I've wanted for years. Uh, now, there is a business that will go huge. If he made hot wings of redemption and they were good, I bet he would actually sell quite a bit. I just want to see him like licking his fingers. And be like, mm, that's that fire sauce. Hot wings of redemption. And he's got hit, get a picture of him wearing like the chef's hat and everything on the bottle. But he's all like grayed out and like that, you know, you take it like decolored it or whatever. I'd love that. How I want hard him is on it? To sell hot sauce. I have in my head that you need like a, like if you sell drugs, there's like an FDA approval process that is really, really, I mean, sell legal drugs. That is in, I, I know this because I used to work with ERP software. It's insane. But food is probably not that bad. Lots of people sell food, right? So I was going to make my own vodka one time and it was a whole thing for alcohol. Yes. But I think uh, for food grade stuff, I think that what he would legitimately want to do is find his recipe, order the, the, the parts in bulk, find some labels and some glass jars, and start bottling that stuff at home, just like Kitty does. And mm -hmm. uh, I think he'd be in business, because her stuff is, you know, you just you stamp whatever it is on there, and you be honest about it, and nobody's checking up to make sure that, you know, everything's organic over here. It just is. So. Yeah, I think. I think he could have a real business on his hand if he sold hot sauce. I kind of want to make like one bottle of it because Kitty has the bottles and the sealers for him. I'd really just need the label, right? It's, someone yeah, would Photoshop that for you. Know I'm going to start selling it. If you guys want some Hot Wings Redemption sauce, I'm going to make the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bottle it and we'll put it on Etsy because he didn't copy. He didn't go get the, go to his name's <laughs> trademark. Uh, I I would love to see him do that. I, it's too late now. Yep, idea's taken. <laughs> yeah, it's going on my Etsy shop. Yeah. It, it, and another thing about streaming that I don't like, circling back to their topic, is it's become an e-begging thing. 
And I don't like that. I don't like when people like over celebrate the dollar you gave them or the three dollars. I, I, it's yucky. Yeah, it it, it definitely can be. Um, Asking it, for it likes just seems so much more. Like they used to fuss at me because I asked for likes. Dude, that's nothing compared to what's going on in streams now with people dancing for dollars and other stuff. Like I. Uh, I, I can't even mention some of the stuff because you'll instantly know who I'm talking about, but yeah, you know yeah. what I'm thinking of, don't you? I know, of course. I yeah. have no idea. I will type it to you. Woody is typing a secret message to Taylor now. Yes, for those in the car. Okay. That's a good one, right? Well, yeah. I am out of touch with the community. <laughs> the whole YouTube community. Stuff like yeah. that is just not or a good... Or I guess uh, Twitch, whatever. It's not a good look, man. It's not a yeah. good look. And, um, you know, and, and while that, I think, is an extreme one, lots of people are e-begging constantly. And, uh, yeah, that was a thing. See, now the correct answer was all the way. <laughs> I was hoping. Kyle was right too, though. <laughs> that, was, that was all for. That was all you, Kyle. Come yeah. On. So, um. Anyway, yeah. I just, I. It's not that I hate Twitch, the company, or anything like that, but I feel like I hope that the community evolves into something more entertaining. So. Well, yeah. we'll see. The advent of the whole idea of being a a guy on Twitch who's begging for money is just. I don't know. It seems very lucrative. It's uh, I see all those girls on there, and and uh, it seems like they're all making quite a lot of money. And I, there's just such there's so many guys. It's so perfect because there's so many guys, I think, that are in that community who might be susceptible to uh, a large-breasted, like, pretty That's girl on the internet who's in who who shares the same, uh, you know, passion as you, and she just needs a little money to like make her hop up and down and like smile at you and be like, thanks, Tommy. Tommy, you're like shit. That's the first time a girl's ever said my name and been happy about it. Some Fucking. of these girls you're talking about are legit cam whores. Like they transition from the porn to the gaming community. That's a good transition. And yeah, and, you can and come they, and, be, and do well if you're already very uh, slutty enough. Uh, that's the trick. <laughs> and, and you know they they dress for it and they. Uh, you make I, it happen. I think the career that I need to get into is becoming some sort of like cam girl pimp. I feel like if you mm. had like a stable of girls that you were like, you know, had a network and and, and you were uh, you were working the all the cross promotion with their social medias and stuff, you could totally be like a cam girl pimp and like run that thing. You'd have like your bottom bitch getting you know making a thousand dollars a day and shit. Like you could you could really you could really get ahead in that game. If you had the contacts for it. Um... A YouTube agent would be a great deal. Like the, a lot of the agents that exist in the YouTube scene now are like, like if Machinim is your agent or something, they just totally rape you. They take 80% of the money and, and uh, they do a disservice to the people. But if there's someone out there who has a legit talent for creating deals for people, uh, you could be the most desired agent in the thing. And then you'd be signing up big names, you know, and uh, you know, it did 25% cut is fair. Nah, you don't want any big names. You just want like ten whores who are gonna like do weird shit um, online while they make money. I'm not talking. I sort of, of transitioned from your idea to a more ah, legit one. Big mistake. One. Big mistake. <laughs> no, like like I'm making you up names them now. Too, Woody. Come on. You <laughs> <just> go, 
But like, I swear, if you're a good agent, you could get someone like PewDiePie, Skydas Minecraft, Captain Sparkles, etc. Like all those, you know, like a anal, lot of legit double anal, whatever, anything. You, you could get bands. those guys, line them up with deals, make you know, like you know, someone landed Red Bull for for Nade Shot. You know, if you're the guy that can make that kind of thing happen, then um, you know, there's a lot of people out there who have no experience in representing themselves and could use an honest agent. Make more one weekend of selling panties than you ever would doing all that. I don't Trust think me. so. Yeah, yeah, totally. I don't think so. <laughs> I think that job I just talked about, if you're good at it, is insanely lucrative. And and there's such a need for it. think you know what the overhead's like in the used panty selling game. <laughs> Have you seen those subreddits where chicks are selling their panties? And there's websites where they do it as well. Like, they sell their panties for, like, $50, $100 and stuff. Like, like hot Jesus chicks. Jesus Christ. You know, they, they put up, like, an imager album of them, like, masturbating in these tight panties. And then it's clearly that pair of panties. And you could purchase them, the hot panties that the hot chick masturbated to on the Internet. And, you know, guys are paying for them. And, there and, like, has to be a way to do this, right? Like, like fine. I would buy... 30 pairs of those panties, set up the pictures, wipe a little Vaseline in the other 29, sell them. Whatever think, it takes to imitate gruel. A day of Vaseline, uh, gruel, huh? A day <laughs> of masturbation <laughs> is... an ugly word. I know, right? There's it's, a subreddit, R gruel. Yeah, it's like it's girl it's gruel. On, it's that's how I need It's what? It's, it's on, on my list? list. <laughs> Gruel's hot. Anyway, yeah, yeah, just whatever, you know, you just find it, maybe a little um, lip balm or something, rub some chapstick in there, bam. Yeah. Wow. It even smells like cherries. This girl's <laughs> junk smells like strawberries. <laughs> She's amazing. <laughs> Nothing but real pussy juice in the panties that we sell over on uh, my site. Well, my <laughs> panties only cost one-third what his do, and I sell bundles of them. Cheap. Yeah, but his smell like your grandma. <laughs> Cap sticking Vaseline. Who are, who are you? <laughs> I'm your competition in the panty selling market. <laughs> I think we're about to lose our video in two seconds. Really? Are we? That's wrong. No, hmm. it'll happen. It will happen. Like we've done this before. It, yeah, see? Yeah. It, it happens. All right, um, you guys, uh, you want to call it there? All right, all right. I've resisted the first one. I think I'll go for this one. Um, so that was Painkiller Eddie already, episode 231. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, Check out Patreon down in the description below. We, uh, we've we got some cool stuff planned for the near future, and uh, you're going to want to be on board. Yeah, yeah. You could, uh, and you'll see this video first. You'll see the PKN video. You'll see, you'll get questions. Uh, we're doing the Google Hangout this weekend. Uh, if you're watching this and you're not on Patreon, it's tomorrow. It's Sunday at noon, I think, right? Eastern time. So, uh yeah, all kinds of benefits for the Patreon, guys. We love you, and we appreciate your support. So uh, even if you do the $3 one, which just gives you the topics and stuff and advantage, we appreciate that uh, you don't. did that. <laughs> well, I'll speak for me. You I... only get Woody's appreciation if you shell out $3. <laughs> you put five in there, yeah, I'll, get a, I'll give you a nod when we meet in the hallway. That's it, though. All right. PKA <laughs> episode 231.